we are live here at PRI in the uh, Indiana Convention Center uh, in Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm Tito Labine. This is the Impulse Show. Again, Jeffrey Keeble and Lyle Keeble are not here, but I'm joined today by the uh, reigning, defending, current Pro 2 Points champion, Corey Winner. How's it going, Tito? What's going on, brother? What are you doing here? Oh, uh, you know, just uh, trying to bum some sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Dude, Tito, your, your mic's falling off the and, and to my right, uh, we have a wonderful guest who has a janky... Uh, it's a limp spring. <laughs> <laughs> podcast arm. We have host of the Jim Beaver Show. Jim Beaver. Yeah. What's going on, brother? Oh, nothing. Just uh, being entertained here. Try, <laughs> I, I'm I'm trying to not make things go in the gutter right out of the box. Yeah. You know what? I'm trying to keep it professional. I know you Impulse Boys, nothing but professionalism to a T. You never have fun at all. No, 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 zero fun. It's a pretty big drag to be on this show, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> He's like this kind of a social suicide. <laughs> Uh, just being on here. Actually, am I twisting it the wrong way? Lefty Lucy, righty. Tiny. I don't know. I thought There's it was like... a, that's what she said in there somewhere. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> don't make those sound effects either. <laughs> All right, how's uh, that? A little better? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I want this sound bite. I want this sound bite. <laughs> uh, there's gonna be a good reel out of this one. Oh God, golly! I tell you what, hot start. So uh, <laughs> I guess uh, you know Corey's here. Corey's a driver. Um, you know he here at PRI, uh, Bowman Sponsors. <laughs> what are you doing here, Jim? Uh, about the same. <laughs> uh, no, uh, you know, obviously helping out Vision Wheel. Um, do a lot with Vision Wheel and uh, help on the marketing side and, uh, you know, kind of with the athletes and things like that. And then, uh, yeah, doing some, uh, some stuff for my YouTube channel and, uh, yeah, just kind of bouncing around and, you know, seeing sponsors, uh, you know, got a few meetings on potential stuff for next year and just uh, yeah, hanging out, having a good time. So one of my favorite shows of the year is kind of a nice cap off. Yeah. And and I think um, what, what some people, what I want to help them understand and realize, too, from like your side of things is that, you know, you are, you know, known for, you know, Vision Wheel. You know, you're also known for your podcast. So it's got to be a weird combination of things to, you know, be associated with Vision Wheel. But like you said, also searching for sponsors as far as like podcast. Go. How are you able to kind of um, juggle both of those things and be able to kind of wear two hats at once? Well, it's it's funny because it's uh, you, this industry. You've got to you look at uh, my mentor was Ken Block. He was a good friend of mine, and uh, he kind of way back when was kind of what spurred everything on. I went to a race with him in Las Vegas, at Las Vegas Motor Speedway, and saw how he approached things. And I went, man, this guy's got to figure it figured out, you know. And uh, Ken was always supportive of me and uh, always, you know, only a phone call away and, uh, you know, miss that guy every day. But it was like, I, I looked at the way he carried his program. What was Ken Block? Was he a race car driver? Yeah. Was he a content creator? Yeah. Was he a marketer? Yeah. You know, he, the answer is yes. You know, he also worked for DC Shoes and then Hoonigan and created brands and helped with marketing. And so I'm like, you know, you, you know, fast forward, I got my start in 2011, really, you know, I had a trophy truck before then, but I had no sponsors, no nothing. And, you know, where I'm at today, and it was like kind of mirrored my things, you know, how it was, you know, you got this whole WWJD thing. Mine was WWKD. What would Ken do? And every decision I made, it was like, how would Ken Block approach this? You know, uh, so you look where I'm at today. And obviously the, the concept has worked, but, you know, it's I'm a little bit of everything. I'm an agent. Uh, help out Mia Chapman and, uh, you know, kind of negotiate sponsorship deals for her. 
Um, you know, I also have a media and marketing company, uh, content creator, you know, race car driver, and then do some consulting work like we do with Vision Wheel and help with their marketing. And uh, there's some other brands I help with as well behind the scenes uh, that we're not real public about. But uh, yeah, it's just kind of one of those where you, I think in this industry, Corey and I were talking about this yesterday, you have to wear multiple hats. You can't just be a race car driver. You know, obviously you're close with Keegan and Keegan's kind of coming into, into that too. Where oh, yeah. He's, ra- he's building race cars, he's racing race cars, and now he's content creator and he's going and and I think, you know, Corey was talking about that yesterday. It's like, you know, we, we need to race less and become a marketing company more, you know, and I think anybody that wants to make a living in this industry, you can't just wear one hat. You've got to wear you know, I don't even want to say two or three, sometimes five or six ads. Yeah. And, and I think that it's, um, you know, indicative then that, uh, that social media is really that important when it comes to, you know, this, this industry, not only this industry, but for sure, I think for short course off-road racing, because as, as quiet, you know, and as far back, uh, out of the scene that I think off short course off-road is, it's just so important for social media. And I'm not trying to like, you know, blow smoke up my own ass about, you know, so the importance of social media because we're in it, but it's something that you had just said too. You know what I mean? You got to wear more hats than just, than just one. And, uh, you know, Keegan sends you his, his stuff and then you're able to write up, you know, everything about his like weekend and stuff like that. Um, you know, I, I, and for Corey, you're what, 25, right? 26. I do. That's crazy. Cause I remember Corey when he was like, <laughs> you know, like, I don't want to age myself. Yeah. But I'm like Corey at 26. I remember when Corey was, yeah, not 26. Yeah. That way. Like, and, uh, I think back of when Keegan was 25, 26 and you are, and Keegan, I think you and Keegan at that, at that age are, are about the same level as far as like where you're advancing in your career. Um, you know, having listened to what Jim had to say and, you know, maybe seeing how Keegan's navigating the waters, uh, are you taking any, uh, you know, pages out of their playbook or kind of what's the future for, you know, Corey Winner as far as like how you want to continue your career, um, you know, whether it's in short course or anything else? Yeah, no, like, uh, like Jim said, we talked about a, a bunch yesterday and uh, it definitely opened our eyes. I mean, literally just being here yesterday, it puts so many thoughts into our head of, of where we should go from this point. And, uh, you know, winning that championship last year, I mean, that's just kind of like, that was the dream and not saying it's done, but like, what's not more important, but what can we do to, to be even beyond just the champion and actually help brands in a different way than just being out on the track. So, um, yeah, yesterday and (laughs) seeing the schedule release or whichever schedule that got released <laughs> one out of the four, whatever it is now, um, that really put a big, a big discussion and, uh, and thoughts into our heads of, of what direction we want to go. And, and like Jim said, he summed it up perfectly. You gotta be, you gotta do multiple things, wear different hats. And, uh, so we're, uh, we definitely got some ideas in our heads and, and where to go. And hopefully we get that figured out pretty quick here. It's like, you know, it's like with Corey too. And I, you know, it's funny cause I'm going to age myself, but I remember, you know, going on pre-runs with his dad and stuff like that back in the day. And, you know, I, he was always fab tech Dave to me you yeah. know, and things like that. But it's like, he's got such an asset. Nobody talks about Corey's dad. Yeah. But like Corey's dad is a legend in his own right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this is a guy that created fab tech from nothing to this big juggernaut. I mean, there was a time in like the late nineties and early 
2000s when you weren't cool if you didn't have Fab Texas oh, Finishing oh, on your truck. For sure. So for you want to sure. talk about creating a lifestyle brand? His dad's proof. He knows how to create a lifestyle brand. Yeah. You know, so it's like, to me, it's like Corey's got this massive asset in his dad, like who's been there, done that, you know, created these awesome companies, you know, and it's like, that's pretty cool for Corey to be able to rely on his dad. You know what I mean? Go, hey, dad, how would you approach this? Because his dad's been there, done that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because I remember, I remember like seeing, you know, like Rick Hughes and you seeing like, you know, Fabtech on the side. And you see other like different, like little even toy trucks that had like Fabtech on the side. And I was like, oh man, the name always stuck with me. When I started finally like filming and kind of doing my own thing, uh, you know, Corey was my first subject. And I had learned then, you know, I just, I asked Dave, you know, I was like, oh, you know, it's his dad, you know, kind of blah, 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 blah. He's like, oh yeah, you know, see all this stuff uh, for Fabtech. And I was like, Whoa. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what? I was like, you're the guy behind Fabtech? And he's like, he's like, ah, oh. he's like, I like to, I like to stay out of the the, <laughs> the light, kind of just like be in the shadows. Yeah, I was but, like, dude, I, for I sure. mean, you, you know our family. We're not, we're not the ones to be <laughs> stuck out in the limelight at all. I mean, we just kind of stick to ourselves and, and do our thing. So yeah. Well, and, and yeah, and then I ended up learning that too. Like obviously the more like, like after that, you know, uh, you know, Corey and Dave, you know, April, your whole family, the whole, uh, you know, winter pit, um, man, some of my favorites for sure. You guys have been nothing but great to me. And, and you're definitely, I think, what did I say? I think like <laughs> top two, I was going to say top five, I think know. top two, like, like, fa like favorite, as far as like my favorite pit and family or like, you know, drivers go, yeah, I mean, it has it, to be puts them, them in the Kincaid's yeah, ass. It's like, it's gotta be I think it's, uh, so I think it's gotta be Keegan, then Corey. Then I think for me, uh, Doug Mateg. There's something about Dougie that him and I just do. We get along so well. So yep. after that, it's, you know, whoever's willing to pay me to <laughs> stop by. Every, everybody loves RJ's pit at the end of race weekend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. <laughs> Races are over. Let's go to RJ's pit. Like oh. nobody, Poor RJ and Ronnie are by themselves until the <laughs> last race wraps of the yeah. weekend. Then it's like, boom. RJ's in your top three <laughs> just on that night. Yeah. 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 He makes that top three ranking and then he's back out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, so we were talking about kind of the uh, again, kind of the the uh, the future of short course off road racing. This is a discussion I had with you know Ricky G, Brody Eggleston, and Keegan yesterday, and I expressed of my we're slowly going down. Oh no, <laughs> God, I am. Uh, you know what? That's on. Hey, that's on me. That's my bad. Man who his mistakes. <laughs> Otherwise, you could try that, Mike. It might, it might move over there. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to, because I know this is going to go long, and I don't know that I want to hold this up. For yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because then I'll just turn that one off, and then you can just head on over there. I love it. I love this. Uh, this is what we're about here at Impulse. <laughs> Zero professionalism. Zero professionalism. Come up with BS solutions there we go or you could always there we just, go. I'm, I'm, is that a little better to say we're gonna lose this one too ricky no. had some problems with it but it wasn't <laughs> as bad love it <laughs> i'm not gonna touch it i'm not gonna touch it we'll just see what happens <laughs> blame this one on tito too when it falls over i uh i've heard that a few times i was gonna say that's that's gotta be it that's what she said i'm, not, I'm not gonna touch it i'm not gonna, I'm touch, not gonna it. touch it she just fell over <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the uh, the future of short course, like I said, I expressed uh, yesterday just kind of my lack of confidence, I guess, in short course where I, I, I'd always maybe I was I was, you know, ignorance is bliss where right? I didn't know the behind the scenes stuff. And I was always certain there was going to be, you know, a good racing series behind it. 
And it just feel like after this year, you know, what direction does short course go as far as 2025 goes? You know, I feel like, you know, Champ had this uh, plan in place. And again, I've said this multiple times, unfortunately, COVID happened and it just wrecked everything. And they've just become a victim to it. And they're trying to kind of keep keep things going. And and it's tough, man. It sucks. But now it's like when you had the mention of another series, there's so much thought then of like, okay, maybe this is the series to go to. And then obviously that fell through and we'll get into that later. And then now again, I said this yesterday too, hats off to champ for getting that schedule back together, getting Crandon on and getting eight race weekends for next year. Cause I mean, it's not an easy task to do, but it's like after that, then what, you know, we've got two, two Lena's, you know, we've got, we're, we're going out to Deadwood and it's like, what kind of track is that then? Any new tracks develop such deep ruts and because they're not broken in. So for me, I'm like, okay, after 2024, it's like, I, I don't know the plan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it. I was kind of excited and hats off to Champ for, for sticking with their with their program. And, you know, honestly, without them, we'd, we'd all be sitting on useless junk right now. For sure. So that that's a big part of it, too, you got to look at. And, uh, you know, I I didn't get the people that kind of went out there and I don't want to say bad mouth them, but you. Yeah. I mean, we had our view on what we were we were trying to do and, yeah. and what sounded good. But like we were never like like these guys suck, like we're not doing this ever. And it's just yeah. Like, yeah. So those people, I mean, I they got to eat some crow, I'm sure. <laughs> but, oh, for sure. But uh, yeah, hats off to them for getting their schedule back. And and like you said, though that schedule that came out yesterday, it's kind of just exactly the same. Yeah. What it's been three years, just adding Deadwood pretty much. And like you said, it's, it's tight races again. And that's, that's an unfortunate part. And like to, to see some change, even when they had their first schedule before taking on Cran and, you know, you had different dates, it kind of shuffled things up. And uh, I mean that, I don't know how much that really affects the growth of the sport, but it's like you said, I mean, we're just kind of sitting here like how many times are we going to be racing these same dates at these same tracks? Like what, what is the next step? And that's why kind of that OE, that OEE, um, AOE deal, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that why it kind of got some people excited. You know, they, they had a, a, these tracks that we haven't been to in a long time, different parts of the country um, spread out. We can actually do some things and in, in our off time. So, um, yeah, we're just kind of now we're just sitting here like. Like, what is the next plan even for these race programs? Like, do, do you do the whole thing? Do you not? Do you try to do something more nationwide to help these brands out and do stuff? So that's um, that's one of the big questions for sure. What do you think, Jim? <laughs> what do I think? Um, <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny because I'll, I'll just, you know what I mean? I won't pull any punches because people expect that. You know what I mean? But it's... Uh, you, like Corey said, one, you got to give Champ a lot of credit because yeah. there was some people taking some pot shots at him. Oh, yeah. And uh, in, they, they stuck to their guns. They put out a schedule and, you know, and honestly, they're coming out on top. You know, they've got some long term agreements now with Cranon in place and things like that. So obviously, you know, Champ's Champ's here to here to stay. You know what I mean? And they're, you know, at least they've got, you know, they've have you know, they've got some stability now, you know, like at least we're they, in a good spot. Like yeah, you can't get that There's stability yeah. now. Yeah. I guess me, I, I look at things from a different uh, aspect, you know, and, and um, you know, do we want financially healthy teams that can go race and actually, you know, make a living or at least 
break even at the end of the year or do we want this just to be a regional hobbyist sport yeah. right now like yeah. i'm gonna say i'm gonna say it like short course off-road is a regional hobbyist sport i i agree and it's no different than the local dirt track i'm gonna have everybody come after me and here's my reasoning all these races are within like a two mile radius in wisconsin aside from erx <laughs> yeah it, what's the difference if it was a quarter mile dirt tracker? It's Cranon and Bark River. I get it that Cranon's this huge juggernaut, but I'm like, it's a regional series. Yeah. You know, you got ERX, which was the big travel date up until, you know, a year ago. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, it's Deadwood's cool, but it's still in that same region. I'm like, I, you know, and it's eight races packed in, two Lena's. No offense to the people at Dirt City because I, I love what they've done and they've, gave, you know, and it was meant to be a sportsman facility, yeah. sportsman to come and have fun. And I think we lose sight that that's what it is. Yeah. You know, and to run two national weekends there, like one was enough. You know, yeah. and I don't, you know, and I know they needed to fill dates, but it's like, I'm just looking at it going the racers for a guy like Corey Winter to actually break even, make a living. I'm like going to these just ad additional throw in dates. It's costing him, I don't even want to say tens of thousands of dollars because we're talking like fifties of thousands of dollars, yeah. you know, and it's yeah. like. What's the value that Corey Winter gets out of that for a sponsor? He's got to go and ask Ken to tire. Hey, I need more money this year. They're going to go, why? Well, we're going to Dirt City twice. And they're going to go, ha, why? Ha. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, yeah, they're like, no, hard pass, bro. Yeah. You, no, yeah. but, you know, and I'm just speaking truths here. So anybody yeah. that doesn't like what I'm saying, like, pull your head out of the sand. Yeah. Um, what they need to do is go to less weekends and more weekends spread out. Instead, you know, you've got Bark River, the two Cranons, and ERX that we know are going to stay. Yeah. You know, Anago came out and rose out of the ashes, you know, yep. and it's like, you know, it, it, I, I don't know, man. It's like I would love to see those four and add two dates but make it Texas or Phoenix or Glen Helen. We're ignoring the Southwest, which is the biggest off-road market in the country. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, we need to go there. You know, it's like Wheatlands. That would be a great one. Like, let's bury the hatchet with Lucas Oil and, and go back with Wheatlands, you know? And they've even said, like, we'll let Amsoil branding on the track. We don't care. We just want someone to come race and use this amazing facility. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's like, why? And that's my question is why? If you want a really, truly national series and a guy like Corey or Keegan or the Greaves to actually be able to make a living, you know, or Mittag or anybody, you know what I mean? That's what needs to happen. And I know this year, I'm thankful we just have short course racing, but I've been hearing for like, you know, half a decade now, we're going to go national. And it's like, we haven't gone national yet. Yeah. It's like, when, 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 you know, Deadwood, great, but that's one state over. That's not going national. That's just making you know keegan or whoever from cran and you know pay a little bit extra gas money yeah and, and like you said unfortunately it really is you know kind of a, a regional thing and and whether you know people are happy about it or not the the race locations say that you know what i mean you said michigan wisconsin minnesota and south dakota that's it but it, it's not even Michigan; it's the UP, and I don't, I, yeah. I don't want to say that badly. Yeah. But Bark River's borderline being in Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the same amount <laughs> yeah. of time you get to Cranon from our house to it is to Bark River. Yeah, so oh. it's you know, as far as like that goes, like you said you have to expand, and this is conversations you know I've had with a lot of people, and you know, I, and I believe fans feel the same way too. It's like, hey, you want to be able to see this sport grow, you know, you you want people to see. It. When I lived in Minneapolis, people didn't know. What it was when I was they're like, oh, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, I'm going to to ERX, and they're like, what's that? I'm like, oh, it's a, a racetrack in Elk River. They're like, oh, is that 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 snowmobile track? And I'm like, how do you how? <laughs> they know that as a snowmobile track before they even think about yeah. short course off road. And then when I showed them videos, they're like, oh my god, like this is this is amazing. 
And you know, again, I've I've had my fair share of of criticisms or my thoughts about Champ, but I've equally I feel praise Champ in the same in the same light on on things that they do very well. Yeah. Do you think that there's an old school mentality in Champ as far as running short course? Where are do you think that maybe it's again, you know, COVID made it tough. You know, they're 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 working with what they've got, and they don't necessarily have much to expand out or, or, or kind of, I guess, what do you think is... I, I think we're at a disconnect where I think Champ is doing what they have to do to stay financially solvent. Yeah. So I, I understand that they're running a business and they need to run in the black. Yeah. The problem is, is them running a business running in the black is just the opposite of Corey running a business and running in the black. He needs to go national to make a living. Yeah. Yeah. And Champ needs to say regional to make a living. Yeah. So it's like we we have a disconnect, and I, I don't fault Champ for anything. Like I said, they've lended stability to short course. Like yeah. props to them. But I also, because I wear the industry hat, the racer hat, you know, the agent hat, the sponsor hat, I wear so many hats in the industry. I'm looking at it from all sides going, the sucky part of this whole thing is, is what Champ needs and what Corey and Keegan and Greaves and all these other guys need are completely opposite things. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of reach that point now where, where we are outgrown that area and where we are in our programs is that that is the next step is is exactly what Jim said. So I, I was, I went to a, uh, an event with Ken Attire last month yeah. out at uh, Phoenix and it was, we stayed at the hotel right by wild horse pass. And it just so happened that weekend was, was a uh, nitro cross. Mm-hmm. So we got, we met some guys in the lobby from Dix and flannel and they, they gave us some tickets. We went over and checked it out and Man, we were waiting in line to get our bands, and they were they were walking outside with signs saying "sold out," turning people back. And we walked in, and it was you couldn't stand anywhere. They had something going between every race, freestyle. Yeah, and it was so insane to see, and it was a straight up flashback to like Lucas Oil days at at Chandler, or like a night race at Glen Helen or something. Yeah, and it, I'm just like, like, what are we getting wrong here? Like, yeah. second year out, these guys can absolutely fill the place, and like, you, there's no more parking spots or nothing. And I'm like, why are we not involved somehow? Like when they announced their race in Vegas in March, Nitro Cross. Yeah. AOE was still a thing. I'm like, everybody's thinking, you know, we're going to Phoenix or we're going to the Hammers. I'm like, why is nobody thinking we're going to Las Vegas Motor Speedway? Yeah. And doing a head for head, whatever, like short course one night, Nitro Cross one night. Like there's already people going to be there. I'm like, that's, th- those are some other things that probably need to get looked at too. Yeah. There's other series and, and things going on that are way bigger than what we got going on. And we've just been kind of stable, like we've said for the last three years. And we're just, that, that's kind of like that next step is I, finding something like that. I don't, I don't want to use this word, but this is the only way I can think of it is do we use, do we use other racing disciplines or other races for like, I guess clout essentially. Absolutely, you know. Do, you know, do we do we go to Nitro Cross in Vegas? And and I'm going to use another term here, Jim. I think that you're going to understand is, uh, you know, do we start kind of just fantasy booking things? You know, do we like, hey, if we go to Vegas, like, hey, what if? I mean, what if you race a, a Nitro Cross car against a Pro Four? Maybe not on the same track, but you know how they do the the, the two lanes. Yeah. What if? Yeah. Like, 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 why what not? If, what if short course has a joker lap? Exactly. What if? Like, yeah. like, why, why uh, not think outside the box? Uh, obviously, at this point, I think short course should throw everything. Just because it's been done for fifty years one yeah. way doesn't mean it needs to be done the next fifty. Like, 
media's evolving, racing's evolving, events are evolving. You know, I, I maybe it's time for short course to evolve, but you look at rallycross in the States, like for the first couple of years, they piggybacked with NASCAR trucks yep. and IndyCar and, and things like that. I mean, you want to talk about the biggest thing that's ever happened to ProLite? This is probably not going to be a popular thing, but it was Casey Curry running them at Monster Jam on the Monster yeah. Trucks. Yeah, that was part yeah. of that. First, first yeah. time ever driving a Pro Light, I went to Monster Jam. Yeah, Pro, Pro Lights at Monster Jam was huge. Yeah, you know, was it a sideshow? Yeah, but it brought like I mean, it, that was a big deal to run in stadiums in front of all those people and stuff. You got to tip the cap to Casey Curry for making that happen, but like that was an out of the box idea, and it was highly lucrative. You know what's insane too is that while I've been here, like I've gone back to the hotel. And again, man, <laughs> elevator talk. You know, some somebody's like, hey, like, oh, you here for a PRI? I'm like, yeah, well, what do you do? Well, I film for like short course off-road racing. They're like, oh, like, well, what's that? And I'm like, you are fucking kidding me. I'm like, yeah. look at where we're at. Like, some, like there, there, there are people here at PRI that have no clue what this is. And it's a performing racing industry show. So I'll... I'll- I'll make it not that great either. I mean, you, you go back. <laughs> you go back. Exactly. When I was back there doing that boot camp, right? Yeah. One of the weekends before was Off-Road Expo at the NASCAR track in Phoenix. And I go out there. And mind you, there's one in Pomona, and that one's huge. Um, the one in Phoenix, not so not so big. There's not one short course vehicle out there. We went to the Off-Road Expo in Pomona the year before. None. There's literally people that have no idea. Now that it's gone for how many years, they have no idea what short course is. And like, it used to be huge. Like we, I yeah. used to have my oh, pro yeah. two on display at the booth. Um, general had the pro light one year and it's just like, that's all gone. So there's yeah. absolutely like Jim said, there's nothing in the biggest region for off road. There's nothing being shown. Correct us. me if I'm wrong, but I think I, Marty actually brought this up yesterday. I talked to Marty for a few minutes. He said, you know, the sad thing is, he goes, we got a lot of work to do as an industry. He goes, we're at PRI show and there's only one off-road truck at the whole show. Yeah. And that's Keegan. I didn't even think about that. That's and Marty goes, comparison. he goes, we like to think off-road's big. He goes, how many dragsters, how many sprint cars, how many NASCARs do you see? And he goes, there's one off-road truck of any kind. Yep. There's not even a side-by-side that I've seen no. here. Like it's one truck. Yes. Dude. I've seen two ultra fours and Keegan's truck. Oh, so there is some ultra fours. But they're in the hall. Yeah. Between here okay. and the- Football stadium. And there was a picture of Rob Max trophy truck on the wall, VP. Yeah. Oh, and then his picture. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was a Rambo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, we, yeah, when we went to Brainerd, too, Keegan brought his truck. I think I was t- talking to you about this yesterday, Jim, uh, that, that people saw it and they, they loved it. Man, they were like, oh, man, they're, they're taking pictures of it. They're really getting in. You know, people who are motorheads. Yeah. And uh, when Keegan, I think, started up to move it, man, everybody gathered around to see, like, what it was about. And I would overhear people saying like, oh, like, damn, like, oh, that that's a that's a trophy truck. And it kind of like lit a fire under my ass. I'm like, why is it that you know what a trophy truck is, yep. but you don't know like what this is? It's like, why is it that a desert trophy truck is is known here in here in Minnesota? Yep. But yet we're racing an hour from Brainerd and you have no idea what this is. Yeah, that's <laughs> people ask, like, what is it? You always have to describe. All yeah. right. You know a trophy truck? Oh, yeah, yeah, a trophy truck. Okay, you know Supercross? Yeah, okay, imagine those types of trucks on a track like Supercross. Yeah. 
Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I think I know what that is. Yeah. Like you don't. I don't think you do know what that is. <laughs> they had a baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like imagine ten of those on the track at the same time. But yeah. the scary, the hot take here is, is like you go and like I'll mention short course. I'm like, oh, you mean like uh, those those uh, jumpy trucks at Long Beach? Oh, oh my god! Yeah. Like, the jumpy trucks at Long Beach, and I'm like, oh gosh, like when Robbie Gordon Stadium Super Trucks. Yeah. No offense, Robbie, but that's what people associate with short course because they run it yeah. like Long Beach. I'm like, yeah. this ain't good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, oh, like the stadium trucks? I'm like, yeah. no. Yeah, they call, yeah, I've had people call them jumpy trucks. I'm yeah. like, yeah. the jumpy went, trucks. And oh, I'm like, I raced oh. the one in uh, Ohio last year, the year before. And I talked to my buddy works on the Andretti team. And he's like, yeah, we love those things. We call them the jumpy trucks. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. It's so brutal. <laughs> Golly. You know, and, uh, obviously, like, it's, it's easier said than done, you know, trying to market and expand, you know, the uh, short course industry. And uh, one of one of my friends was talking to World of Outlaw, which is, you know, uh, uh, two booths down. And we uh, we watched their documentary about like World of Outlaw that was on like YouTube. And it was it was a great, great documentary. I mean, the first episode was like 45 minutes. And like even for me, I was like, ah, I don't know if it needs to be that long because we watched it. And I was like, there's a whole lot of, you know, B-roll, some dialogue kind of stuff like that. And, you know, I've let it be known I'm not the biggest fan of, of oval racing because it's just like I, 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 I don't get it. I, I don't understand, like, the, the, the love of it. But they had asked them, like, oh, like, why is it, why is it that you think oval is, is such a big, is such a big, like, racing discipline? And they're like, well, like, you have, to, you have to come to shows like this. You have to come to PRI. They're like, this is where we get sponsors. This is where we get drivers is when we're able to do stuff like this. And it's just, I don't know. It's a bummer. I, I don't want to say like heartbreaking, but that's because I, I do love short course that a series isn't here. You know, there, there, there's no booth. Like you oh. said, there's one, tr- there's one uh, short course truck here. Yeah. That's yeah, it. If they had a booth they, they, with three trucks in it or something or get one from each class. Yeah. Or- and this isn't a shot at short course. So like I, there's no off-road promoter exempt. Ultra Four is not here. Score's not here. Yeah. Yep. The Martelli Unlimited Series isn't here. Best in the Desert isn't here. Champ Off Road isn't here. There's nobody here. So yeah. th- this isn't a shot at Champ. This is a shot at all off road oh, promoters. This is for the, sure. Yeah. NHRA's here. World of Outlaws is here. NASCAR and ARCA are here. Like you go down the list of oval track stuff, they're all represented. Uh, what IHRA's here? Yeah, like, IHRA's I'm, here. Yeah. I'm just looking at it, going, all right. So you know, it, it, this is just a shot at off road. This is literally the biggest racing industry show in the country. And and we're not represented. And I and I do feel like Score gets away with it by just going to SEMA. Are, are they at SEMA? No, not anymore. Not, they oh. go to Off Road Expo with one haul. They yeah. used to do SEMA, but they just put they, trophy trucks out. And, that's so wild. Yeah, that's so wild. Yeah, and again, I, like I think it was a bigger deal when they used to do qualifying for the thousand. Yeah. Um, they used to make it a big deal with SEMA. They drive the trucks. And down the drivers the hated it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go down to the speedway and qualify and. But, yeah, I don't think they've been there for a couple of years. Yeah. It's just such a bummer because I've seen how good short course can be, and it goes in waves, and you just think about it, and there's still so much work to be done. Like, like, like with how big social media has gotten, how you can get so many more views, it's crazy to think that I feel like back then it's, it got more views than where it's at right now. And I don't know. Like I said, it's just, it just seems like a lot of work, and I hope that – you know, short course kind of gets back to where it was because I feel like we got super lucky when we when we filmed Rush Two, where we had, I mean, a stacked Pro Two class. I think maybe best Pro Two class I've seen ever, 
And we were lucky enough to be there and, and film it. And I thought like, hey, like this is going to be great going forward. And it just, and it wasn't. But, uh, you know, speaking of, you know, short course, let's address the uh, AOE thing and the uh, MAO thing. I was, I was hoping Keegan was going to be here because, uh, you know, I wanted to have a, a grown-up discussion, not saying... Oh, what is know, that supposed to mean? Not saying anything for Ricky G and Brody Eggleston, but, uh, you know, those guys, you know, can't legally drink a beer yet. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to, you know, yeah. uh, talk things like that when they're not maybe deeply integrated or, you know, as knowledgeable or, you know, whatever that it may be. Um, you know, I, I guess your guys' thoughts, man, when that news came out that, uh, you know, that they were not even going to do the series for next year. I guess what were your guys' initial th- feelings or thoughts? Um, yeah, we got a phone call, like, right before that came out. And it's just like, oh, it should be out by the end of the week. We're like, come on, there's no way. And then, like, two hours later, like, the email gets blasted out. I'm just like, it. I know everybody said it sounded too good to be true, and you've been down this road before, but like the amount of work that they kind of show that they already have done yeah. and what they told everybody in Oklahoma was like, all right, I mean, this, it sounds too good to be true, but like there's actually stuff backing it. And we're, so we're just kind of waiting around. And I mean, and then like you said, bam, it's gone before they even have a series name. Yeah. And we're like, okay. So that just left a bad taste in everybody's mouth. And, and, you know, we talked to Marty yesterday a little bit too. And it's, he was in the know, and he learned when we did. Yeah, that's what, yeah. He, <laughs> wild. Yeah, and even the tracks. We talked to Michelle and Scott Bark River. They said they were at a casino, and they got somebody texted him, and they had no idea. And I'm, I'm just like, you hear what he says, and it's like, yeah, all their plans they had in their head, um, this whole deal kind of put them back like another five years. Like oh, you could tell they had they had some serious information and connections that that definitely kind of wanted it in to try to grow grow this and the fact that that's now that far away again that if it's true that hurts so um like i said we were kind of headed that direction just because like the ease of the schedule and and these new areas that we can actually go out and reach different partners at and like i you know ken attire my sponsor they're they're excited because they have a whole they had that arizona race that was rumored that was going to be our first race and they're like oh man like yeah we could bring out customers and we have so many people out there we need to show the sport to and see it show what our tires can do. It's like, that's huge to reach different places with these, with these new people. Yeah. And like Jim said earlier, we're just kind of stuck in this circle yeah. of seeing the same people at every track. Yeah. Like it does. It's no, it's no good for everybody. So yeah, we're, we're kind of shocked as, as we're a lot of people. So um, it's unfortunate. Well, you, Jim. Well, I don't know. This weekend was supposed to be the biggest weekend in short course history, right? They had all these big Uh, announcements planned for PRI. Now it's just dark cloud over short course, you know? Like I said, like, I don't want anything I say to be a reflection on champ because I, I, you know, love that they've given stability, but it's just the whole AOE thing, man. It's like, I don't know how do you say it any, any differently, but like same old rodeo. We've seen this how many times and how many, I mean, it's not like two or three. We're talking like, borderline like 10 now at this point yeah. like i'm like yeah. you know i the, i guess i the the fact is and i guess i'll probably never see jason robinette in person again but i've seen so many rich guys come in and think they know how to you know fix off road and then they realize how expensive it is yeah. and i think they bail go man this isn't a big good business decision yeah and so that's what i i think I don't know the solution here because you've got, you know, you've got champ off road and they figured out how to run in the black and pay their bills and, and things like that. 
But they also, they, there's a reason why they haven't gone national yet, because for whatever reason, that makes them run in the red. You know, so I don't I don't know how we get to that next step, because you've had these guys that have financial backing and they've got a lot of money in their back pocket and they come in and they go, we're going to do this. And then they go, whoa, pump the brakes. We're not going to do this. We're out. We out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to get over the hurdle. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't I, I don't have the solution, you know, and, and everybody goes, oh, we just need one sponsor. Well, yeah, they, we do. You know, we need somebody to come in and go, oh, here's five million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's not going to happen. Yeah, because- I mean, even just walk around this place and, and some of the feedback I've had in the offseason is just like, yeah, we don't know what we know. It's stable, but we don't know the direction it's really going. Is it going to grow? Is it really going to do anything for us in the future? So we're just going to we're just going to yeah. hang back for a little bit. And yeah. I'm like, you can't argue with that. Like, it's that's what they see and it's like we don't really know how to fix that and to be able to help get to that next step and like i said i, I understand that you're, you're between a hard and a rock place where like you said you want to run the black but it's like how do you expand then you know i, I it just feel it's like a feeling of content like a feeling of just uh going through the motions and i i just i, I don't feel i don't feel the passion there i don't feel the care there you know from and, and i said this before like like about champ where it just felt like they were going through the motions and I don't know, like I said, if it's an old school mentality or not, but I say these things because I fucking care. Like I, I grew up watching this man. I was four years old watching Jack Flannery bike it fucking hit the pole and roll down the side. You I was, I was there, man. CJ's pit when you first dude, started filming with I, us. Dude, I wouldn't even go because I did not like CJ. I did not <laughs> like Johnny. I was so passionate <laughs> where I was like, I ain't, I ain't fucking going to go like over there. Like you guys go say hi. I'm I'm sitting right here. Like yeah. <laughs> you know, we tried we tried getting CJ to come over and surprise him and do some something to make yeah. Tito uncomfortable. Yeah, so, and because like again, like I am such a huge fan. I love watching it. I think it's the best racing on the planet. But it feels like those in charge don't feel the same way, and it just and it sucks, and it really sucks. And I think too that's why like the AOE thing, MAO thing, like pissed me off, like. Now, like, now it's just like a mockery. Oh, for sure. Where then I'm just like, you know, like for me, I was like, how dare you waste everyone's fucking time? How dare you get everyone worked up? Whether people believed in it or not, there was a second option. You know what I mean? Like, and I'll say it, dude, there, there were some people that weren't happy with what was going on in, in, in champ. And again, I still in the same breath, hats off to them for stabilizing off road and getting a schedule for next year. But dude, a spade's a spade. People weren't happy. MAO was a was was an option, and then for that guy to like I said, waste everyone's fucking time. Yeah. And and the thing of it is too is like for me, you know we're we're we're, we're hearing different things on why it wasn't. You know, and 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 we always say this on on our podcast, like dude, like here's here's the rumor bill. Yeah. One was you know is it. Um, you know, the first was like, oh, is, is it his health? Is he, you know, unable to, you know, uh, perform or, or be 100%? And it's like, okay, I understand that. But isn't that why you had a board? Isn't that why you have people in place to do that for you? Because well, you're not 100% knowledgeable well, in that in that realm. Of well, things. and from that, from that, like, you know, it's like you look at Cran and you want to talk about short course. There was a couple of years ago, and, you know, and I think we all love Marty. Um, you know, it was like he had some health issues. He wasn't yeah. at Cranon for the big weekend, but he put so many good people in place. Yeah. Cranon, yeah. Cranon went off and it was huge. And the guy that pretty much kind of runs everything wasn't even there because yeah. he laid groundwork and had so many of the right people in place. So I'm like, like you said, on the health side, 
why, why do you have this board? Because, you know, I know the heavy hitters that were on yeah. that board. That was the who's who of motorsports, not just off-road, but motorsports in general. And that's why when I heard, like, like oh, it might be health, I'm like, I'm like that's that's no excuse. I'm like, that's horseshit. All you got to do is sign the fucking check. And I'm not trying to say, like, you know, I'm not trying to make it trivial or just like, hey, we want your money kind of thing. But at the end of the day, like I said, that's that it's what it is, man. Like, you're the one backing it. You have a board there to, to, to run the series. And you're the one that basically has to give the thumbs up or thumbs down. Yeah. You know and what I mean? You don't even have to communicate. We heard we heard before, I think that's what he mentioned, too, at the pool that day was <clears throat> he's he's usually not at the tracks. Exactly. He's not at the races. That's And he's like, that's why I hire the best of the best. I go out there and find them to run it. And I'm like, so when somebody told me that, too, I'm like, I don't. It's like, I really don't know what to believe. And I still haven't heard of a, an actual, like, legit reason. Yeah. And we probably never will. But when somebody told me that, I thought the same thing. I'm like, that, he straight up told us, like, he's got people he finds to do everything. I, in, the, uh, in, the, in the second. So I, I don't know if, like, you guys want to comment anymore on, like, that rumor. But I know that, like, the second one was potentially, uh, like, marital problems at home. Which I think, you know, some people who have been through that know that when it comes to marital problems, you know, that that puts a kibosh on on all finances. And, you know, again, if, if that's the case, like, bro, dude, your dick fucked everything at this point. You know what I mean? Like, homie, like, get that get that bullet out before you, uh, you know, before you go fuck up an entire series, dog. Oh, oh, I'm not bro. even going to comment no, on that one. No, 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 I'll just leave that at Tito. I think we'll leave that one at Riverville. That's just, man, like like I said, if, if that's the case for me, it's like, God damn it, man. Because it reminds me, and I, and I don't mean to talk ill will, you know, of like, uh, you know, Keegan and his sponsor back when he's sponsored by Traxxas. But, you know, Mike Jenkins, I, I huge fan of Traxxas, love that they were sponsoring everything. He went through the same thing and never saw Traxxas again. Yeah. And it was just one of those where it's like, God damn it, man. In, like In Traxxas' defense, they didn't just pull out of short course. They pulled out of NHRA and everything. He didn't, he didn't pull <laughs> yeah. out. No. No. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, it wasn't just an off-road yeah. sponsor. It was NHRA, yeah. like, Courtney Force, that whole deal. Like, it all went away. And that's what's so crazy. Like I said, it's just stuff like that, man. I I don't know. I, obviously, we were, I think it's super selfish. We, we were kind of excited because... Everybody also said, like, oh, like, it's just going to be, we're just blowing smoke right now. And we've seen this before. And like we said, all the rich guys coming in and promising you this. But, like, we compared it to the first core, which I know you probably know and oh, Jim yeah. knows. And, oh, yeah. and my dad was a, was a sponsor, like, back when they had packages and your banner was on TV for this many hours. And they went through the whole thing. He was he was a sponsor of the series. And he said the one biggest thing that, my, like, my dad saw that was different was... He, Jason wasn't going to these places where you had to build a track. Yeah. He thinks that's where Jim Baldwin went wrong was investing that much. Yes. At these different places that had absolutely nothing. He said, if he would have gone to these places that actually had tracks built and everything was there, it could have been a completely different story. Yeah. That that's a big part. We're like, okay, that's, that's what's different from the first core and having a guy like that come in that, He's already got all these places on board that have the tracks and everything. Like, yeah. that's one oh. huge expense. I guess the thing that bothers me most about the whole situation was here was a guy who uh, literally had people so on board and so all in that they were quitting their jobs, yes. uprooting their families, yep. and then, like, a couple of months in, he just goes, oh, peace. And these people are like... I just changed my entire life and he just literally just like, I'm out. And I'm like, how do you do that? Like, 
I don't want to say like these are good people who are going to land on their feet, but I'm like, dude, you're you're ruining lives here. Like, this, yeah, the, you, no, I agree. I'm like, you know, no. you can't do that. Like, as a human being, like you just can't do that to people. No. Like, at least give them a heads up. Like, hey, we're going to try this first year. If it doesn't go well, we're probably going to be out. But, like, you can't do that. Like, get everybody on board. And then yeah. before you even run a race, be like, yeah, you guys need to find jobs. I know you uprooted your lives. I know you quit your other jobs. But, yeah, I'm out. Like, what the hell, man? Yeah. When when I had, when I had heard that, like, so, you know, people had quit their jobs and, and you know, we're, we're, we're in, you know, going forward with this. I don't know. I guess for me too, I don't think it's fair for people to be like, oh, well, that's what you get. You know, no. you can go fuck yourself if you think that. No. But people, but like you said, back to where people quit their jobs, man, that's what also pissed me off about it. It was like, I think doing that where you, where you got people so hyped up, they're going to that, to that, you know, that, 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 that mindset where they're like, hey, this is, this is it. And then you pull the rug from underneath them. I think it was a scumbag move. Yeah. I, th- that's what pissed me off so much. And, and I felt that it was very cowardly. Cause for, cause what we're in, and again, if it's a legality thing, like, okay, like I can understand to a certain extent, but it's like, I would like, tell us like, yeah. like why, like what, like what's the issue? Like man up and fucking say it. Cause I feel like, Hey, if the kitchen's too hot, just say that. You know what I mean? If you can't handle it, say that. If, if, if you saw that mid America that weekend was a lot more than you expected, fucking say it. And at least then people understand yeah. and people can respect that. That you're admitting to it, but to just do it and say we're going to focus on our uh, on our family friendly uh, place here, and, and we're just going to focus on uh, the the community in, in Oklahoma, <laughs> like dude, you know, wipe my ass with that, man. Like I said, I, I like I was having a discussion with Jeffrey, and I was getting so heated about it. I was getting so pissy at him because he was like, oh maybe like they saw, it. and I was like, no fucking maybe nothing, man. I was like, dude, you're you're playing with people's lives here. You know, you, yeah. you take food off the table. And, and for you to do that, like I said, it's a scumbag move. I think it's a cowardly thing. I said it yesterday. I was like, oh, fucking fuck Jason, dude. I'm like, I don't care, man. And then people, I was like, dude, I was like, oh, here's my address, man. Five ones. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, dude, like I said, it's, it doesn't bother me. Like I said, if, if, if someone's mad at me, then be mad at me. But be mad that and know that at least I'm passionate yeah, about it. Yeah, I was going to say, you're, oh, you're passionate say. about it. That's it, where it, it comes from. The three of us are sitting here because we care about short course off-road. 100%. Yeah. If we didn't care and we weren't passionate about it and we didn't want the best for short course, we wouldn't be sitting here. Yeah. 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 I'm I mean, as big a fan as I am a racer out there. Yeah. This is all I've known. So, uh, Well, that's me. Like, I, you know, I, at one point I was, I was fortunate there for a couple of years. Like, I was at every single Midwest and every single West Coast short course race doing television live stream stuff like that but it's like i still go to a ton of short course races and aside from the crannons like i'm not paid to be at any of them yeah you know and yeah. i still go to a lot of them just because i love it yeah and, and here's the thing too like like with uh with last year with with lena like yeah, of course it's conveniently close for me now that i lived in green bay and it was only sportsman race but it's like i love sportsman man. oh dude i do too i fucking i yeah. i was like i was like wait a minute i was like we don't have to work lena so I, you're saying I can get drunk on the hillside <laughs> and watch sportsman racing. I'm like, like, just because? I was like, oh, dude, I'm in. I'm in, man. Like I said, I, I fucking, I love it. Corey was there. We were yeah. betting we were betting beers on races, man. We were like, ah, we think so-and-so is going to win. Well, that's a dude, I, I keep contemplating my old man because he used to race short course back in the yeah. day. Like, he's like, he wants to build a super stock truck. Dude, he goes, right. he goes, I'm he telling goes, you. My dad's like, he's like, we need to build a super stock truck. You need to go race that. And I'm like, dude, I'd be all about a super stock truck. That's old school right there. I'm yeah. all about that life. Dude, we almost bought back in the, the regional series back west. They had mini stocks. We call them uh, bro lights. <laughs> 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 
and they were uh, just like a steel cab, single uh, 2.0 shock each corner, like a Tacoma or a, yeah. a Frontier. Oh, dude, that's awesome. Dude, like seven grand. Like we almost bought like five of them and just they went put out like, there. Put like Burnthal on them. Dude, it's so funny. But yeah, like same thing. Like it's those sportsman guys are they're, they're fun to watch. Super competitive. Dude, like I said, man, you want to talk about passion. And I know I've been getting a lot of uh, messages about uh Superstock, the the one-off episode for like Rush Superstock. I think for everyone out there, I think the plan is to I think premiered at the Moore banquet. I think it's like our our thoughts on it. Um otherwise if not, like for sure, you know, sometime down the road, I, I guess it's just one of those where it just it doesn't become a huge priority for us as much as we love doing it. But they're also, I mean, you guys are working PRI and you're, PRI. you're, getting, you're getting different things now that yeah, you're you're staying busy. So that's so when the hobby becomes a job, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and again, like I, I think that's what you know uh, makes us work is that we we do it because we love it, we, and we're not doing it because we need to do it. You know, we're willing to take risks say wild shit, you know, that I was just saying it's because it's like, you know, I'm here because I want to be, not because I need to be. And Well, tr- trust me, all three of us would be making a whole lot more money if we weren't involved in short course. Oh, for <laughs> sure, man. <laughs> you know, that, that's the thing. Like, we're here because we love yeah. it. It ain't because yeah. it's financially lucrative. Yeah. It's the worst drug on earth. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, this is a short course is the heroin <laughs> of, uh, of racing. But so we were talking uh, again, kind of like, uh, so now that we've, you know, addressed the whole MAO thing. You know, kind of the, the 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 status of like champ. You know what we can do. Um, we kind of went into a fun bit yesterday where we were talking about um, you know different tracks. You know, like like what what's what's going to make a like what makes Crandon a Crandon? Well, it's it's the show. It's the happening. It's you know the turn experience. One. Turn one. You know the the, the party rush. atmosphere, yeah. land rush, and it's like how, what can these other tracks do? I guess to help contribute to to that. You know, is it on the track? Is it on the series? Because at the end of the day, it's a show. You know, it's a show. It's entertainment. You know, what can we do? Like, does each track be, like get their own thing? Like, hey, we're, we're going to be the uh, T-shirt cannon track or, you know, we're going to be the, you know, whatever track. And it's like, so then we got way off topic then where we started <laughs> talking about like, oh, like what if they did uh, like karaoke? Like they had racers do karaoke. Like you had a karaoke contest like the whole day. You know I what like I mean? the uh, impulse foot race, right? Yeah, yeah, kind of <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe some less physical and less drinking. Uh, where you, <laughs> where the drivers don't get hurt before they actually have to race. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. So it's like, you know, between sixteen hundred buggy and and you know Superstock, it's like, all right, let's bring out Corey Winter and you got to sing a, you know, you got to sing a, a karaoke song. And then it's he might lose all his sponsors yeah. over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My God, this guy's so bad we can't be associated with him. Yeah, or or you do or you do like like a like a bracket battle there where it's like Corey versus you know whoever else. Uh, like a rap battle. Yeah, and, and it's like it's like you sing your karaoke song, they sing theirs, and then the crowd votes on it. You know whoever oh, no, gets the I, most. I like the rap battle. No, yeah. no, no karaoke. <laughs> Just, yeah, Corey and CJ Green square that off. That would be the worst. There we go. There we go. Kind of like, make them you know just white guy rap. Yeah, yeah. like like eight mile. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we'll call it like eight hundred credit score or something (laughs) (laughs) oh no (laughs) like yeah like i said shit like that like it's something so simple it's like like what are people willing to you know to 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 put forward to entertainment and like i don't want to make it sound like dance monkey dance but it's like you know what kind of like entertainment you know what are you doing to 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 make the crowd remember that weekend because again uh, something i said yesterday is that You'll, you know, people won't remember everything that you said, but they'll remember how you made them feel. So it's like, how can that weekend make you feel like, oh man, I got to go to another one. When it comes back next year, I got to go. 
Yeah. I, I think off-road, and I've said this, and, you know, I know what the Martellis are doing in desert racing. Um, the problem with motorsports in general, now you go to NASCAR race, and, and they're this way, IndyCar, like you go to Long Beach, some of these others, like, you can't be an off-road race. You have to be an event. Yes, absolutely. It, and there has to be more than just the racing on track. And I hate to say that because, like, we love the racing on track, but there has to be more. To do. You know, we're going to have our hardcore fans, especially in the Midwest and short course, they're going to go one way or another. But to get those non-endemic fans, you know, or the people to come, like, you know, an yes. experienced short course. And I'm not saying you got to have Kiss or Kid Rock on stage. Yeah. I'm just saying there's got to be more to it. You know, some good local acts. There's got to be some kind of carnival or something attached to it. Like, there's something where you can get not just the guy, but you can get the kids and the wife and everybody to come out for the weekend. And while the dad's enjoying the racing on track with his son, the mom and the daughter over there, like, you know what I mean? Doing whatever they're doing. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. You know, and I don't want to make that like male versus female because I know there's a lot of women that support short course and love it you know I'm just saying like yeah. there's got to be more to it and I know like what we're doing in the southwest with the new unlimited series you know it's bringing you know they've got you know monster energy stage they got bands coming in they got VIP you know there's a lot there you know they've got the downtown festivals and street parties and Cranon does it right and then you know and I'm talking about weekends when even not you know, Labor Day weekends when you don't have Kiss or Kid Rock there, they're still drawing at Cranon. Oh, for sure. You know, and, and to be honest with you, like Kiss and Kid Rock almost make it too big. Yeah. Where it's like everybody hates it. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? So yeah. it's like, you know, but I, I just think I think the tracks need to look how how can we make this more of an event and not yeah. necessarily more of a, you know, there's no making it a better race. The racing's already oh, great. for sure. Yes. So let, let's yes. make it an event. Let's add some stuff that brings people in. And, and I, like I said, I think that's the question, you know, is it is it on the track or is it on the series or is it a hand in hand bipartisan thing? I think it's hand in hand. Where both yeah. you guys got to be like, hey, let's 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 come up with something. Even if the track's like, hey, here's what I'm thinking, you yeah. know, let, like, let's try this. And like, you know, an ago they did that head to head thing. Yeah, and, and that that's, was that's different. I mean, you had like somebody like me that. I wasn't for it because yeah, they got scared. I only had yeah, okay. <laughs> no, he's looking at the bills attached. Well, like, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. You, go to yeah. The, you go to the second tightest track on the circuit. Yeah. Um. By the time if you made it all the way to the final, it was a whole other race on your engine. Yeah. Like it's, and you're only getting so much to go race for a whole year, and then you're gonna put a whole other race on top of that. Yeah. So like, yeah, we had different views, but the only difference was that is like, yeah, they were looking, but they were looking on the track. Like, yes. And yes. it was cool, a different aspect, but it's still the same people sitting in stands. Like, what yeah. else is going on that weekend? So, like yeah, like you said, like it, I think it needs to go hand in hand and, and find some other deals. Like, I was bringing up Nitro Cost, like, between events and oh, races. freestyle shows and, and stuff like that. Like they it's giving away GoPros and getting people involved. And, like, I think, I'm sure Torque probably had the RC car deal they did. Yeah. Probably, and yeah. just some little stuff like that. But, yeah, for sure, that's that's something that needs to happen. I think that's what um, AOE was looking at too. They're trying to make it, it sound like they were trying to do every event like a Cranon. Yeah. They wanted like a three day deal, which, you know, it's Cranon. You're there Tuesday night yeah. and yeah. you don't leave till Monday morning. So that, that is a big weekend. Um, and, but it, it's, it's the biggest one for a reason. So. And like you said, like if, if that's what they were trying to do, you know, they, they pretty much scared themselves then <laughs> trying to do a Crandon weekend by doing what they did at, at MAO. First of all, first thing they ran one race. Yeah. That was it. They do no qualifying. And, and you no. even, so it's like, you even think about just operating costs that weekend and they only ran one race. Yeah. So I, I can, I can maybe get it now, like to a, to a minimal extent 
I knew thinking like, oh man, it's going to cost us a shit ton of money to, to like run a race weekend like this. Like, well, not every race weekend's like that. Yeah. Like you are literally new trying to do a Crandon and it's like, you don't have any, that any should experience be your, on it. Your, yeah. Your, that should be three years down the road. A hundred percent. I mean, make a change. Let us go race Arizona and yep. Wheatland. All right. Perfect. Schedule's different. Great. First change. Leave it the same. Next year, shuffle it up a little bit here and there. I mean, and if I have a plan, obviously, but don't try to waste, not waste, but like spend all of your money yeah. the first year having a new series. I mean, look at how long it took for ERX to, find, to establish itself. It was yeah. three years about. Yeah. Because then they had that, obviously, they come over the big jump and then it was down the hill and then it was just a left turn. And they did that for two years. And then the third year, they over the jump and then they went up and around and that added another element to the track where yeah. that's some of the best passing some oh. of the most action and that was the best decision ERX has ever made was 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 I think doing that yeah added a whole other element I think the worst decision was allowing Nitrocross on that fucking track <laughs> well, cuz dude you guys were getting minimal air on I that shit I will say I just saw the track there at Glen Helen this weekend too yeah. it is and what sucks is that gas series has to go on the tracks after and they just have to rebuild there's no jumps there's it does suck. I saw a video of it. Like, turn one's gone. I used to just land, side load, yeah. haul ass around so, the corner. There's no right. tabletop. It's So, speaking of that, though, like, okay, so um, I was at ERX uh, for the first time they had Nitro Cross there. Yep. And they had the freaking minivan races. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that? The guy's literally <laughs> yeah, yard sailing yeah, minivans yeah, and stuff. And yeah. I'm like, you want it? That, that stole the show. Pastrana yeah. jumping in a nitro car? No. Minivans jumping the tables and stuff? Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm like, stuff like that. And they brought Grand, class 11s At Grandin, a couple years ago, they brought the good old boys race back. Oh, and they dude. flooded the track. And I'm like, why, well, one, why did you flood it and do it at the end? You should have done that in the middle during downtime. Like, yes. get those good old boys out there. People went nuts over oh, that. I love the good old boys. No, I'm dude. like, why, why is the good old boys the wrap up at the end of the deal when everybody's going home? Make that filler in the middle of the weekend. Yeah. Like, everybody loves that. I'm between, not going to lie. Between I, sportsmen opening ceremonies for pros or something. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah like, I'm not going to lie. I, I stayed for the good old boys. I did too. Dude, like, I love that. Did. Oh, dude. Like, like I honestly, I was surprised too. I looked around and said, like, damn, a lot of people here still. I was like, this is the good old boys at the end of the race, dude. Like, the and world that, champions been crowned. And they're like, ah, yeah. Dude, we're yeah. going to stay here and watch this. Yeah. And it was like, the, and they only did that. They brought it back for like one year and then it hasn't come back since. And I'm like, why? Like, yeah. bring that back and put it yeah. in the middle of the weekend. Next, next hot, hot topic, hot question what class do we get rid of so we can bring the good old so boys back? Yeah. Oh, boy. Pro 2. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, right? Yeah, Pro 4. Yeah. 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 Depending I, on which I, year. I can, I, I can say this because I'm a UTV guy. Pick your UTV class. Dude, and that's yeah. what I've been saying, man. Like, listen, like, I, like I, lo I love my guys out there and, you know, UTVs, but. I'm going to say Pro-Am. One, one of those kid classes got to go, man. Like. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. One of those, but like a pro app. Like, yeah. yeah. It's it, the same. It, 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 it is. It's, it I is. think it's just because they had too many. Or, so either I think you get rid of Sportsman UTV and make the pro am yeah. the Sports UTV. Yeah. Or you get rid of the pro am and just leave Sportsman UTV. Oh. And then your next step up is pro stock. I, I hate to say this because some of the best UTV racing I've seen in the last couple of years is actually at Nitrocross because it's a, it's a smaller field. 
There's some highly talented UTV drivers. They don't get to showcase how good they are because you've got 30 of these UTVs on track at any given race and yeah. every turn's a yellow flag. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, we need to go back to with UTVs. Like if you're not fast and you're a donkey, I'm sorry. You just don't qualify for the main event. Step I, nope, up. I bring, your, bring your A game. You know, like back in the pro light days with Lucas, they used to have like you, like they had an LCQ, you qualify in. And if you don't make the cut, sorry, you go home. Indy 500 sends people home. Why, why don't we do that? If 40 UTVs show up for a class, hey, we're taking the top 25. Sorry, the rest of you, like, yeah. you know, go do yeah. your homework. That was my first my first national pro light race, like Elsinore. They had an LCQ. They had 28 trucks. Fuck. I'm like, I was scared shitless. I'm like, we're going home. <laughs> Qualified 23rd. Um, Qualified 23rd. Uh, what, what did they take? What they, like 25. Top? That's still in the rule book. Oh, really? That's still Damn. champ too. They only take 25. And that's I why still, we were making a big hoopla when Pro Mod that one year. I think it was last year had more than that. Yeah. And they were trying to figure it out, and then they just kind of shined it. They just let 26. Or It's like, you guys just like to stick to it. Like, if that's the deal. Yeah. But... Um, so what would your what would your guys' uh, karaoke song be to uh, to win the crowd over? Dude, I'm a horrible singer. And I, got, it, and it can't, I got too much of a deep ass voice. And I and I said it can't be like that song. It's like nah, 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 tequila. Nah, nah, nah. Like, <laughs> it can't be. Yeah, it can't be that tequila. one. Tequila. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, that kid. Um, tequila. Let's see. You, you gotta What's go. I, I said uh, Aerosmith. Don't want to miss a thing. Oh uh, the God. sad thing is, is that's the one song I can freaking uh, <laughs> yeah, I can actually the, sing. You can nail and belt it out every is, word. Yeah, is, that, that, I was going to say, like, <laughs> all I just think of is Tito and Blades of Glory with that song. Oh, dude. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, a, it's got it. I don't know. Like this. What is it? Big and Rich. Oh, there's one. I'd probably win them over. It's a party country oh, song. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, Tim Montana, Hillbilly Rich. <laughs> My boy Tim Montana can do Hillbilly Rich. Uh, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one. I, I honestly, I'm not that much of a karaoke guy. Yeah. So I, I actually just, I love going to karaoke, but I never sing. I just watch. Yeah. It takes me a few drinks and I'll just start belting. And then you probably saw last weekend in Florida, I uploaded a video on my Instagram story. Yep. And I woke up in the morning and I listened to it. I'm like, yep, there's Corey singing again. <laughs> like, terrible. Yeah. There you go, man. I'm just going to leave it. Everybody see, like, saw it already. Do something like Johnny Cash, man, if you had deep voice. Yeah. I don't I'm not a karaoke guy. You know what's funny? And I, I actually love Johnny Cash. I got my playlist and I got uh, got a couple Johnny Cash songs in there. Um, but you listen to Johnny Cash and I'm like, I know he's legendary, but some of his songs are rough. Oh, I'm yeah. like, he was pretty loaded when he did this one. Like when they recorded this, <laughs> the homie was loaded because this is rough. Yeah. And I'm like, and I know he's a legend, but I'm like, yeah. go, legitimately, I challenge anybody, go and listen to like a full playlist, of like 10 or 15 Johnny Cash songs. There are some that are freaking rough, man. I'm like, I know he's a legend, but damn, he was loaded up that day when they recorded this. He's got that whiskey rasp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Hey, are you mumbling through this? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Eddie Vedder at Pearl Jam. Are you, are you slurring through this? What is going on? Yeah, there's like, yeah, there's a hot take. Yeah. Like, <laughs> dudes out here singing in cursive. Like, come on. <laughs> uh, the uh, the other entertainment aspect we thought about it was, uh, um, god damn. 
<laughs> I, I had to let you know. Seven o'clock. <laughs> Holy shit! That uh, took my breath away. <laughs> uh, the, uh, I don't think it takes much though. Uh, no, 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 no. Really, <laughs> hot dude. I love white women, man. <laughs> oh man, I love white girls, dude. God bless. God bless. Yeah, I, this is where I don't mind like Columbus, like that whole thing. Like when you got shit like that walking around, nah, like you know. Good on my ancestors for taking that sacrifice, dog. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as far as, um, so we started talking about like, oh, like what if we did like a hot dog eating contest? <laughs> yeah, you like it, oh. like at a track, you know? And then so they're like, okay, well, like who's your pick then for uh, for Pro Four? Who do you think would win uh, the hot dog eating contest? Uh, the Pro Four guys. A pro Four. Hmm. Because I think um. making it a competition at any event is what draws entertainment because these guys are already competitors. So you do something stupid and and they can win it. Like, dude, you drivers do anything. Ah, Man, who would that? So we've got like, you know, CJ, Johnny, Jimi Henderson, Cole Mamer, Adrian Chenny. Um, Did I say Jimi Henderson already? Yeah. Carlson. Andrew Carlson. um, You ever seen like, you you ever seen uh, dude Chenny? Homie can eat it. He eats peanut peanut M and M's, but he'll eat the peanut out of the center and throw like the chocolate in the shell. What? That's why? Most, why? Why? That's the most Adrian thing I've heard. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> I, you, I, you know what? I'm gonna roll with Johnny Greaves for this one. I feel like the old man could be savage as hell in a hot dog eating you contest. Think so? I bet Johnny Greaves could full go savage. Like he likes to win, dude. He's he can he can turn like angry <laughs> I, Johnny. Yeah. I'm like I could see him like you want to like oh this is a competition. What's at stake? I'll slay I, you guys. Like I could see Johnny oh, yeah. just going like full savage. I could see Chenny doing it. You think I so? could see him being wild enough to just take yeah. it on. Like so just, he'll he'll just do a, like full bore on it. Eat, yeah. eat till they puke kind of thing. Like yeah. oh you know what? He's the wild man. He is. See, and I think that's the thing too is like the whole wild man moniker. Yes. I I went uh, I went I went physical on it and and. Shamelessly, I said Cole Mamer, and you know Cole's. Think of it as Cole's not even like that big. Like I just, I'm just, I was just mean, you know. And, just and, hey, you some know, more slightly skinny dude. That's what I'm saying. You want to know what's even funnier in a hot dog eating contest is a donut eating contest. But they take the donuts and you hang them from a string, oh. and you and you've got to eat it. You've got to eat it without using your hands. There we go. So you got people like underneath the donut, opening yeah, their oh mouth, trying to eat it. It's hilarious. There you see. Like I said, man, there are. Tons of things that you can do, or like even at Crandon, a wing eating contest. How many of those can you put down? You just have the track donate, donate some food, man. It doesn't even have to be monetary value. And then you just make some fucking sign. It doesn't cost money at Crandon. It's tickets, man. It's tickets. That's <laughs> dude. Everyone knows that. That's that's guy math. <laughs> that's boy math. Tickets. Boy math. Yeah. <laughs> that's boy math. Yeah. Uh, who do you think would win uh, for uh, Pro Two then? Hot dog eating contest. Pro uh, current or past uh, even like, like let's go let, let's go like uh like last year's pro two and even like the year before that just just to kind of open it up variety so my pick my pick was uh zach sikowski good pick good pick um so I was rolling with like I'm gonna have to go with like a Chad Horde or I something. Do, that's <laughs> why I asked. That's, that's why I asked. Like, yeah, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a Chad Horde or something. Like, um, how long ago has been since Horde race? Couple years, right? He I did bought, the, what was it? Two or three? He uh, bought four years. I want to say that his last he came race and was, did the one the one off, right? Yeah. yeah, I think he did the. That's my yeah. He rented that truck back from us to yeah. do those two races. Yeah. yeah. And that was wrecked uh, it. <laughs> one, I wrecked it the one day. I wrecked both of our trucks because it was what 2019. Yeah. So I think Keegan had that like split 
um, vinyl. Because he, he had like livery. Because Yo- Yokohama brought him in, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. And then I went out, whole shotted, got into Carlson, spun barn turn. Here comes Chad Hort, takes my truck out and my other truck, which he was driving. <laughs> Took both out in one turn. Yep. I'm I like, remember right. Awesome. Hort was fast that weekend, though. Yeah. Yeah. One yep. of them, he got on the podium both days, I think, spring or fall. Yeah, uh, so I didn't mind it when I saw Horde go out. I was like, all right, man, because obviously, you know, cheering for my boy. And and then when I was doing my research of, like, watching who I wanted to film, like, I watched that race week, and I was like, oh, man, do I want to film this guy? <laughs> but the thing not. is, it's great. It's like when uh, Renazetter came back for that one deal, his last, like, season. Like, yeah. you get a guy like that who's coming in for a one-off, and he's got nothing to lose. Yep. Like, fear that guy. Because oh, you know sure, they're coming yeah. in just like, they have nothing to lose. They will they will torpedo you to yeah. win. You know, it's like, but like we'll get back on the hot dog question. But, <laughs> but like this whole thing we talked about earlier, like finding that next step. And like if, if that involves not doing full time, it's like, yeah, you can show up and not have to worry about that other that race within the race. Yeah, that's going on. You can just show up to win. That's like, not like you don't do that anyway. But you you got to anybody that tells you that is lying. You got to like, be smart. Rob Mack. Well, yeah. A couple years ago when he came back and his pro two was dated, dated as hell. Yeah. He comes in and he got a podium, I think, yeah, in a world championship. Right behind yeah. me or right yeah, in front of yeah. me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, I'm like that because Rob Mack came in. He goes, I got nothing to lose. Yeah. My yep. tro- truck's a little slower, but I'll send it. Yep. <laughs> he, like literally yeah. came in and nobody expected anything. And here's Mack yeah. on the podium. You have a different attitude straight up. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For like sure. when we go to Glen Helen a couple years ago, just like you just show up last race of the year. These guys are for a championship, but like I want to go race on my hometown yeah. track and I know we're fast. So I'm just going to go for it. And it's almost fun to play that villain role, villain <laughs> uh, role where you're just like, I don't give a fuck, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here for money. I'm here to win, dog. Like, I don't care what's going on here. I care what's going on All right. in here. Um, no, I, I. So when you talk about that guy who's like uh, has nothing to fear, I think about like when you're on the freeway and you see that car. That's like missing a taillight and it's all scratch on the side. That's the guy you want to stay away from. Do like 90. Yeah. You're like, you know what, man? Go ahead. You can cut in front of me. (laughs) Sounds like my drive here from Chicago. Yeah. Two seconds. Hey, what are you doing in like 15 minutes? Waiting for Rafe to come in. Okay. All right. Um, Bob Brand. Okay, so you're picking Bobby B. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, someone else said that too, and I was like, you know what? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm like, he lost, he lost some weight, dog. Yeah, it's I was like, sad because so. now we're just discussing weights of all these guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, like, this is not going to be good on dude, anybody. Dude, I, I, I loved Bobby B. Man, it's a shame that he's like he's selling his stuff. I hope he's not out, but he, I, from what I can see, I, I think he might be. Which is what was it? Was it last year? There was the one year where Bob Brand went and like, Cranon, he was running like top two or. Three or something, and, yeah. and everyone's like, "What the hell, Bob Brand having the race of his yeah. life?" Twenty like, twenty. I think he was in second. Yeah, he was just. Keegan were going at it. Yeah, yeah. he was sending yeah. it. Everyone's like, "Whoa, where the hell did this come from?" Like, it was. He had the fans like on their feet, like, hey, dude. Everybody instantly went. They were Bob Brand fans. Yeah. Like, hell yeah, he's having the race of his <laughs> life. <laughs> he was such a dickhead. I was behind. I watched everything they did. He just straight was, up turned him left. Uh, it was twenty twenty. Yeah, in between the land rush and the back stretch, yes. drove him right in the brush. So <laughs> off the off the restart, you know, I think it was it was uh, climbing, or it was hey, I was climbing somebody, Keegan, Bob Brand, and then Corey, 
And then so off the restart, they had the drone overhead and they're on Keegan because Keegan and Kleiman are, are in a race. All of a sudden you see this orange truck pull up <laughs> <laughs> from off frame inside Keegan on the barn turn, push Keegan out. And the, and the announcer was like, oh, this is Bob Bradley. He's on the inside. Runs him down the inside. He goes down to the gravel pit. And it's like Bob Brand knew he took it just a little, a little wide. Keegan ducked underneath and then... Like, you know, he got by him, but then Bob Wren had the run on the outside, kept him at bay. Same thing on the inside. He knew Keegan was going to throw on the inside. He went a little wide. Keegan slid by him. Bob Wren went underneath him. Bottom, yep. And then, he, like, back in the gravel pit turn, like, Bob had him. And then Keegan he got him did. on the on the cowboy turn. But and he fucking slammed he into did, him. Keegan he did, did the, him dirty. Uh, <laughs> he did the Andy with the Woody. I'm done did, playing with dude, you. I'm done playing with you. <laughs> slammed into him. sent Bob way off, off track. And I was like, oh, dude. like uh, You know what I love about short course fans? Though? Like, Keegan, you know, Keegan's hometown boy. Like, the, the crowd at Cranon is hot for yeah. Keegan. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's a hot crowd for Keegan. But it's like people and you know short course fans understand like Bob Brand's been around forever you know what yeah. I mean and you know and he's not really a threat to win but it, the one instance where he's up front dude oh everybody yeah. threw Keegan under the bus the whole crowd was oh, like Keegan yeah. nope we're wearing a Bob Brand hat shirts until we're gonna ride this train oh, until it goes off the rails <laughs> dude sure. I'm watching this and it was like literally you see an entire crowd switched like that uh, yes. and it was like they were hot for Bob Brand it was like everybody was lit for Bob <laughs> and it was like hometown boy nah yeah. you're, you're old news yeah they're like who like I was like because yeah. it's one of those things where like you don't see it often and you, no. and you want it to happen and uh <laughs> like you know like the jimmy henderson thing too like at spring crandon when he was really? challenges because nobody thought it was going to be jimmy everyone thought it was gonna be like, like cole mamer he had like instances of always being quick yes but, like then he just comes out and yeah and, he's, and he starts battling and then dude because i was on turn one filming and i could hear the roar of the crowd behind me when jimmy got around him and he come around in front dude people were losing their minds and I couldn't believe it. So that, that shit's cool. That, but even both Crandons, anytime it was yep. Jimmy anywhere, it they had oh, I man. think there was almost as many Jimmy fans as there were CJ fans. For sure. It was pretty pretty nuts. The uh so let's let's <laughs> <laughs> Pro Light and then we'll uh and then we'll we'll wrap it up. Um hole. <clears throat> I usually don't but uh so oh, no. Pro Light who's your Pro Light pick for uh hot dog eating contest? I picked KGB. Nah. I, I, that kid's ruthless. Nah. You don't think so? Nah. Prolite? Are we including like Prolite spec too? You know, let's let's go Prolite. Prolite and Prolite spec. I'm gonna go Gray Lid better, dude. That girl, I feel like she's just gonna kill everybody. Like I feel like she goes savage. Like, pretty competitive. Yeah. yeah, she's competitive. I mean, I feel like that little old girl. She'd be like, yeah, yeah. She's secretly just like, like damn, like if somebody looks at her. What do you want? Yeah. Fifteen. <laughs> what? She, no, because you like you watch those things and it's like the the, the little eighty pound guys are just yeah. you know, eating all the hot dogs. And yeah. I feel like Gray would be that little yeah. 80, 80, 90 pound girl just flat, just slay hot dogs. Turn into Kobayashi. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna go gray lead better. All right. Oh man, I'm trying to think of pro light drivers. Um, Count Holcher is a pro light driver. Yeah, I can do. It, He's honestly, tall. Like he could put away yeah, some hot I dogs. I can see Holcher doing it. You think? Yeah. 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 Little kitty. You can see a little kitty. Crushing, I'm not gonna say it. Kitty crushing down crushing some, some gillies. <laughs> some glizzies. Glizzies from Quick Trip. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, hey man, dude, we are on uh, one hour thirteen minutes. Uh, is there anything else that you guys want to say, discuss, or anything else like that? Like, I think this has been a wonderful conversation. I've been able to express my frustrations, and, and you guys <laughs> oh, were my sounding board. I just, I, I just think like you know everything that we said. Like, 
yeah, we were a little harsh here and there, but it's yeah. like, you know, we all love short course. Yeah. And I think like we all collectively, like I honestly, you know, I'm sure Carl's going to listen to this and it's like, yeah. dude, Carl, you know, we're, we're saying like, thank you for keeping short course alive. You yeah. know, it, it's been a rough, it's been as rough on him as it has been on anybody. But I think Carl and the team at champ, like tip the cap to them. I mean, we're going short course racing in 2024 and <laughs> there was a good chance that didn't happen. So oh, yeah, yeah, there was. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. There's no doubt in our minds. Like that's, we're, we're happy that is there, but you know, us racers and, and sponsors, like we're always looking for that next, that next big step to help the sport and our programs and stuff. So that's kind of what this conversation was all about, but no yeah don't let it fool you that we're we're not beyond grateful to have somewhere to race next yeah and and like you said man is like you know i've had my fair share of like you know thoughts opinions criticisms but it's 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 coming from a place of of love of, of passion because i want it to get better and maybe i'm speaking because i don't know enough of like what's going on and and i'll admit if that's the case and that's the case and 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 okay then then so be it but while i'm saying it it's it, it's because i want it to be better you know and, yeah. and, and like i said man hats off to the guys at champ you know carl getting everything you know take care of it and we, we just we want it to get bigger because yeah. we love it and uh and and we're hoping that you know it, it it's it's going to be trending up like you said there's some stability there so the only way to go hopefully is is up yeah so. well that's what i think from what i understand most of the tracks have multi-year agreements so i feel okay. like you know yeah. i think for a guy like Corey, at least he knows you know I don't want to say worst case, but it's like worst case, we have this schedule and this is what we can do for the next three years. Like you yeah. can actually go and ink longer term deals with sponsors going, hey, we've got some stability now. I think yeah. that's important. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Not so. knowing where you're going every year. I mean, that's definitely a huge part of it. Yeah. <clears throat> but. All right, gentlemen, thank you for your time, man. I appreciate you. I know you're leaving today, Corey. So yeah. to uh, take time out of your morning to uh, to show up and be here is, dude, th- like I said, you know, thank you so much. We finally got to do this in person. Jim, uh, you know, I know I know you've been here uh, at the booth, but still to lend your voice, your thoughts, you know, your opinions and stuff, especially being that integrated, you know, integrated into the, uh, into the industry. Um, again, thank you so much, man. I appreciate we've been able to kind of, you know, let loose a little bit, you know, yep. say, say fuck every now and then and, and you know, <laughs> get some stuff out there. Yeah, it's get some stuff out. Yeah, it's just, only uh, December. Yeah, un- unpackage some emotions. So, uh, no, it's yeah. been wonderful, guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, good times. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we are, that is our first two guests uh, for the morning. We're going to continue on here uh, and we're going to introduce our uh, next guest coming in uh, right after this. I don't know if there's going to be an Applebee's commercial or not. There's an I love love you in there somewhere. In between uh, you, guest Tito. segments, is there going to be an Applebee's commercial? What? I said, is there going to be an Applebee's commercial between uh, guest segments? Yes, Okay, yep, just confirmed from Jeffrey, uh, Applebee's commercial. Get your uh, two-for-one hot wings. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome back to that same old place that you laughed about. Well, the names have all changed since you hung around. Welcome back, America. It sure is good to see you. And we're back from our Applebee's commercial. We're going to continue here on at uh, day two at the PRI show. Uh, this is the Impulse Show presented by Vision Wheel. We're here at the Vision Wheel booth. And I'm joined by three more gentlemen, actually four more gentlemen, uh, going from left to right. We've got the number 99 of uh, Dylan Parsons in the prospect. We've got the number 29 of Chad Rayford in prospect. We've got the number... 177. 177 of Colin Schultz in the 1600 buggy. And then we've also got the 121 of Taylor Roloff. <laughs> 194. The, oh, 194. <laughs> Who's 122? 
Oh, that's Max Peterson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, y'all looking like. So no, we're we're here at PRI, and what I want to know, gentlemen, is uh, why why show up to PRI? Because this is my first time here, and what I want to know is just the plethora of people that are showing up. I mean, we've got a guy here, you know, way down in single buggy, and we've got a guy all the way up in Pro Four. You know, what what is the allure here for PRI, and and, and what brings you guys in? PRI is just a good quality uh, trade show, racing trade show. It's purpose built for uh, like our set of racers. We're a minority here, the off-road crowd. So same, same. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Very true. You got me, but uh, no, it's, it's a quality show. A lot of good products, a lot of good vendors, um, great people here. So it's to the point. It's not all glitz and glamour like SEMA. So SEMA is a great show, but this is more to the point and just a great show for all of us yeah and a lot of like a lot of the vendors we use to build these prospect trucks are here um like g-force transmission tilton like last year we really had to work our way around and learn what we needed to buy and like stuff like that to build that truck those trucks like we learned a lot here last year uh, obviously coming from the, the damn uh, screw over a right? steak or something <laughs> Fuck, move over boy damn Coming from the, the light buggy and, and obviously the ultimate goal is to move up to the pro ranks. So uh, coming here is just establishing your face, getting to meet people, um, trying to find some partners that you can get into and, uh, you know, build some build some camaraderie and, and, and sell some stuff that we sell as racers and, and hopefully get them to recognize us for when we move up through the ranks. So. Got it. So like, if you want to be able to, you know, compete or at least have an upper hand or even knowledge, this is the place to go. This is high, very much place to go. It's a lot of my partners over the years have come from this show. I mean, they just, like I said, great products here. You can learn a lot about everybody. Um, we get to hang out with our fellow competitors, uh, other racers from other series, other genres of, of racing. Um, just, just a great show, like I said. What, so what kind of things did you learn then, Dylan, uh, as far as like coming here? Do, do you learn do you learn the difference between parts or like like, like the quality of materials? Do you, do you then learn like the different price points or, you know, what like what's what's a good selling point for you? What's something that you learn coming down here that that makes it worth it? Um, it's kind of like the connection of like some of these people we've talked to before. Like you just email them or talk to them on the phone. Yeah. You can actually come here and talk to them in person. Like meet them face to face for the first time. Face like that, like that kind of thing. And like, just so they know who you are. Yeah. Like you can email them and that's, what do you get from that? And yeah. This is usually the showcase of new products come out at PRI. Yep. So we get to learn about the new products and how we can use them to our benefit, you know, and just, it, I don't know. It's it's a show for racers only. Like, like I said, it doesn't have all that glitz and glamour. We get right to the point. Like find out the newest tricks we can uh, find. Work on our trucks. You know, make them work, make them faster. So it's key. So yeah. So you know, Dylan Parsons, Chad Rayford. You guys are here for the race. Roll off here for the party. <laughs> um, you seen him last night, then, huh? <laughs> you know, I I uh, I had to I had to put my grown up hat on last night, and I couldn't go out. I uh, I might I might be going out tonight because we're going to a cigar bar, and uh, and I think Saturday would be one that I could I could go out because then because then the job's done. Yeah, but, you got that going on. We're yeah. leaving Saturday morning, so yeah. So I, I, I miss you. I got to be somewhat <laughs> healthy to conduct something like this, and I I actually I do. 
As of right now, actually, I have a, a interview with uh, Antron Brown on Saturday. Oh, really? Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty uh, pretty stoked about that. Where um, yeah, Todd Todd had dinner with them, and he was like, he said, hey, he's like, uh, he's like, he's like, you want me to get you an interview with Antron Brown? I was like, ha. Yeah, I was like, yeah, man, sure. Like, I was like, he, he, like. Uh, who am I? Know, they, like, yeah, 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 dog. <laughs> I live in a Brown, fucking like... apartment with a roommate. Why would he want to <laughs> interview with me? And then he texts me. He's like, hey, man, interview's on. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, I got to try now. I mean, so, we, we've seen you in your other state, you know, yes. after nights out. So it's probably the smart thing to do. When was that? Was that at Fall Crennan or what? Was I just I, hammed up? I think uh, Which one Third was City one oh, time. Yeah. You know, was... <laughs> oh, man, dude. Oh. <laughs> Oh yeah, man! Roll out, and that's the thing too, man. I wasn't even like that hammed up. It was early in the day. That was early in the day. I think I only had two beers at that point, and I was like, "Ah, that's enough." And I'm like, "Hey, roll up!" (laughs) And he had Colin. We're not not doing that this year, so no. Hey, I mean, we're moving up to 1600. So, oh, are you? We're gonna give John uh, Fitzgerald some a run for his money. Oh, so. I thought it was uh, because uh, one of the Schultz boys moved up. You're going to have a chance now. So I thought that. <laughs> so you're all moving up. <laughs> Everybody but Colin over here. But yeah. he, he's working on it. We're, we're going we're gonna to get out of that light buggy division and see if light buggy can redevelop into some new uh, star drivers. And I think I was uh, out with Ryan and Greg Stingle last night, and I was kind of bullying him a little bit, saying that we're going to find the next next generation of drivers that can take Greg Stingle down, too. So Ooh, there we go. See, this is this is this is the shit I love. This is, you know what I mean? Like, because because uh, we were talking about it. I was here with uh, Jim Beaver and Corey Winter uh, earlier, and then we were just kind of talking about, you know, getting the schedule. I don't want to get too uh, too ahead here, but um, we were talking about Dirt City and Lena and how like last year it was just a sportsman race. I Dude, I was so stoked for that. I was like, damn, like you're telling me that it's, it's an all sportsman race. I don't have to work. I can go get drunk on the hillside and <laughs> and bet beers. Same, I'm like, oh, dude, all for it, man. And, and I know how, like, again, like I've expressed how I feel about the track, you know, a little too hard, where where we got in trouble. Like from a from a from a filming standpoint, it it, it is just it's a tough track. Right. It's a tough track right. to film. Very, very tough. It is what it is. You know, I think we've all accepted it. But as far as like me being a fan, I, I love Lena. I yeah. love Dirt City. Yeah, me too. Well, I love going there. Yeah. Getting, I mean, that's a higher like. But, it's a thing now. Where yeah. last Saturday, I or uh, last Sunday for the the Packer game, I got hammed up, man. And I, I remember I looked at I looked at Lyle. I was like, I was like, bro, I'm I'm Lena. I'm Lena drunk right now. <laughs> <laughs> so like, it's a thing, and, a thing. And, and it is, and it's a good and it's a good fucking time. So I'm excited for it. Um, as far as like you boys, man, uh, new schedules out. We got uh, eight race weekends from what I see. I, I don't know as far as like specifics go. Is it eight pro and eight sportsmen or is it seven and, it's and seven eight? seven and eight. Okay. But so I'm hearing it's the same amount of race, like points rounds for yeah. both. But Deadwood's going to be a race one day and then the shootout the next day. Okay. So is... Is there going to be sportsmen at Deadwood, or is that all pro? All pro. All pro weekend. Yeah. Okay. So, so well, damn. I, I see. I saw that they were going to let. Sportsmen they were going to let sportsmen. Yeah. Come. Well, they're seeing if they'll. Yeah, anyone would. A couple come. classes want to come. Yeah. You know, he's going to. He's going to come. I think Dylan would. <laughs> <laughs> they might. I mean, it's Deadwood. A lot of things happen in Deadwood. Yeah, I got to bring in the A team. We all know what happens there. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm on the same boat with you, though. I'm disappointed Dirt City is a points race, that first one. Yeah. Because that first Dirt City, when they first built it, that was, like, the coolest weekend ever. It was, like, a retro weekend, it felt yeah. like, you know? Yeah. And then they took that away when they invited us pros there, which 
I love Dirt City, love the track, love what they did, but I'd rather just be one race. And yeah. Like, that, that one last year was cool. It was kind of a warm-up race. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like I said, tune a warm-up yeah. race, you know? I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Just just yeah. from a, even from a camera guy standpoint where I was like, okay, like, you know, this year, this year, if we happen to film like a sportsman, like, okay, you know, so be it. Yep. You got to go where the work is. But yeah, last year was kind of one of those where I was like, I haven't had a weekend like that in forever where right. I could just go and watch and, and, and drink. So it, it is like a, a weird thing. Like you, <laughs> you don't want to bag on them too much. No, and be like, shit, no. you got us another fucking race weekend. <laughs> right, exactly. But at the same time, it's like, I'm trying to drink, dog. Like, <laughs> like I'm trying to have I mean, fun, bro. Our priorities, come on. Yeah, That's yeah, right. Break here. Trying to get hand up. <laughs> trying to watch. Uh, trying to watch roll off. <laughs> <laughs> from a sportsman standpoint, they took away any testing tune that the sportsman might have. Yeah. So it, obviously, we bought a car to move up in the 1600 class and now we have to try to find some test time somewhere along the way um uh, dirt city provided that previously so coming right out if we don't find any test time we're coming out a brand new car right into racing uh struggle with points how are you supposed to develop a winning program right off the bat with that so yeah uh, we'll, we'll try to work something out but yeah i mean taking that that great weekend away from all the sportsmen not giving them that time on the track to break their equipment down uh you know trial out any new motor stuff that they've done anything that they've tried that's new uh, it'll be a struggle for those guys. So we're going to be in the same boat until we figure out what we're going to do. So, yeah. And, and like I said, like uh, it, it's, it's almost one of those where, like I said, it's shit. You got us another race weekend. Right. But like you yeah. said, though, there's, there, there, there's a method to the madness. There's a reason why, yeah. you know, things work out the way they were or the, the, the reason why you want them the way they are. I mean, it, cause it's what, like May, like 17 well, and 18 or some push shit like the snow off the track. I was too, just going to so, say yeah, it. I was like, going to so be my next point. Thing, yeah. Like, is the thaw going to be, <laughs> right. is the ground going to be unthawed? Like, is it going to be, no. you know, snow still? Right. right. Cause it, even like you said, Taylor, it's like, if, if you want to, if you want to test, you got to, you have tests before that. Yep. And it's like, yep. it, like what condition yeah. are any tracks going to be in Northern not, Wisconsin? They're usually not open. You know what I mean? So, so it's just, exactly. It's like, are they even the weather? Like, I mean, we might. It might be snow a couple weeks before that. Yeah, and it's like it's like, are the tracks even going to be capable of like getting people out right. there? You know it what I mean? It all depends on weather. So, well, it might as, not be. As soon as those tracks open up in the spring, the pros are going to be on them. So, yeah, I mean, as simple as it is, even if they are available, trying to get sportsmen in there, you did, uh, somebody from Light Buggy Division can't call Crane and be like, "Hey, I need the track for a day." They're going to, you know, f off. <laughs> yeah, hey, I know somebody, <laughs> Tina. It's <laughs> <laughs> not baby girl. I'm going to need a favor from you. A couple yeah, favors yeah. here. And I'll provide you a favor. Actually, wow. I, I'm going to have to go see her. She's somewhere out there, I think, in the PRI. Richie owes me a couple favors. favors. So. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> not those type. <laughs> hey, we don't judge here. <laughs> That's good. So, with the, uh, so then with the schedule, man, like, like uh, you know, what's your guys', I guess, thoughts uh, as far as the, the, the season's going? And here's something that I've, uh, I've, I've said, and, and for your viewers, or for you listeners, I, I apologize for repeating this for the same time, but... Um, or for the the third time, is that I, I I really didn't have too much confidence on what the future I guess of short course is, and you know Jim kind of helped me like like ease my mind, saving that Keegan and, and Ricky and those guys. But you know 2024 that's that's the schedule, but it's like what about after that? What about 2025? You know what I mean? Like, is there room for expansion for for growth, or is it going to continuing to be? You know, Andigo, Lena, right. Crandon, ERX, and Bark River. And it's because it's like, it, it, it and Jim said it, is that it, it's turning into just a regional hobby, unfortunately. And as much as it sucks to hear, it's South Dakota, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. 
I said Michigan, but even these guys were like, that's a UP. That's a UP. Yeah. It has pissing distance. So it's like. One day we're going to get that. Yeah. Yeah. And going to get it. So I guess for you guys, then, you know, what what are your guys' hopes or thoughts, I guess, anything past this year, you know, as far as like the series goes or the short course, I guess, and the series, you know, them being two different, two separate things. Well, for me, we need to expand, but the money has to be there to expand. And that's where the Mid-America thing was going to help out because we can't keep doing what we're doing. It's it's It worked for a little bit to get us kind of rebuilt, Yeah, but we need to expand. We A lot of these sponsors want one race per state, like one weekend per state, Yeah, and expand to bigger you know cities because that's where the people are, that's where their, their dealers are, the products, you know, they, they want to bring in their, their local uh, vendors and stuff to those tracks and it's easier at big cities. Like we love Bark River, but it's hard to get people there. Yeah, there's there's not a great place like South Dakota. I don't know how that's going to be for people. Like, is do we know where we're racing in South Dakota? Like at Tim Deadwood? Like, can't I, race where they race snow cross. snow cross track. That's not big enough. Yeah, right. it, no I mean, is, is that going to be like a like an Indigo track? Right. You know, is it going to be I like assume. a Luna track? Like, you, so you've been there for snow cross, right? No, I've never been there. I've like, never been to Deadwood. It's, it's rodeo grounds. Right. Yeah. With baseball so, right, diamonds right. around it. So, yeah, there's, there's, see, like, there's barely <laughs> rooms to park the semis for the trip for the snow cross. Yeah. And that's tight. I'm going to have to shuttle you guys in. <laughs> shuttle the trucks in, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to pay a farmer. But, hey, man, don't grow this year. <laughs> we need a parking lot. The last time I was there for Snowcross, it was definitely a good atmosphere, though. Like, the people, yeah. the people out there, yeah. like, oh, they're they, into were, it. they were into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, so that's cool to go out there, hopefully. I mean. But we've been pushing, like, we want to race back in Indy here at the Jamboree. Yeah. You know, the crowd there is insane for monster trucks. And they're like the C-class monster trucks, you know? Yeah. Not the A guys, so. And they show up in droves. And we want to go to Denver, you know? There's a huge market out there. Yeah. We've been in Dallas. We've been in Charlotte. You know, it, there's so many opportunities, but we need the money to back it to be able to get there. It's a lot of, even to go to Oklahoma was a lot of money for us. Yeah. You know, it was not cheap. It doesn't seem like that far, but to get people there and get everything there, it, it adds up quick. You know, so how, like, how do you think we get people there? Like, like first of all, what, like, what if, what if, like, you and Colin get in, like a fake fight, but like we film it. <laughs> I mean, like it's a fake fight, but like a real hit. You know, we've all taken a punch before, right? Or just a movie you, hit. Yeah, like yeah, like a movie hit. Why would we have to have a fake fight when the two twins just run into each other on the track? <laughs> <and> <laughs> each other anyway. They just fight each other anyway. Yeah. So. They're like, hey, look at that fence. That's cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you think, Colin? That's all we get. Uh, lost train of thought. <laughs> what was that? Lost train of thought. He said he lost his train of thought. I, I, at that race? At Mark River, he did? <laughs> you, guys, you guys were taking a nap there to the train before Taco Bell? Or right. what? Yeah, yeah. What, yeah. what even did happen there, man? Lean into the mic a little bit. Let me see. Let me let me hear from you. Uh, Closer. From my perspective, I, I just kind of, I messed up the corner before, and then I, I got him back right away but then he just stayed in and it just kind of unfolded from there i was i was still trying to like get comfortable in the car because it was like the first lap can we establish that i've seen that happen in that same corner twice now from the third place position so, <laughs> so was, why didn't you was, win that race i, I don't remember on, I mean, evan, evan got by me and he's, he's getting fast it, it <laughs> that was, that was also that the day. second um Chain link fence Connor hit this year. He didn't yeah, want an yeah. anti go too. Oh yeah, guardrail and chain link. So where, where is Connor? So Colin's the one who's like the. That's you, right? The just the. 
little, little, little fist bump. <laughs> oh, that's Connor. Wins. Oh, that's Connor. Yeah, Connor's uh, out of vacation, so he had to stay home this week. Got it. Because I'm, I'm trying to remember which one it is. I, again, I'm like, I know you guys are twins. I know you guys are different. Your, your podium celebration. Yeah, we're like, you won like the world championship. And I was like, right. That was yeah. Connor. I was like, dog. <laughs> Come on. Well, you won the championship, and he's like, Collins, Mister Consistency over here. Yeah. Okay. So Connor, Connor, two ends, as in. <laughs> Condor, I guess. Con, okay. Trying to do like a name association. Connor or is Orange Car. Orange, Connor, Orange. orange. Yeah. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to tie that into like a boring celebration. You used like to wear a, orange shoes all the time, so. Well, the one, didn't they wear opposite color Crocs for a while? <laughs> one wore red, one wore orange, but the other one drove the car. When they grew up, Colin was always blue and Connor was always red, and now Colin's red. And when I first came back in a race, and I was like, wait, I mean, I remember him being infants. And you, <laughs> Sue, you, can't, you guys can't do that to me. Because, like, like, I, I, like, I've had, uh, like, twins in, in my class. I've had two sets of twins, girls. And, uh, and and boys and I can do a, I'm usually pretty good at telling the difference between twins but for you I just for the life of me I can't maybe I'm just not around you guys <laughs> enough probably around them. but it's, it's like it's, it's actually it's, pretty easy yeah like because yeah. they all have like little noticeable yeah. things like right. like oh his nose is just a little bit different mm-hmm. or the other one's like oh her forehead's a little bigger yeah Connor decided to grow out that big porn stash to try to compete with yeah because I know so. like he, he had the mustache I think you had the the goatee or you had scruff and, and he was doing the, <laughs> the he's nest, still rocking the nest that big old mustache is he he's taking after my dad Oh, I, I did see Fitz here. Yeah, is he's is here, he here all weekend? I believe so. He was dude. partying with us last day. night. Was he? So. I know, dude. I saw on some Snapchats, man. People were going hard. I was like, fuck. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Not just yet. Dude, we were with our boy Ronnie Renner last night. That was kind of cool. Yeah? Him. Yeah. Fucking hey, man. Shit. So I missed out last night. You missed out. I missed Big out. Time. Damn. You know what? I'm going to have to have you talk to my boss then. Tell I, think, the, I think we'll have a talk. Yeah. I, Lyle said you were off the clock last night, so he bumped I, into me right after while they were racing them go-karts after the show was over, and he was uh, poking me in the butt with the camera stick as I was walking around. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, butt. where's Tito? <laughs> I was actually right down by the track when uh, when they were racing, so, I mean, that was that was fun. That was cool, That's but cool, yeah. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't get good sleep uh, the other night. Like, last night I slept really good. The night before, though, I... Didn't get shit for sleep, and it's just I'm on a fucking on a weird cycle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's whatever. Yeah, you know, no, we'll fucking, roll with it. We'll roll with it, um, but, dude. Okay, I I know I want to get to I, I, I more. Yeah, that's what I said. girls go walk by. We're gonna get the racing, but let me oh, talk yeah. about we gotta the, talk about this new the honeys one. here, the dude. Honey. Yeah. I I tried bringing up to uh, Brody uh, Eggleston and uh, Ricky G. I was like, dude, I was like, bunch bunch of honeys here, but. You know, those young guys are like, oh, yeah, it's it kind of blew by it. I was like, ah, oh, man, we're, we're talking ass now. Talking about, talking about the booty walking around, dude. And it's my first time here, and let me tell you, man. Are even legal age yet to even think about that? I think you have to be 21 to get in here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Actually, that's a lie. I don't know. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> we're going to go with yeah, that. Yeah. We're yeah, going to yeah, say yes. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. For so. like a 10-year-old kid to come watch yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little child, but fuck. <laughs> No, but dude, there are uh, there. There's one. I, I had Corey and uh, uh, Jim Beaver here, and there was a girl that walked by, and like I stopped the mid interview. Hey guys, <laughs> hammer, hammer! Did you see a hammer, dude? I saw a hammer, dude. <laughs> it, like 
Dump truck, man. Dump truck. I was like, yo. Dump truck? Dump. It, may, it, it was one of those where I was like, you know what? Maybe Columbus wasn't that bad to us. I don't think it was kind of honestly. I give him a little credit. You got shit like that walking around. It's pretty worth it. I was gonna text my wife and tell her I was coming on it. I forget you're married, man. I'm glad I didn't because if she's (laughs) tuning in right now, my phone will be blowing up in my pocket. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not only married, I'm having a kid. I forgot. I know. I forget about that, man. Like, like to me, you seem like a guy that that we could go to the to the club. And, uh, oh, still do and, that. and, and wingman, you know, that didn't change. Uh, that that did, was, what do you think we was doing last night? Last, last night, all of a sudden Taylor was gone. <laughs> what about, what about? I got kicked out of the adult, adult place for being a little too adulty. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden you yeah. just walked out gone. We're like, where'd Taylor oh, I go? Didn't, I didn't get him walk out on my own will. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't throw you out. Good. Yeah. They didn't throw they, me out. They, they made just, a heavy suggestion. Escorted. What about you, Colin? And you dating anybody or what? What's, what's up with that personal life? Are you single? Yeah. Oh, you're slaying? <laughs> no, why not, man? Dude, we're getting Snow ready for Snowcross. He's busy. Dogs. Yeah, Snowmobiles are about to kick in in full effect. So. Right yeah? Do you race Snowcross? Vin- we do vintage, vintage. Snowcross. Yeah. Oh, okay. Vintage. Our Snowmobiles are way cooler. Do you, do you do like the actual Snowcross series? Oh, fuck. Why have I never seen you guys there? Not, no, no we're vintage. We're like 20-year-old oh. sleds we do. Oh, okay. Like junker sled. Gotcha. Yeah, the ditch banger at your ex. Yes. We okay, do that. yep. So okay. that kind of stuff. Person's oh, over shit. here. You'll see him at all the snowcross the, stuff. But yeah. Are you? He's a big yeah. shot now. Working yeah. for West, West Coast Custom. Heisey. With Heisey. Oh, are you? Yeah. Damn, look at you. So, I, yeah, I don't even know if I'll be at, uh, at snowcross stuff. Just... The unfortunate thing about Snowcross was that uh, with those flaggers getting hit last year, insurance-wise, for us camera guys, we we weren't sure what the deal is. Like, they're still very, like, really? they don't know. Like, really? we don't have any answers. Jeff and Lyle are going to the Snowcross race next weekend, yep. and they're going to gauge to see, like, how it is. But uh, I don't think we're I don't think they're going to be filming full-time for really? for Snowcross. I, I think if, if, like, some client work is there, yeah, you know, it's worth it, they'll go. Yeah. But okay. I mean, there's, there's no sense in losing money. No, you know. At, at I guess that point. I didn't realize that was all going down. It's the same. Uh, the the margin for them guys, kind of how we were talking at the uh, Viper Fest. Uh, are their uh, champ or the the Snowcross series isn't Isaac isn't helping you guys out get their plane. So hotel rooms, from, all that stuff that they were given previously to you guys. So from what I understood is that uh, they they do when they hire. So they would hire like you know like Brody. Kitsman and and Lyle as part of like the Snowcross like media team, okay. and they w- and they would fly them out, you know, put them in a hotel, you know, try to be as efficient as possible. Like where you know Kitsman and Lyle will be in a hotel room, um, where they, they they would help out and do that. The the thing of it now, I think that's not even a a, a question is because like can they even get on the track? Yeah, because right. I guess okay. the, you know the insurance. I don't know if it's insurance people, and I might be speaking out of my ass here. Maybe I'm wrong, but from what I'm understanding is that the the, the issue is they don't know if they can get camera guys on the track because then it's a liability, liability issue. Yeah, so, right. okay, just yeah. I mean, state of Snowcross. Unfortunately, I, I enjoy watching it. Hammer. <laughs> oh, dude, cute. That was cute, a cute claw face. hammer. That was a, that, 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 that's a that's a cute face, man. Good, good, nasty. I'll stop. You know what? 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 I, I'd cheat for that. Roll off the about all that, brother. Uh, this, is, this is recorded, so. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Hey, quit, quit nodding your head, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, dude. If she walks this way, I'll let you guys know. Yeah. Dude, like I said, super cute. Good side profile. She's got a good job. That's the wrong side. Uh, yeah. I know, dude. You guys got to be looking. You got me looking at it. 
not hammers. Yeah, not hammers. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so um, what else we got with this off road? Uh, world yeah so so that's where we're going to kind of move into again was just kind of the whole um what i've been saying is you know first of all like i'm sure as you guys have heard i've had my own you know opinions or criticisms or whatever like torch champ but i've equally given i feel i feel the credit deserves because i i there are people in champ that i that i love man yeah like like they're great they're great to me like they're great conversationalists we can we can agree on a lot of things and they're just, and they're in that entity. They're not the ones that make the decisions. So it's like, I don't let chant reflect how I think of them. Right, right. And so I've said, I've said it yesterday. I said it today. I'll say it again is, you know, hats off to champ for getting a schedule out, getting it together because that shit's not easy. It's like I said, they were trying to manage six weekends and then at the snap of a finger, yeah, you had like, everything you changed. know, the, the short course world changed. Mm-hmm. It was different. And then for them to get that together in what two weeks? Yeah, essentially, no, it, was, it was impressive to to, to to get a deal done, to get a schedule out, to get shit set, man. Like again, hats off to them. You you guys have stabilized short course once again, and uh, you know, it, some people like Corey said, some people are are eating crow <laughs> about it, and uh, and and how we've always maintained ourselves uh, at Impulse. We, you know, we got asked right away, dude. Where you guys? Where you, where you guys going next year? I'm like. We ain't going anywhere. We're going where the clients go. Yeah, exactly. We're going where the money is. Like if if somebody's in AOE or uh you know you know MAO yeah, AOE yeah, yeah, yeah. and somebody's in Champ, two series, double the pay, double the fun. Yeah, like why why why, why would we not do it? Yeah, yeah, we're not we're not gonna say no to no, Champ. Exactly. Like of course not, man. There's an opportunity there. We it it it, it is what it is. So again, like dude, hats off to them. Yeah. For I getting mean, that together. This I didn't like how it went down initially. Yeah. Because Champ has worked hard to give us a place to race and do what they could to pay us and all that. I, obviously we all want way more. We we're excited about the MAO thing, but they don't like how it went down. So, you know, I, I text Carl right after this happened. I'm like, you know, thanks for sticking it out and trying to put a, a series together still this year. And now obviously that worked out. Yeah. So I'm happy you did that. We're, it's unfortunate what happened with mid America. Like we were all kind of pumped about it. Because oh, Mid America had everybody excited. Oh, for well, sure, man. We yeah. were finally going to get paid what we're worth, I guess. Yeah. You know, because we haven't for a long time. We we stick a lot of money into this, everything we have to do this, try to get all the sponsors we can to do this. So we were finally going to get paid to do this, you know, do it right. You know, we do it. We don't do it right. We, we do what we can. Yeah. You know, cut corners, you know, on our whole program to make it all work. So with that added pay, we were going to be able to do it right finally. Yeah. So it's really unfortunate that that went away. So we're hoping Champ can step it up. I see they already stepped up Pro 2 and Pro 4 a little bit on the payback. So we're hoping that comes more back to us. But yeah, it's it's growth. You have to roll with it, adapt. And Champ did a great job at adapting back to where we are now. And, and you know, from, uh, you know, from a pro standpoint, I think for sure, you know, there was opportunity there mm-hmm. for, for for pros to you know I, I guess expand and kind of take short course into a into a dip, different atmosphere um and and on the sportsman side of things you know taylor and colin is that you know obviously you had that series going you know there is potential there but you know there's still potential with uh with with champ even yeah. if there were two series there you know potential for you guys you know to get any exposure track time stuff like that how much of that uh, changed for you, for, for your guys' mindset? Because it's like, you know, you have a, a different mindset when it comes, or maybe the same mindset, mindset 
when it comes to sponsors, when it comes to getting ready for the next year, you know, what was your guys' I guess thought processes on when 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 the news came out that it was not going to be a series? Uh, we were going to put our whole program into the Mid America stuff. Um, we were going to, you know, champs got some fees that you know kind of the sportsmen struggle with, um, and we're trying to get it all to work. Um, we were going to run maybe a partial champ series, get some track time, uh, and it all depended on what the fees were to begin with. Uh, but we were going to put everything we had into that 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 Mid America series. And, and, and try to go out there and win those championships. Um, and, and, and as you win those championships, you can sell the, you know, to the sponsors what we can do and, yeah. and, the, and then get the product back. So, um, you know, I, I don't want to speak for Colin, but, you know, we were just, we, we, we had all our marbles in that basket. When that got torn away, we, you know, obviously we rethought, we went back to the champ series. Uh, we're, we're still going to, we're, we're, we're passionate about this. We always say, you know, with the whole pro program, the sportsmen are fans first and racers second. Yeah. Because yeah. no matter what, the sportsmen are always in the crowd watching yep. the pro racing. Um, you know, obviously it's a hobby of ours um, and everybody just wants to be what we're watching in the pros. So yeah. we're all working our, you know, our way up to get to that pro ranks. Um, so yeah, taking the, t- the mid America took the wind out of our sails a little bit and, and, and we had to dial back and, and, you know, Colin, I think is going to take a year off this year. Um, <laughs> But three times, three time champ. That's what I'm saying, bro. We're, 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 he, he's, I think he's run out of goals right now until he can move up to another class. And financially, he's just not ready. He bought a house, and you know. see, that's your problem, bro. That's your problem. That's your problem, man. Just go back to renting. <laughs> <laughs> you got parents, right? Can't live with mom and dad forever. <laughs> yeah, you can. How old are you, Colin? Twenty six. Twenty six? Dog, I didn't. I didn't move out until I was twenty nine. <laughs> there you go. You're a couple more years. Tell, I've, I've been out of my own hey, since 18. So. I just I want to see you out there, brother. I want to see I want to see you succeeding. See. You know, putting elbows on that lame ass Connor. Parsons <laughs> has got a car over there that. Yeah, we're still working. We're working on it. Yeah, it, things just know, sitting someone, in a shop collecting dust. Someone's right now. trying to steal a number off of it. Though. Yeah, <laughs> I, really, I want that 319. <laughs> my motocross number is 419. So oh, okay. I got it, it, the 194 means nothing to me. Yeah, it was the day of the Mid America like email. Taylor's like. Oh, by the way, can I get can I get can I get your number? He's <laughs> not ready to relinquish that. He keeps registering that number. He <laughs> <laughs> just doesn't race it. It's gonna it's gonna cost. He says, "I'm like I'm not paying for it, man." <laughs> it's like I'll run whatever. I'm I'm a super try to be not par- number partial. You know? Yeah. Some people are like I got it without that number. It's bad luck. Chad over here, man. He's he's stuck to that 29. Well, oh, yeah. I registered 29 for a light this year. Oh, did you? <laughs> Maddox took it away. I'm like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I, I guess then I, you know from your guys' standpoint too then is uh, you know let, let's kind of get into that then the, the whole MAO thing you know when that when that email came out you know what, like what, what what's your guys thought processes what do you what were you guys thinking were you guys were you guys pissed off were you just bummed kind of what was the whole deal I've been around the sport my whole life so I've seen every series and change so I was prepared for it honestly like I I was excited but I was like eh, we'll see what happens we we're waiting for this PRI for the whole big announcement. So I wasn't surprised when that happened. I was bummed, like I said, because that was the next step. We, we all want to do this for a living. And that was another opportunity to do that for a living. Like we all have normal job. Most most of the pro racers have, to, you know, 95s yeah. to pay for this. It's very expensive. So that was another stepping stone to get to that point for us. So when that went away, you know, all, the, all those dreams for now, like took a back shelf. So now we're, busting butt to try to make this program work again with no payback. I mean, virtually there's no payback. Yeah. For us. It, we can't 
We can't even pay for our weekend if you win a weekend. You can't even pay if you're fucking if you lose. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. you can't, no, you can say fuck. Okay, sorry. Dude, if you lose dude. a box side, you're barely getting the money back. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like in the box, how many box sides do you see on the side of the track when you're out there? <laughs> uh, camera guy, we see a lot. Yeah. Like, like you lose a box side in the hood, yeah. you're, you're in the hole. Hey, Mid America yeah. was gonna fix that. They were gonna find a way to keep them bodies on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, if body's not on, you can't sell sponsors. That's exactly, exactly. So no, like uh, like Dylan, you know, for you, it's yeah. it's it's like, you know, you you entered the the prospect class, and and you know, it seemed like a really good uh, time for like short course that that there was there was potential there. And then now it's like okay, it's I don't want to say it's plateaued out, but 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 it, it, it's gone back to the status quo. Yeah. And for for you, you know, like what's what I guess you know what what's your plan? Are you, are you planning on sticking in pro spec? Because it's like we don't even know what the future of short course is when it comes to pro spec, pro light kind of stuff like that. Are you just gonna roll with the punches or like what's the? Yeah, I just kind of roll with it. I mean, like Mikey made a comment like when this whole thing was coming, like he was like. We still gotta work on your guys' trucks. Like you still gotta, we still gotta work on trucks. Like all fall. Like I'm not worried about it. Like we're still racing somewhere next year. Yeah. Like you're racing next year, right? Like so. Like he he explained, and I was just I wasn't worried about it. Like we're gonna race somewhere. Like yeah. It's yeah. like you said. It it has plateaued this year. You know they they got it back. They're, they're giving us a great opportunity to race again, but there there hasn't been growth really no. for next year. Um, and, and again, like, like I, I will always say when it comes to stuff like this, because we, we, we just don't know about MAO and we always say, you know, Rumorville, you know, this Rumor, is kind of everything that you're hearing on it. And, and, and you gotta, you gotta speculate at some point because I feel like we've given it, we've given it enough time to not address it or say anything on it. So like we, we, Corey Winter and I, and, uh, Jim talked about it, you know, the first thing you hear is like, you know, potentially was Jason's health. Yeah. So in, in, in that scenario, what I said was like, well, you, that's why you have a, a board in place. That's why you have a team. You're essentially the guy who you know, gives the thumbs up or thumbs down. And, and unless you're, you know, <laughs> on that deathbed. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing a good excuse there. That's, I've heard that's kind of how things work there. Yeah. So I was concerned if something happened with him, that the whole thing would shut down. And that's exactly what happened. Like you said, there's a board, there's a great board in place we've yeah. seen it like phenomenal people on that board so it should have just went yeah it's like okay, bit, jason yeah. you just sit aside we'll take care of it you know so it's, it seemed like even last night we talked to uh uh frank and he everybody was caught off guard yeah the, 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 the people the on tracks, the board everybody. the tracks everybody you know nobody knew this was coming yeah, and, and that's what i heard too is that uh even like marty was was so caught off on it like he found out when everyone else found out and i mean like like i said dude i I'll say it when it comes to providing information like that for you to have people on the board, people close around you to find out how everyone else finds out, I think is a cowardly thing to do. No, I think it's I think it's a shitty thing to do. You owe that to the people that have put time and effort and money into you and your and your program and into your business and for you to treat them like. Everyone else, I think, is a scumbag move. Well, and and, I'll, and I'll, like I said, dude, I'll, I'll say it. I said it on the other thing too. Like how he treated everybody because of that is a scumbag move. I think I think it's cowardly. It's very cowardly. I, I think you you need to you need to address it. You, you address need to, it. You need to be transparent. Transparent. Just yeah. Help us understand what why this happened. You the, know, but your people for 
you know, they put every, their people that moved to Oklahoma for this. Yeah. You know, and they're out of a job. And then know? that was another thing I heard too, is that <laughs> there were people that quit yeah. jobs in order to, yeah. uh, to do this. And then for you to do that. Um, uh, you know, another thing I had heard too is potentially like marital problems, I you know, where, where yes. that, that, that was another potential, you know, thing or in, in Rumerville. And if that's the case, it's like, okay, like it, it, that's understandable where, yeah, man, that'll, that'll put a stop to any and all finances when, it, when you're trying to figure out like, uh, uh marital things. And, and if that's the case, you know, <laughs> I said, yeah, it, I, tough one, yeah. I, well, I said it with, with Jim and Corey. I was yeah. like, yo man, I was like, you're dick, man. Fucked everybody. <laughs> like, dude, you're like everyone. Dude, like, get, literally. Get, wow. That's impressive. Empty the gun before you <laughs> <Right>. go and <laughs> ruin an entire series and, and an entire, you know, short course industry because you, impressive, you're not, trying to get you know, a nut out. Yeah, exactly. God, a fucking guy, dude. What a, what a winner. What a winner. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I guess, you know, like, you know, Jim and <laughs> Jim and, uh, uh, just they they stayed out of it which, which i get but you know if you guys like again like if, if, hammer, if it's if hammer, it, hammer, hammer if it because if it's if it's a if it's a goddamn if it's a marital <laughs> thing um you know I, what i want to know is like if it's a marital thing or like you were cheating let's see the girl let's see the girl you know like, I mean? come on at least show <laughs> well, like, like was it worth was, it was this worth send an email with an instagram <laughs> yeah right yeah right just be transparent like, hey guys <laughs> hey guys uh, see this right oh yeah okay like, yep. like she's the reason why the series is going away <laughs> like, all right man we yeah we got like we get it for everything i got <laughs> yeah that puss is uh dangerous before in our series so we'll see and that's i i brought it up too with uh with with mike jenkins with the whole thing man it's it's like you know you, you you get stuff like that and and i know we're joking but it, it's very selfish it's it's very selfish very selfish yeah because you're in a position where you know you do affect everyone around like, you i don't think he realizes how much he affects yeah. everyone like you're like, taking food off the table yeah. because of your because of your promises your right. your high promises and your zero delivery that's i hate that when people over promise under deliver like yeah under promise and then give us more than he yeah. said like yeah. how hard is that you know like he he said too much honestly like he gave us too much yeah promised too much and yeah. we're all like that's a lot yeah man. i don't yeah. know it was a ton of information yeah and then there was no information it's like well i guess we have to wait till pri well, we're yeah. at this point too because yeah before the mid-america weekend we planned for a pro meeting a private pro meeting behind closed doors yeah and it turned into a pool party we're all like, what is this? Like, drunk pool party. Yeah, yeah. drunk yeah. pool party. Open we're like, our pool party. We're like, uh, okay, this is what we signed up for. So right then, I felt a little unsure of what was going on. But yeah, the whole weekend felt a little yeah. like, okay, let's just go with it. Yeah, but like the the races to cancel the races was so quick to act. Yeah, and well, and like, I know Dylan and I were in Mikey's shop when the email came out, and the first thing Dylan said was he opened up the email and he was reading it. He didn't say anything. I didn't even know what he was reading. And all of a sudden he goes, well, I just lost all my sponsors for the year yep. because they were selling a Mid-America program, not a champ program. So yep. he had to reestablish, restart all over from square one. And I'm sure every other pro. Was I, in the same I lost too. my title sponsor because of this. Yeah. You know, they were all in for the Mid-America and now they're gone. So yeah. I don't know what I'm up to yet. So, you know, it affected me. Yeah. Time. And, so. and, and I think the thing of it, too, is, is, is what I've said is people maybe who are out there that think like, oh, you know, that's what you get for believing for believing in that. It's like, first of all, go fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly. Because like what why why are you why are you talking down on somebody when there's a better opportunity or you know, a, you were told there's a potential better opportunity 
and you, and you believe in something or, you know, that, that that's a potential route. Well, you know, like, like, like go fuck yourself for thinking yeah, that like, I'm, right. I'm, I'm trying to go maybe a better route or I'm trying to We're trying to better ourselves, better you know? ourselves, or, you yeah. know, do do your program. And, and it's like, you know, they're, they're willing to title sponsor you for, for that series yeah. and not the other not one the other for, one, yeah. for, for a reason. Right. There are and, reasons. And, and again, like, like I said, it's, I, I'm not beyond, you know, saying how it is or criticisms and, and, and by all means, man, like I'm not perfect either. I got the fucking rundown from, from Jeffrey on, <laughs> you know what I mean? On Fall Cranon where I was dog shit this year. You know, I was, I was dog I shit. I, I didn't, I didn't do my, my, my fair share of it. You know, I was shooting like, like shit at ERX. Like I, I didn't feel the best, but at the same time, you're here for a reason, man. Were you drinking right. the night before? I believe I was not. Believe it or not, I, I've. Hey, you got the Bobby Brand footage though. Didn't you? Right, you were standing in that corner. <laughs> no, that was that was Jeffrey. Uh, <laughs> I didn't, I, dude, my 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 footage was dog shit. That we even something like that. You were very transparent about that yes. situation. Yeah, like it was that easy, right? Yes, everyone and everything's good. Yeah, everyone's happy. Yep. You know? Yeah, we we sat down, we talked about it, and I said, hey, yeah. like something I had to realize too is that you know I I have to be coachable. Yeah. You know, like I have to be coachable. This is Jeffrey's company. This is his. You know, cameras and stuff. Like I have my own, you know, money invested in it. Mm-hmm. And but but when it comes to that, it's like he's the boss. I got to be coachable. I got to understand and believe in in which direction we're going, and then yep. and then vice versa. And it works. And and to be fair, like it's a three man team. It's yes. not a whole series. Right, you know, where you're dealing right. with yeah, exactly. you know, so and so, so and so, so and so, and and you know, there's eight different heads yeah. where you're, you're trying to go. So um, I can understand that where, where where that does get tough. And what I was talking about with Jim and Corey was. Do you think that there's maybe just an old school mentality you think in, in, in champ? And, you know, I'll, again, I'll be, you know, op- open and honest here, you know, uh, potentially Frank, you know what I mean? It's just the boomer mentality shit. That guy might be old, but beyond boomer, <laughs> he might be silent generation, bro. Like world war two shit. And it's just kind of one of those where like, Hey man, like the boomer generation is just not letting shit go. Like you have to let, you know, Gen X, millennials, you got to let our generation kind of take this and evolve I, and, and, and make it a higher thing. I so, like Frank. But yeah, go ahead. So like yesterday, like we were talking to someone about seatbelts. Yeah. And like he was telling me like you should run. It'd be better if you ran two inch seatbelts. But Champ doesn't let us run that. We have to run three inch. Yeah. And like, but that was a tech thing where yeah. Im- Impact was saying we could run these, yeah. but they're not legal. You know what? And that, and like NASCARs running. <laughs> right, right. But no, they're like Frank. Like I said, I like Frank, but he is not open to anything new. Yeah, like nothing. Like he is. This is what he's done for this long. It works. Oh man, just that hammer. Holy shit! Oh, oh, oh man, look at that. CDL license for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole that's a dump truck. I mean, I, I'll say it. I mean, Champ's got to recognize that they almost lost everything. Yeah, and they were, you know, they were they were mid America away from losing everything. Yeah, uh, pretty like much. Weeks. And 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 hopefully they see it from that side, not the I rule the roost now yeah. side. Because if they see it from the I rule the roost side, and, it's and, not and they have work. full control. It's not going to work because there's there's two problems that they need to address, especially in the sports and rinks, is you got to address payout and yep. you got to address t- track time. And I don't know how they're going to do it. It's a really difficult situation, but. If it, it, you know, we've suggested racing on Fridays. We've suggested some stuff with payout. I mean, we have to fix these problems to keep the sport growing and going forward. So, yeah, yeah, and, and, and like I said, it's, it's, and, it, and it's not. And I've said it yesterday, and I'll keep saying it, it, it. It's not 
it's not to bash champ because unfortunately like it is it is it is the only series out there they are keeping it alive they're yes. keeping it so stable so it's like props for that grateful but it's coming from a place of passion yeah it's coming from a place of like i i fucking love this sport yeah and i want to see it to continue to grow and when it's not growing you can't help but get right. frustrated and i understand yeah. there's a lot of things beyond beyond closed doors that that affect it but you know at the same time man like that's that's not my job. Right. That's your job. Well, we've tried, though. Like, all of us here, we've been in this our entire lives. Like, literally, from little kids to now. And so we've seen what works and what doesn't work. So we're openly trying to help series. And when they don't yeah. want to listen to you, it's frustrating because you don't have to do our ideas, but let's sit down and talk. You know, yeah. we, we got a lot of great ideas. We Social media needs to step up big time and for champ. Like, that's you need to sell us. To, we're, yeah. we're the product here, you know? Like the fans want to know who we are. You get to know us. And yeah. The red, he filming back in the day from BJ. That was amazing TV. Yeah. I thought, you know, I love that because it, ha- it was half story, half in the pits, and half racing. Yep. You know, and that's what it needs to be. We need reality. They want to see how we get to that, how we get to the track, or what it takes to get on the track. You know, not just we roll out and race. You know, they want to know the whole backstory. Yeah. So we need more of that. I feel to sell our sponsors, sell us, sell the series. You know, there's so much potential. Do you guys? Oh, I'm sorry. Everybody in this circle was in diapers. I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't say that of dirt track guys. You're like, were you at? You, you weren't supposed to tell everybody right? about this here. It <laughs> was a wild night. <laughs> I uh, admit. So do you guys? How big of trouble do you get in if you like swear while you're uh, on? Like while you're getting interviewed, have you ever let it like a swear word slip at all? Oh, I got I got yelled at for swearing at Third City this year, and then we we, <laughs> we went back and rewatched the footage, and I didn't swear. So <laughs> was it someone else or was... my wife called and she said you swore on the podium, <laughs> and I was like I don't think I did, but yeah. I mean I work in a paper mill. I got to. I, I, I don't work, even work at nine to five. I work at six to two. I get up at five o'clock in the morning every Did day. Did it sound like a drunk guy? It wasn't me. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm pretty controlled. I, I think I do pretty well. I don't, I'm not sure if I slept ever, but I don't know what Dylan. But I might have. Seafelt uh, swore on the podium. Yeah, this year, when think. you're you're we're passionate. We're yeah. very passionate. Yeah. So sometimes that just comes out naturally. I remember uh, uh, Ben heading. Uh, so we were filming for uh, for Fall Crandon for them, and he come down. He's like. I just got in trouble. And I was like, wait a minute. I hit record on the camera and I turned around. I was like, wait, what'd you say that again? He's like, I just got in trouble. I was like, why would you say? He's like, I swore. I was like, yeah, what'd you say? say? And he goes, I said shit. I was like, oh he's, he's man, just a kid, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, again, You're it's one grounded of those. for that one. Yeah. yeah. So it's just I, again, man. Like you, you want to be able to, you know, sell the. I don't want to say sell the drama and 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 you know well, make fake drama, but reality is reality. You know what I mean? Like like if you're mad at somebody, you're mad at somebody. Right. You know what I mean? Like and we need to show that. Yeah. Like I had some run-ins this year with competitor. You know. Yeah. That'd be great TV. Yeah, you know, like oh for sure, man. Right. That was dude. Like I loved hearing about you too. Right. And I was just like, I was like, man. He ain't even gonna say his name. I no, I ain't. I'll say it. I'll say it. If you want to say it, Rayford. Yeah, I'm not. He's like, I, I don't want to fill my mouth. I can say we were in the same establishment last night. Yeah, we were. They, they were avoiding each other. No, really. Still yeah, there. still there, huh? It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, it's all, it's all good. I won. Yeah. Uh, it's cool. It's okay. Uh, so, so then what? What's the plan then? I guess for uh, pro pro spec going forward with uh, with you and uh, Mr. Visser. I'm not sure yet. That threw a wrench in my plans. Obviously, yeah. like I said, and and I honestly, 
prospects, it's I love that class. It was so yeah. much fun. I want to move on from it personally. Yeah, you know, and, and step up to a pro too. But the money. Yeah. Now we're yeah. back to no money. So my sponsors aren't going to step up for that now. Yeah. It, you know, so we, we're in talks, but pussy. <laughs> but that's on the shelf for now. So I'm not sure. I'm still trying to figure things out at the moment. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. We'll know down the road. So. And and that's what's a bummer too is like let's say even like let's say MAO happened or mm-hmm. even let's say you know uh, you know champ and you got a sponsor for for prospect. You know, I want to see it. Yeah. I want to see you two back out oh, there yeah. again. No, I, because again, like it, it, it just naturally is, you know, intriguing. Yeah. You're just like, Hey man, there are two guys out there. One, one, it's like, how's the other guy feeling? Is he, is he right. motivated? He's, you know what I mean? He's motivated. Or, or is the other guy like, Hey man, like I whooped your ass once I'll do it twice <laughs> kind of thing. So it's like, I want to see, I want to see that. And or, Dylan, Dylan's going to be up there. Yeah. Or it's like, are we going to get it? So. Are we going to get a Dylan? Are we going to get yep. a great lead better? That's right. getting between you guys. Right. Yep. And then you shift your hate towards Dylan. <laughs> and then, and then it's just a good old fashioned beat down in the pits. Where we're like, Oh man, he's getting jumped. It's usually our spotters that fight. Yeah. yeah. More so than us. So. <laughs> or, or my spotter and chat. Yeah, exactly. like, yeah. I just, I just, right I just let that handle. Like there was a few times where, I gave Chad a few inches and he took a couple feet, but that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's not what you're is. supposed to do, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think the thing of it too is like when you're when you're friends, you almost race your friends harder. You do, you oh, like, honestly do. And, you can lean on them more. Yeah, and, you know? and, you, and you try not to be like a big dumb idiot either. No, but no. but at the same time, like you're like, hey, you can go a little yeah. harder, a little farther, or you know, give him a bump and you're like, hey man, I'm here. Well, right, like, oh, yeah. like Bark River, he cleaned me out in the corner and like we thought we hit really hard. Yeah, and like. We watched the video that night, like Sunday night at Bark River, and we kind of looked at each other like, like that, that wasn't bad. That didn't look, <laughs> no. it didn't look that bad. We both thought it was worse, yeah. and it was really not that bad. <laughs> yeah. But it's hard. It's off road. It's I hard racing. It's, it's worth That's why. to your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, it's an inner battle. You see them all the time. Yeah. And I think with Colin over here, it's worse losing to your brother even more. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Damn. Is that why you're stepping away? You can't do it no more? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I still build this engine. Oh <laughs> man, he, see that's your problem though. See, you're building this, tell him to fucking go. grow up, build his own. He's grown ass man out here winning championships and shit. <laughs> he just not, shows up and drives, him. huh? Not Start him. calling him like Bryce Menzies and shit. Just be like, oh dude, fucking pomp, like prima donna. Bryce, he's a couple Connor's doing the Weldon for him, so it's a trade right. off. Everybody's hey, got their own thing that they offer to each other in the team, so. Connor's been welding quite a bit at Mikey's. And it's oh, starting yeah. to look pretty good. Oh, Mikey's right. spreading the, the wealth on the Connor, so. Fuck. All right, I'm sorry, Connor. <laughs> hey, that's my bad, brother. I, you know if what? If everybody knew how to build engines, nobody would know how to build chassis, so. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Go fuck it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what, about, uh, what about you, Mr. Roloff, though? Like, when, when it comes to uh, racing and stuff like that, um, have you ever been involved with, like, someone else that you're just like, you know, fuck that guy? Are you so, just... I came from motocross and my best friend, he's actually going to race my light buggy this year. Uh, he's going to, we raced together in the same class. He was always, I thought was a little faster than me. And then as we got <laughs> older, I got faster than him sometimes. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I mean, we battled the hardest. Yeah. I, that was the only one I wanted to beat on the whole track. Yeah. And there's like races that, you know, he, he was a hard pack rider and I was a sand rider and we would go to a sand track and he would say, I'm not going because I don't really ride in the sand. And I'm like, why? Because I'm going to whoop your ass. Like, Amen. Dude, I'll tell you the same sh- shit. You don't want to show up to Pine yep. Ridge now because you're going to yep. get your ass whooped here. But <laughs> then he would show up and sometimes and we would battle. And I, the, honestly, the best moments I've had, the best racing I've had. But the when you lose, the, the, the you get humbled a lot. Yeah. And, but there's only one person you want to beat. And it's like, I don't care about average Joe from 
you know, Kenosha or wherever yeah. the guy's from. I don't yeah. care about losing to that guy. I don't want to lose to the guy that I'm living with. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you see me ribbing at Pine Ridge, dude? I saw on the pit bike, oh, you yeah. went to the bra. <laughs> the, 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 the twins were up there. I know. He almost, I, I he know. almost won it. Yeah. Did you really? I pretty much won it. I got cheater bikes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Adam. He had a stock. Yeah, kid. yeah, I know. When I saw when I saw Adam there, I was like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, one Peterson. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's who it was Peterson. It was all, it was all yeah. screwed up. Oh yeah, yeah. it was a two fifty. Yeah. That's not even a pit bike. No. You got second, second, really? Damn. What'd you get? I didn't. I didn't enter the brawl. Ah. I didn't. I didn't ah. so, but, yeah, but Tito was only on a 50. Yeah. Yeah. I was on a 110, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Just somebody did say they were like, "Damn, bro, you like you got yeah. you got a round out there in a 50." I was like, "I was on a 110, <laughs> man." <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah, for real. What'd you think, dude? It was my first time ever on a dirt bike. I'd never been on. I'd, I'd never been on a dirt bike. That day we got there, and Jeffrey's like, "Oh, here, take the 110 out," and like. Yeah, he was like, he was like he's like come with me, and I was like okay. So I was like, Brrr. we got out to that back sand section, like like way around to the back, and he was like, he's like all right, go through there and come back. And I was like, Brrr. dude, I fell. His kid, he had his kid with him, and I just hear his kid like, ha, ha, you little shithead, man. How many, how many little kids passed you? Uh, all of them. <laughs> so we went into that. Uh, I think the whatever one ten class was up there. So. We like get, stock so we yeah so we got we got out from like our little ride, got near the track and he goes, and we see people kind of start pulling off and he asks somebody he's like hey is, is practice almost over they're like yeah there's like three minutes of practice left so he hands the bike to me he's like he's like you got to get out there and like at least do a lap get a lap in so then dude <laughs> I left that bitch in first. <laughs> All you had to do was shift up and it'd be a lot easier. <laughs> be I'm scared. I'm scared. Oh, if you're going faster, you get on top of that sand, it's a little easier. <laughs> and uh, so I was I was going down the back stretch and I saw there was like one girl in the flag stand. And like, you know, you come up over that first hill and like I'm sure she saw me and then I come down, I come back over, and as I was going by her, I hear her, she goes, Woo! <laughs> she does like the hair thing. Yeah. I was like, oh was shit. A, that like, was a pity woo. Dude, it's so much pity woo. And then so I come pity around, woo. pulled off uh from from like the infield, so I handed the bike off. Uh, first class win and then went out for the stock 110s and Jeffrey's like yeah man he's like get out there I was like alright cool so we pull up to the starting line there's like 50 fucking people up there <laughs> and I'm like I'm oh, like shit. I'm like is this like the neck like for the next race before us he's like uh, uh. he's like we're, we're in this one and I was like shit oh. did you get a spot on the gate no. <laughs> dude, I was like row seven. <laughs> I was way in the back. So, dude, they dropped the gate. People took off, and I was like, like, yeah, dude. So, I went. I made it like a lap and a half. Because the whole race? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I made it. I So, I made it at one lap. I was getting fucking blitzed by, man. Dude, I was getting scared. I was like, someone's going to clip me. And uh, finally, I, I just got... I was like, I was too scared. So then I, I jumped off, you, you jumped know, off. off that, you know, the inner, the inside section. Then you go in and then it goes to the back. Yeah. I jumped off like right there. Oh, you went in the, the final left before you head back. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So then, the so, I, so I did that, dude. I was like, I was like, dude, I got so scared. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little spot to exit yeah. though, right in front of everybody. So yeah. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I was like, all right, maybe then I got like, you know, I, I got the experience. I got what Jeffrey wanted. And then he goes, he goes, oh, there's still one more class that you can do. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And he's like, it's, it's the beginner class. I was like, perfect. I'm, in, I'm like, yeah. I don't even care if I'm out there with little kids, man. Because like, I got just about, I probably got less experience than these kids out there. So I roll up to the gate and I see the schedule. And it says like little kids, 
and women. I was like, fuck. Little kids and women? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck. Dude, I, I, I get a gate spot because there's like 15 people. They let you in? Yeah. So, so I rolled up, right? I'm obviously not a small dude. I roll up next to this kid. He like looks, he like looks at me again and he goes, hey man. <laughs> this is for kids and women? <laughs> he goes, are you a woman? He goes, this is beginners. Oh and I was like, I was like, it's my first time. He goes, oh, cool. <laughs> He's thinking I'm going to smoke this guy. Yeah, and then there's, like, just chicks lining up next yeah. to me, and they're, they're like, ruthless, dog. Really? They, they, like, we even look at each other. Fucking, ha, na, 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 na. I'm like, what am I getting myself into, dude? Women are fierce, man. Dude. You ever seen UFC fighting? <sighs> Women are nuts. Dude, that that gate dropped. I'm like, should I go for it? Yeah. I was like, nah. <laughs> no. So, I like, I let everyone go ahead, and then uh, I was like, I think I could get up in the second gear. And uh, like I made through it through the infield, and then I was going to the back stretch. That girl was back there again, and I she, I, I come over. She's like, woo, and I was like, oh man, it's like she's gonna make me act up. That's your number, fucking dude. I, I dude, I was like, you know what? Click that Click. bitch in a second, nope. <laughs> dude. This thing took off. I was like, oh, back down to first. <laughs> so then I rode it in second. I I finished the race. I mean. It was, I did three laps out of six, Would but <laughs> I got lapped hard. Hard. Buy that check. So, no, dude, it was it was a lot of fun. It was cool. Like Pine Ridge, like sand riding. And uh, Lyle tough. and Jeffrey even said, they're like, hey, like, if you can ride sand, you can ride anything. That's tough. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, tough. man, oh, yeah. like, for the first time. So I was, yeah. That's where I met that. I was pretty Pine happy. Ridge. Oh, really? Lyle and Jeff, yeah. We When we raced back, uh, you know, early 20s, late teens. Yeah. We were just traveling around in a van, me and my buddy. and By the river? Or? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm surprised I didn't get in trouble driving that van. I, I don't get the whole thing, but you, you got to find somewhere to sleep and you got to keep that dirt bike dry. So. Free free candy ride home <laughs> yeah, on the side. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I got picked on a lot for driving that thing. <laughs> Dude, got I used to have there. a 92 Cadillac. Okay. <laughs> Not a fucking boat, bro. Like a hey, four-door. It fits yeah. you, though. Dude, oh, well, it it does. But you when, you, when you roll up for a date... <laughs> And her family laughs. <laughs> Ain't no second date. <laughs> but that first date might be good. Dog, it was a great yeah. first date. Don't get me wrong. You got room but, in the caddy. But I didn't. Oh, I've, I've done it in the back of a caddy, man. You know, it's hot out here, folks. Dude. That's how I know. I was like, I, I don't even know if I believe in marriage anymore. Because <laughs> hooked up with a merry chick in the back of my caddy. So. I mean, that's classy. Yeah, right. yeah. You know, I, mean? I, I left the heat on. Yeah, it was, it was during the winter time. Right? What about you, Dylan? Which, let's yeah. talk about your personal life. You got a girlfriend? You got a wife? You got a? You got something? He's, boyfriend? He's in the race truck mode. Zimzer, so them. Just going with the flow. <laughs> yeah. No. Y'all here slaying or what? You single, right? Yeah. Dog. You got a Tinder? Yeah, you got Tinder. Maybe. 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 You got, bump, you got Bumble? Any, any luck? Not really. <laughs> the secret to Tinder is you got to wait till they message you. Yeah, and then it's you're in. Yeah, oh, you're yeah. in. What we got to do is we got to we got to hook you up with some good pictures. What we got to do? You need friends that take pictures of you. Like, Unfortunately, I'm the friend who like it's like ah, you know what I mean? Like like with my friends, and then they're like, I'm like, hey man, I'm like, can you get a, a picture of me for like Tinder? And they're like. <laughs> and you're like, like oh, no, like a good you? one. Like, and it's all fuzzy. I'm like, you Snapchat? Guard, I'm like, like, what the know? fuck, bro? I'm like, this is a this is a good camera, <laughs> and you made it look this bad. It's like, got to be natural. Too, yeah, like, do like, I look like this? <laughs> do I really look like this? <laughs> That's not me. It's fucking ugly, dog. <laughs> but no, I just wanted to know more about you, Dylan. I feel yeah. like we haven't got the chance to know you. All you, good. You, Colin's been louder than you. Oh, he has been louder. Maybe. So uh, I, I guess the uh, one of the last questions I got, you know, for you two especially is um, the future of like uh, like like that that 
smaller chassis class, you know, with ProLite Pro Spec. What do you think the future is for that? I, I think one day either they're going to have to merge back or it's going to, I think, so what I think is, I think it's going to go down to Pro Spec. Yeah. I think is what's yeah. going to happen because look at what happened with Pro 2. They were 900 horsepower, you know, right on right on board with the Pro 4s and then you had to tone it back cost. Yeah. And and I think that's what's going to happen with Pro Light. I think it's going to go back down to Pro Spec. But that's that's what I think, just based on what I saw with Pro 2. You know, what do you, like, what do you guys think? Like, what, what's, what's the word? We agree with that. We're pushing for that. I'm probably the only one out there right now that's raced a four-cylinder, a six-cylinder, and a V8. <laughs> and the four-cylinder, that was more fun <clears throat> for me. But the V8s, the Pro Lights are too fast. Well, yeah. I, think, KGB, I think KGB was a tenth. Been, was he was a tenth two. off winner in the world championship races. A tenth. Isn't that wild? That's yeah, wild. Like that's, a pro light does not need to be that fast. No. I, I tell everyone the pro light was the first pro light was 1998. Yep. It was built for 300 horsepower. Yep. That, the width, the suspension travel, the length. So we're up to 550 now. Like it, and it, it actually hurts the competition because it spreads the competition out. Yeah. So now this pro spec thing, we all equal trucks pretty yeah. much the yeah. drivetrain's equal we can change our shocks and gearing in the trans but it brought us all together we had such good racing this year you yeah, know and was, last it year it was a blast like you didn't you yeah. never had anyone blow by your doors off and yeah. you, it was never it, yeah people always find a way but it's hard to outspend somebody more so yeah pro spec mm -hmm. so we need to reel back to pro spec it's and it's a v6 it's different it's not a v8 sound like yeah. the pro 4 pro 2 so it you know you can see it here a different Oh yeah, um, but so, we do like the rev limiter though. So and <laughs> we shoot, ride the and, ship a little and bit. shooting flames. Yeah. <laughs> Blue flames. We ride the chip a little bit. <laughs> oh, dog. Dylan a little more than me, but you know. I'll say I will. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. I sit on the infield. I see you coming by. I'm like, man, <laughs> shift or something. Shift, you know? Do something, dude. Well, off, off, yeah, get off first gear. <laughs> it sounds better, like it. It's better when they come back and like, I got, I got the wrong gears, and you're like, you think? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I heard, I heard Tony Keepers went by turn one. I was like, mom, man, I had to like turn my head. Uh, like, the, the little clip from Anago. Yeah, that was that priceless. Was that was priceless. I was like, everyone do their best impersonation. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the, uh, the pro spec. Yeah. No, I, so. I, I love this class. I want to see it grow. I want to see 20, 30 trucks in it. You know, and yeah. I think that's reasonable. That can happen, but we need to merge. We need, and it sucks. I've been there. It sucks for the guys that have invested in the V8. Yeah. But it it's cheaper than rebuilding or, or getting new engine for the trucks. No, I agree. To go back nope. to there, you know. And the competition level is going to be so great. It's going to be any guy can win at any yeah. any day, you know. So. It's it's a great platform. I'm a proponent of it, and I want to see it grow. So, I'm hoping that's how it goes. What I what I liked about back then was uh, the the four cylinders. I mean, that's what established the Pro Light. It was sounding like a bunch of fucking yeah. bees coming <laughs> right, around the corner right. at turn one. Right. You know what I mean? It's it like, oh shit, shit. But, yeah. But we had eight thousand RPM back then. And 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 that's yeah. what's and that's and that's the shame yeah. about it too. Is just like you know the costs. Yeah. You know. Because you, you resonate with that as as like a V4, and then it went up to a V8 again. Now again, cost thing. Mm -hmm. So it's like okay, so now and then you got to put a you know limiter on it, yeah, so people exactly. aren't blowing fucking right. motors. Right. You know. So I don't know. I, I I think that's the direction it's going. You know, to as well. And and whether people like it or not, it's like it, sports evolving. It, I mean, next yeah. thing you know, we are going to have an electric class. I right. Mean, look at already what's happening with 
with go karts with uh, you know nitro nitro cars. Things and are being developed and talked about. Dude, so. we heard it down in Baja, man. Yeah. It's only a matter of time, right. I think, until there's a electric trophy truck yep. that's. Oh, they're flying. They have, there's the, an electric ultra four bouncing around. Yeah. online. So, no, I mean, who knows? Who knows what, what what's going to be with that? But um, we all have to roll with it, adapt, like you said. Yeah. Um, so we are rolling up on an hour and three minutes here. We're going to wrap up this uh, section of the podcast with you guys. Uh, last thing I want to ask, man, is uh, we'll go down the line here. When was the last time that you ate some ass? <laughs> I don't even know. Dylan Parsons. <laughs> he goes, I don't even know, man. He's like, I got lost in it. I don't remember. You don't remember the last time you ate ass, bro? No. Have Come you on. ever eaten ass? Have, yeah, have you ever no. eaten ass? No. You've never eaten ass? Why? I don't know. Why not, man? You see, this is... When's season? the last time you did? Uh, what is today? Hold on. <laughs> Two weeks ago, after... Uh, just before Baja. He had it on your calendar. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I asked him that. He's like, no, when was the last time I no, November 13th. <laughs> November 13th? Yeah. last time you got laid? What time? Yeah, it was just before uh, Baja. <laughs> at what time? Get married, dog. I think it was like at 8.30. 8.30-ish. About 8.30-ish, 30, yeah. yeah. You should like, kind of go over there. You still got yeah. a little energy, you know? Yep. So that was the last time. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's your problem, Dale, and that's why you're single, man. Like, the reason why I do it, you gotta set yourself aside. You can be like, oh, I hooked up with Tito one time, or it's like, hey man, this guy, oh, this guy fucking like, makes a meal out of it. <laughs> and he, he goes above and beyond like what a normal guy would have done. <laughs> so dude, just set yourself aside. So now you know. Now I'm know. saying Tito, that where does it live by? Yeah. What about you, Rayford? It's been a few weeks. It's been a few weeks. <laughs> a few weeks. <laughs> uh, we have to change that tonight, Dylan. Tinder, come on. Tinder, come so on, get bro. Your phone or, we'll see. or get your phone out. You're down here, man. Or, crowd. Yeah, dude, we go to strip club. Dylan, uh, get your phone out. Come on, start swiping. I'll, dude, I'll, Do I'll, I'll, ask, I'll ask a stripper. Like, 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 I'll be like, give, hey. it to, give it to Tito. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be wild. Come on, give it yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll riz you up, no cap, right? Is that what you guys say? We're, we're I'm not 33, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? What about you, Colin? Was the last time you ate some ass? I don't know if I ever had You've never eaten ass? Why? <laughs> Ew, why not? Man? I don't know. You your, last one was, your last one was freaky. What, yeah. What the yeah. That was a wild horse girl. Yeah. She's yeah. a horse girl. Come on, tell oh. tell the people. <laughs> last time. Why I guess why not? Tell the people. Tell them. Lean in. Lean in. I don't know. <laughs> Words of a champion. Words of a champion. Ah. I don't know, man. I don't know. No opportunity. You had your opportunity, right? All right, Mr. Roloff. Nah, I right. I know yeah. It's probably been like a year. It's what? not really my cup of tea. A year? But I mean, it's it's not doesn't do, your do, cup of tea. We do we do everything else and just say, man, you get down there and I got to be pretty drunk to just keep going. Low Damn, low bro, me, you're, so. you're you're not selling your wife. Right no, <laughs> no, no, it's nothing against her. It's been yeah. what turns me on, and that ain't oh, it. Okay. So what about her though? What about yeah. her needs? Yeah, what about her needs? What she's like? Hey, she's comfy. Say hey, Taylor. <laughs> I'm gonna need it. I need it now. <laughs> need it. Get down there. I need it. It's Tuesday, bro. <laughs> Every second Taco Tuesday. Tuesday. But uh, no, that was the uh, that was the last question I had. Uh, but uh, other than that, man, you know, thank you guys so much for for stopping by, oh. chatting, kind of getting to you know talk a, a plethora of things. Like I said, I, I love to get to know other people's opinions. You know, we I've, I've heard from you know Pro Two, Pro Light, you know, Pro Spec. You know, we've got the 1600 buggy guys here, and and um, you know, it, 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 
I'm, I'm glad that we're able to do this. Because yeah. like I said, because yeah. it, it, it's not just like one guy. You, we yeah. can actually get people yep. all together and yep. have a roundtable discussion nice. and, and, and get people, like I said, that you're comfortable with and around. Because if it was like Rayford and like Ricky G and then, you know, fucking Cole Mamer, you're like, okay, like it's, it's yeah, whatever. It's but dynamic. Yeah, yeah. When, when you're able to get around like people like yeah. this, you can then guys really. Hang out, we're hanging out all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah you guys hang out and then we can have a conversation, not necessarily. Oh, we, honestly, we could sit here for hours oh. and keep talking. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I enjoy this. For this sure. That's all we do. This, this sport is our lives, our passions. You know, mm-hmm. I can talk about it all day long. And, you know, we all we want to do is see this sport grow. So yeah. we can grow with it, you know, and everyone else with it. That's, that's our passion. That's what we want. So this helps, I feel. Mm-hmm. You just For want sure. more people on the track so you can beat more people. Hey. Exactly. Amen. <laughs> we want to fill more people too. Yeah. So well, it only helps Vintage everyone. vintage hammer? Vintage. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. That may be a weathered hammer. Well, yeah, vintage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Vintage. Uh, I like that left outside for a little while. Yeah, yeah, that one that, that that's one that was a little rusty. You, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's one that you're like, all right, I mean yeah, in a pinch. Left in the left in the truck bed too long. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I hate to get on the wrong side of the truck bed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Yeah, thank you so cool. much, man. Yeah, yeah, we're, thanks we're, for having us. We're going to go ahead and uh, take our second break here, and uh, we'll probably be back whenever we get uh, some more guests. But, uh, yeah, cool. thank you, gentlemen, well, so much, good. man. Good thanks appreciate you. it. Start your holiday season off with one of our new holiday combos starting at $13.99. Now that's eating good in the neighborhood. And we're back from our uh, Applebee's commercial. Uh, hope you guys uh, go out there, get yourself some uh, dollar Rita's, maybe some Long Island iced teas. But now we're going to go ahead and shift gears and we're going to go and we're going to name this session the middle school session because we're joined here uh, by uh, two young gentlemen, uh, a bunch of 12-year-olds. Uh, we've got uh, Riker Remington and uh, Ben Heading. Gentlemen, how are you guys doing? Good. Hiding. Good. Hiding. <laughs> hiding. Hiding. Why do, why do I keep saying heading, then? Hiding. I don't know, man. Hiding. Like you're hiding. Hiding. Yeah. Hiding. They always hiding. say. Ben, ben Hiding. You guys really aren't 12, though. How old are you guys? Uh, I'm 16. I'm 15. So Ben is 16. Riker is 15. And uh, how did you guys, uh, I guess, uh, whatever you guys, whoever wants to go first, um, How'd you guys get started in racing? I guess I'll start with uh, with uh, Riker here to my left. Uh, how'd you get started in racing? Uh, I really just my dad does all the VP fuels at the track, so I'm like, I've been going to the racetrack since like I was like three years old, and I've always asked him if I can go start racing. I look up to like Keegan, Johnny, and all them, so it's just started from there. And uh, what what race class are you in, Riker? I'm in the Youth 1000 class. I was just added to this past year. Okay. Uh, what about you, Ben? Uh, yeah, I've been racing since 2019. My dad got started in 2018, and I was watching. Well, I've been around this industry since I was born, pretty much. And I mean, my dad. Uh, I was watching him, and you know, we sponsored some uh, short course cart kids, and I saw that at Bark River, and just made me really want to do it. So my dad bought me a cart that year, and we built it for 2019. 
So your so your uh, pops used to race, you said. Yeah, my my dad, my brother Dom, and uh, we had a couple other people racing for us at that time. Okay, and uh, what, so did he then just kind of step back and say, "Hey, like if if you're gonna race, I no longer need the race," and and just kind of start to focus on your program, or, or how, how come there was never? I guess it's a question more for your dad, but I guess from what you could gather, you know, why was there never like a father son kind of deal? Yeah, so. We had one year where we raced at the same time, but then in, when I got up to 570, he decided that, you know, there's so much work going into this, and I'm, I was getting podiums. Well, I mean, not to hate on him, but he was sitting near the back, <laughs> and uh, I was getting podiums in 570, so he's like, I'll just focus on you. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Ben, you are in the uh, Sportsman UTV, correct? Yep, th- this year I was. Okay, uh, well, what's the plan for next year then? Uh, we're looking at maybe Pro-Am next year. Okay, okay. And then, uh, Riker, what about you, man? You you were out there dominating fools. Uh, you were, uh, you know, making enemies, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, but to be fair, you know, that, that individual was giving you a hard time as well. Are you going to go ahead and stay in the same class, or are you moving up, or kind of what's the plan here? Are you going full Pro-4 next year or what? Uh, well, uh, as of right now, uh, I'm staying in the youth class just because uh, they play some uh, big money. If okay. I so that's uh, been really nice that I can make some extra money and uh, win races also. So mostly I've just been planning on racing the same for next year. But uh, as of now, that's what our plan is. You know, I uh, I don't blame you in that aspect as far as, you know, like, because you, 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 you have to get a good bang for your buck. And, uh, you know, that's something that, um, you know, this bum next to me has made a living out of is, uh, you know, getting a bang for your buck where, you know, he's you're doing it because like, hey, you know, are you trying to it's a good payout. Mm-hmm. I have nothing to prove. You know, the guy to my right just got scared, you know, ran a pro four one time and just got super scared. <laughs> Yeah, just like you wrestling match. <laughs> here we go with the, here we go with the wrestling match. You know this 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 Keegan guy. I uh, it, no it, Tito, he it's, deflects. It's just a, it's just a shame that people are like, hey man, you're doing it right. And I mean, I don't know about all that. Like, what, what do you guys think, man, about uh, about Keegan? You know, being you guys are, are 15 and 16. Um, you know, Keegan didn't get started until you know he was 21. So um, yeah, I, I, I guess. I guess being around it, you know, like, are, are you, what, what kind of qualities do you try to take away from, from Keegan as far as like a positive driving experience? Uh, I don't know. I guess, uh, you can talk crap. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, man. If, if it's like, Hey, like, you know, I'm, I'm scared to step up. Go ahead and say that. Maybe the, the consistency this year. Okay. I'd say, I mean, it doesn't even have to be this year. I don't know like how much you've watched Keegan, but I haven't really studied Keegan too much. Yeah. But I don't blame I've you. studied like, like CJ and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. It means I'm hiding. Yeah. <laughs> hiding. Yeah, Ooh, just like there's me. a word play. There's a word play. Uh, what ben about hiding. you? What about you, Riker? Um, I mean, I guess uh, going to every racetrack mostly because Keegan likes to uh, pick and choose what tracks he likes. <laughs> <laughs> so. But it's all, all, all what's, what's the big word, man? Value, right? Yeah, as far value. as like choosing the right track. Yeah, I think. Um, you know, especially, you know, these guys are young. We were all young at one time and we don't want to race everything. And then um, as you get older, it becomes a, a value and providing for your family. And um, you, you almost you don't make choices for yourself. And yeah, um, but no, it's good. Like, it's good to see a lot of good youth coming up 
uh, it obviously helps. You know, I had a good dad that helped me out. And they have the same thing, you know, so um, they're going on a good path and it's going to be exciting to see where they grow and what they go into and, you know, eventually make me the old guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I feel like Johnny up yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're uh, the passing of the torch. Yeah. What are, what are, what, what's some advice um, that, you know, you can, you can give these guys, you know, I, I know Riker, you know, your, you know, your, your pops is here. Same thing with you, Ben, your pops is here. Uh, but I guess from a driver's standpoint, you know, what, what's some words of advice you can give these guys? And I understand that you started at 21, which is, you know, five, six years worlds of a difference than, than 15. But, you know, what's some lessons that you learned early that you can pass on for these guys? I, I think um, the biggest thing that you can do is is listen. I mean, you might take you might not take everything that you hear, um, but being open to learn and grow. And, you know, I still learn, you know, and that's I think one of the things is is don't stop. You know, everything's going to evolve. Your your driving can change. You know, you can figure out what works for you. You know, but continue to grow, like never settle. You know, what I mean, yeah. I always said that, and so um, always keep striving and um, listen to others. You might take something from, you know, I always said Rob Mack. I I drive different than my dad. Look at CJ drives different than Johnny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Obviously, they've taken stuff and learned from them and applied their own style to it. And so, um, it's not that they didn't listen; they just took and and watched and and watch yourself you know and i think that applies to it as well as like filming yourself and watching because when you're in a car something's totally different you think you're in somewhere else when you're not yeah and so um i guess that's the biggest thing is uh humble and and be able to learn and never stop growing there's always someone that can help you out yeah and uh you, you know I'm, I'm sure for you guys oh obviously we all we all have our, our, our dads, our fathers, and, and our fathers are always like hounding us. Like I know my dad was always you know, on my ass about things. And there, there'd be times where like he's telling me something and I'm just, and I wouldn't believe him. Like I wouldn't listen to him. You know, I, I guess Keegan, and, and, I'll, and I'll pass the question on to you guys, you know, was there ever somebody where, you know, your, your, your dad's telling you something and you're like, ah, that, that old guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Was there someone else that would tell you the same thing that kind of then shifts your mind. Like I, I'd believe him. Yeah, I guess um, I'm a I'm a visual learner. So like I watch things and I study it, and uh, you know I watch other people race. You know, and so and just taking and apply it. Yeah, and like when Rob Mack comes up and tells you something, you know, and it's and don't be scared to ask questions. Yeah, you know what I mean. Most people are willing to help you. Yeah, you know, until you start beating them, and then uh, <laughs> then they're gonna tell you something different. Yeah, uh, no, um. Yeah, it's a it's a multiple people. Obviously, your dad. It's always hard to listen to your dad, but um, uh, yeah, you just a, a lot of it is just listening, adapting, take your own style to it, and um, learn. Just continue to learn. Yeah. Someone else might have some sort of value that offers your program, whether it's driving or behavior. And um, you know, one thing I live by is like I don't ever tell you know any kids no like. Yeah. Signing autographs. I'll be out there like I was once them, you know? Yeah. And so I'm no, I'm not no uh, extraordinary guy by any means. So I was on the hill with you and spinning there. And yep. Those are what the people remember. They don't ever remember who won that race. They're going to remember how it made them feel, right? So that's, I think, a huge key to it, too, is um, it's more than just the racing. Yeah. Um, you know, for uh, and the reason I asked that question is because I know, Riker, that when um, when it comes to like ERX or Crandon 
you know, into Jay, Oklahoma. I was hearing things from, you know, the guy, the guy to your left, uh, you know, Robert Nash, uh, kind of, kind of being that, that voice in your ear, you know, you know, telling you like, Hey, settle the fuck down. <laughs> and, uh, and, and that's, and that's why I asked too, is like, you know, is, is Robert Nash kind of that guy in your ear that, you know, again, like I, I'm, I'm guilty of it. I'm, I'm sure your, your old man's been there where his old man telling him something and, and you're like, ah, I don't know. But there's always someone else. Is is Bob Nash that guy for you? That that's that's kind of where you're like, all right, I'll listen to him. I mean, uh, or or is he? Or is he like, is he kid, is he in the so. same boat as your dad? Really? Like, ah, fuck that guy. Uh, One it, day he's gonna say, Bob, the, you it, were it right. On, it depends on the day. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Uh-huh. It, it depends on the day. Yeah. Really. Uh, I mean, before races, I, I like to give him a little uh, crap and yeah, talk crap about him. But uh, he he thinks that he's a uh, uh, good wrestler. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, he says this on the radio. He says he, he yeah. says this on the radio. He says he's gonna skull fuck me one of these days. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Can we not? Damn. So uh, I'm, I'm waiting for that day to happen. And uh, Dang, that sounds like Tito. On uh, right? yeah. You sure that's not me, man? That sounds like some Call of Duty shit. <laughs> have you ever spotted for anybody? No, I have not. I've not gotten that pleasure yet. I, I feel like I don't know if I can. Would you be a good spotter? Oh, I'd be a fantastic spotter, I, especially if it's somebody I cared about. If it's somebody I cared about, like like, I know you wouldn't trust me. You wouldn't trust me at all. He wouldn't. I, I'd tell him where every rock is, and he'd be like, "Ah, oh, there ain't a rock there." Well, I'd like, question everything. I'd be like, "Oh, I was looking at the wrong turn. Sorry." But uh, for you, um, you know, Ben, is 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 that something? Do you have somebody too that that you will be willing to listen to? Uh, kind of over your dad, or, or you, you kind of take what your dad says and uh, you, you apply it. Well, most of the time, now that I got Jake Cosmecki spotting for me, I listen to him and only yeah. him. Yeah. And then, <laughs> you know, if CJ tells me something, I'll listen to him. But yeah. I don't. I think my dad's kind of he, he's kind of mellowed out on the yeah. tell me what to do because after like uh, five seventy that one year, uh, it wasn't the best thing. So he after uh, twenty twenty one. Or 2022, he got off the radio. Yeah, he got off the radio that year, and then uh, in 2023, we had Jake on the radio, and that's when I started winning races. So. Yeah, <laughs> he's like this. I started. Well, it's always hard listening to that. I mean, my dad spots for me still. Yeah, and we still get in some arguments on the radio. Yeah, and um, but it's good. Like usually, it's after the race. I'm like, yeah. well, why did you say that? <laughs> like he's telling you to go somewhere and you're yeah. like, do you want in the truck or yeah. do you want me, you want to drive it yeah. or yeah. So no, it's always good. It's like, like it is an advantage, you know, obviously my dad's raced for a long time, but, yep. um, and I think, you know, that goes back to it, like getting you caught up to speed right away and, yeah. and being able to adapt and like, especially Cranon cause you don't get to see the track. So having someone knowledgeable on the mic with you, like, that's been there, been on the track. And like he said, like whether it's Jake or someone helping him out yeah. or that that's there can explain it to you, you know, in layman's terms. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, for you, for you guys, you know, I've, again, you know, we're talking about guys that are helping you out, you know, your pops in your ear kind of thing. You know, these, these are, these are just racer problems, you know, the, at the track, you guys are, you guys are in school. You guys have, you know, a litany of problems. But I, I know they race during the summertime, but being in school, you know, some of these races have extended, you know, past just fall crane. Usually fall crane was kind of the the last race of the year. And then you can, you know, maybe miss the first couple of days or whatever. 
But now that we're getting into end of September, potentially October, you know, you got a taste of it. Uh, how do you guys navigate those waters? You know, being in being in high school, I, I called it the middle school session. But yeah, are you guys doing different you know, stuff in school? Yeah, how do you handle those? Yeah, so my dad always tells me to keep a good relationship with my teachers because you know, well, this year we're we're going to KOH for three weeks, yeah. go pre running and yeah. stuff like that. So, I mean, if they don't like me and I'm I'm leaving for what twenty one days. Yeah, uh, yeah, that won't work out too well. Yeah. What about you, Riker? Uh, I mean, me personally with my teachers. Uh, I mean, if they don't like me, it seems like a them problem. <laughs> so, yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. Um, but I get my work done. Uh, I get all A's and B's. So if they don't like how I act, and, his dad's a good sweet talker, obviously. <laughs> and uh, if they aren't okay with me leaving. Uh, and I get all my work done in that class. I mean, that's kind of them problem. Damn. Yeah, did you guys, so. did you guys, um, anybody play any other sports or anything like that? So like when I was in school, one of the main reasons I, wa- I never raced was I was huge into basketball. Like that was my passion, dedication. Like summers were taken by traveling, doing that, and then playing basketball elsewhere. And then that's why racing late, you know, I never had kids cart or trophy carts or UTVs even at that time, you know, they were building rhinos back then. And, um, (laughs) so to get in, it was a lot harder to get into racing, you know, same with like Kyle, these guys are all, we're all basically pro light guys to start. And so that's what I was when they went V8 to the pro lights, that was me. So I started in, in pro light and you had to adapt quick. You know, we had guys of like RJ Anderson and CJ was still racing, racing at that time already. And so that was the stepping stone class was pro light, you know? And so now it's provided more opportunities and yeah. more youth classes, which is great. Gets people interested in it. Um, but I guess my question is like, are you guys doing any other sports outside of it or any other hobbies, I guess? Well, most of what I do is racing, but I, I mean, this fall I did a little bit of dirt bike racing yeah. and then, I mean, I don't really do much for sports. I, my hobbies are just riding yeah. and, fishing and playing video games stuff a little bit yeah. well, what do you play uh, i play a lot of racing games yeah. racing in <laughs> no you, fortnite you, you no like call of oh, duty oh, you do oh, i racing and yeah, stuff? yeah i do i racing but uh I, I mean i play a ton of fortnite with that new that new That's og young. fortnite yeah. season oh, dude, oh, see, oh, you, guys, you were what nine, nine years old when that came out oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 these little these little yeah i get like young bloods we played fortnite for a while dude i now we i hated fortnite because of the build the build is what like killed it for me because then you had those sweaty dudes out there uh-huh. way that too many you could smell the buddies. must through the microphone yeah. because i'm just like yo like stop <laughs> i thought this was a, a shoot and kill game not a no cap but yeah dude all riz no cap bro <laughs> yeah talk that's like why you them, gotta play so. zero build dude yeah. <laughs> zero build yeah. that. that for the noobs yeah yeah yep that's how yeah yep. no so we played uh we, we played some video games it's fun like we're old guys so like when the white when well not Tito, I guess. Uh, man, don't bring uh, it up. Single. Uh, but, yeah. um, we'll get a little Call of Duty in. But um, kids nowadays couldn't handle the no. Call of Duty. Nope, couldn't handle it. Too mean, man. Yeah. Too mean. Dude, Good. I was on that when I was like six. Yeah. So you, <laughs> I, I, I was the one swearing at people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what, what was told to you that made you stop then? Usually there's someone's got someone's got a Vietnam. Like, like, you know, everyone's got a Vietnam and it's like, oh my God. That hey. one guy said. So when I was uh, like, I mean. When I was a kid, I felt like I didn't race for a while. I was like 12 when I started. And uh, I mean, there's a bunch of kids who I 
we, we sponsor a kid who started when he was like seven. Yeah. And, uh, but I was like, I thought I was too cool for Fortnite and yeah. stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. But like, I played like GTA, of course, and Call yeah. of Duty. But, you know, I, and then I like started getting into racing. And that's kind of what got me away yeah, from video yeah, games yeah. in yeah. general. Time. And yeah. then that's what happens with us. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, shoot, when we were back in the day, we'd play all day long. Oh, for but sure. Yeah. And then, then reality hits. Yeah. Yeah. Reality hits job. You got responsibility, stuff like that. Like even during like the race season, I hardly ever played Call of Duty. But now that race season's over with. What do you, you think know, he so uses in his Call of Duty class? Like multiplayer Call of Duty. What does this guy look like he uses? Riot Shield. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. And rocket launcher. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm that guy who's running around with a riot shield rocket launcher. And here's why I do it, though. So whenever, so we all know search and destroy, right? Mm-hmm. So you you'd, you'd run to a point in the map where you're trying to get an advantage, obviously on the guy, because once you're dead, you're dead. Where you run to that spot, there's a guy sitting already, like sniping. Bam, one shots you, and you're like. You sweaty douche. Yeah. And, and and so I was like, okay, how can I how can I like combat that? How can I counter that? I was like, oh I, I know. So I'll run to the spot with a with a riot shield. They'll shoot it and then they're like, ah, oh, I don't know what to do now. And then usually teammates are rolling with me and he'll kill the guy. And All his strategic is is uh is a claymore. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'll set down claymore. So what I'll do is I'll run to an area that I know is like a popular runway and I'll set it in front of the door. So that when the door swings open, tink, boom. <laughs> Strategic, man. I'm telling you, it's nasty. So we never got to you, Riker, as far as uh, sports go. Are you out there? Uh, just Fortnite. Y- you know, <laughs> yeah. Is it, just, is it just Fortnite? Are you playing sports? Um, well, currently, uh, I'm in hockey, but uh, I'm fully booked. I play uh, in the fall. I do football. And in the summer, I do baseball. But, uh, yeah, currently, I'm missing uh, hockey games to come here. Where, so. uh, where, where do you go to high school at? Uh, Merrill. Merrill. Okay. I was trying to think of like, I'm like, where's the nearest hockey, hockey high school? Like, well, we could play oh, hockey, yeah. but we'd have to go to Rhinelander. Like, so yeah. They do that yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah, but no, it's good. I think you only have so long to like play sports and do yeah. the extra curricular. Life gets busier and busier as you go. And so, uh, and your bodies will get older. So it's always fun <laughs> to fatter. do things while you're young and then, um, you'll enjoy it, but you'll remember the memories of whether whatever your hobbies are you know what i mean getting together with friends on could be call of duty or have other hobbies like enjoy them and uh get out and it can be racing racing is one of your hobbies but eventually it turns to a business or whatever it is like you're still going to have other things that you enjoy and pursue those passions so yeah yeah i mean you you know he's absolutely correct you know you you don't want to end up in this like mindset where you're like this is all you want to do this is all i want to do and and again racing is great you'll be able to race you know after you're not mm-hmm. always going to be able to play hockey you know uh, baseball football or, stuff you know, like even that fishing like yeah. if, if it gets too busy you could you'll you'll i guess miss those opportunities like still go do that stuff because yeah. it's good to have multiple passions and multiple different goals it could be racing goals but you also have life goals and you have different stuff like pursue other things like um yeah you can put all of it in but what happens when you get there you know what i mean so you're gonna get there and you'll be like now what and so if you have multiple different goals you set different standards and you reach for other things yeah like like dude like look at me like i can still get in pro-am uh uh, you know what i mean against me yeah oh absolutely that's what i'll smoke you buddy you stop it you stop it first of all (laughs) I'm building a five seven. He, he's he's lucky. For me. He's lucky. I, he's lucky. I can't, you know, afford a vehicle. 
Whenever hey, we play video games, hey, this is the only stuck, guy I've ever <laughs> let and drove my pro light. Oh yeah, Wait, he's the he, only guy that ever got to drive my pro light. Just to let you know. Was it you that said you could hold it wide through turn one? Yeah, about hundred percent. Two years ago, a hundred percent. You couldn't do it in a five seventy. Yeah, dude, you stop it, man. I'm I'm cranking that bitch. Okay. Pro four. One school bus. There we go. No. So the deal we made, how old are we? Like 19? I don't know. We were, I don't know. We were like 18, 19, 20, something like that. And I made a bet. I was like, I bet I could go through turn one flat footed. And I'm telling Keegan this. He's like, no shot. $1,000. $1,000 bet. I was like, I bet I can do it. So he goes, and he goes, it has to be in a pro truck. And I was like, okay, I can do it. And then he goes, and you can't wreck it. I was like, oh, come you on now. You would, you would bitch out before you got mm. Mm-mm. Just like you're deflective here, it's never happened. Ah, see, listen, I, I, I jumped on that. He's he just gets mad because I, I, I'd hop on a game that he's never, I've never played, <laughs> and I'd go beat him. Well, okay, whatever it is. Okay, so back when so you guys, game. you guys are uh, uh, gamers, right? So you have you guys played Dirt Four? Oh yeah, yep. right, I right, love right? that game. So back back when you could play online, right? I I got I got really good at it. I got really good at it. Like, I was able to, like, throw it in and in different tracks and stuff. What's this clown saying? The guy says... Anyways. <laughs> on, uh, so, in, in, in Dirt 4, so we all jumped online one time. And I was like, oh, like, I'll race Keegan and, and Corey, you know, Kincaid. And mm-hmm. um, we start racing. This dude starts pulling away. I'm like, how? I'm like how, I'm like, how is this? How? So, I asked him. I was like, that's bullshit, man. I'm like, what? I'm like, what fucking cheat you got on? He goes, oh, I go and I tune my vehicle. I'm like, yeah. that's fucking cheating, man. And I'm like, that's cheating. And then I I'm like, won. just because I don't know how to tune shit doesn't mean that you can go and do I was like, stock, stock. Dog. You won't do it. And who still won? He, yeah. he did. They they tell you, like, what the tuning stuff yeah, does. And that's you that's one thing think I think they can it. do better yeah, on man. iRacing uh-huh. is make the vehicles ride a little better uh-huh. when you jump off a jump. Yeah. Like, that's only unrealistic. Yeah, I'm like. Bouncing off. What is this? A rock bounce? Yeah. yeah. I, see, here's the thing. I love watching. I don't know how to do it. I, I I'm sure like if I was able to like get integrated into it, I don't I know racing. like no. I mean like actual racing, like tuning oh, yeah. shit. I don't. I don't. I don't know. It's, I don't know. I, I've done a little bit of iRacing racing stuff. It's cool. The coolest thing about iRacing racing is like the tracks are pretty dang similar. So yeah, especially like in the indie car world and those guys where they can go out on a track and they know it before they even hit it. Yeah. Like that's a huge advantage. And so that's, what's cool. I don't know if, if you can apply it to uh racing as much, like as far as like feel. Yeah. I mean, it'd be hard. Like maybe if you had a good simulator, it'd be cool. Um, but to feel like the G forces and the head banging back and forth and like all that stuff, I think is hard to capture. Yeah. In a car. Yeah. When, I feel, like, I feel like the good game for you and Tito, Keegan, would be Wreckfest. I tried, no, man. We he already, he yeah. doesn't want to do that. I, do I smoke him? He's like, all you do is crash me. No. I'm like, that's a, that's a name in the, it's name of the game. I used to play with Easton Sleeper, and he'd do a full lap. I'd wait for him to get to the other side, and i just smash his car, <laughs> and he'd die. <laughs> that, that'd be him. I, I'd get ahead of him. And he's like, this even isn't even, he's like, this isn't even realistic. You stop it. Don't even start with that Madden shit. Too, like, Don't even start with that shit, man. I'm ranked, bro. That's what you say. Smoke, you fool. Undefeated, Diamond undefeated, two. easy, easy win, easy win. So uh, you're going to Merrill High School in Wisconsin, and then Ben, where do you go to high school at? I go to Gladstone High School. Gladstone in Michigan. I forget that you guys are from yeah. Michigan. Um, so I guess my question for you guys then is, is you know, being in high school, what's your guys' favorite uh, lunch food? 
uh, I, I have this thing that's called ISD. So you get to leave school and go to like oh, some, man. like I, I go to welding. Oh, I just get like Wendy's or, like, or something. Yeah. Like, like irritable bowel syndrome, right? Spoils. <laughs> yeah, Spoil. it, it's awesome. <laughs> we, we, uh, we didn't, what do we got? We could go uh, to pizza Subway. Pockets, pizza you pockets from Subway Sitco. Left yeah, school. maybe Subway. We're in Cranon, so. Yeah. You know, yeah, we're going with fast food quick. Yeah, we're going to Lauders, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to pick up some gas station pizzas. Yeah, yeah. Actually, a chicken and Swiss. Dude, chicken Ooh. and Swiss. Back then, you could just go to the gas station, pick oh, up yeah. a chicken and Swiss for lunch. Dude, that'll make you act up, man. <laughs> well, you, Riker, what's your favorite uh, high school uh, lunch food? Mine was pizza, by the way. I would say chicken spratty, chicken patty and a Sprite. Are you chicken a chicken patty sprite? and a Sprite? This dude's, Dude, a, this dude's a chicken nugget guy Come for on. sure. Are you a nuggy guy? Yeah. You, Big you, nuggies and tenders? You go to eat, like, you go, we're going to a steak restaurant and this dude wants chicken. No. Sprite. Are you really? Yup. Oh. oh. Big night in India. Ask me what was Oh. B-dubs. You went to B-dubs last yep. night? Yup. Now, would you get boneless? Yup. Oh, my goodness, Jeez. man. Probably honey barbecue. Oh, guy. Riker. <laughs> Riker. Dude, see, this is... Oh, you know what? I'm not even going to say none. I'm not even <laughs> well, going to say hey, none. Tito, I got a question for you. Okay. So, rumor on the street is uh, you, Keegan, and uh, my dad went back to your homeland. Yeah. Down in Mexico? Yeah. Yup. <laughs> Mexico? I'm not. I'm native, bro. I'm Mexican. <laughs> that was, hey, that was just a rumor I heard. Oh, listen up. Listen up, man. Mexico was fun. I was so surprised, though, honestly, that to see your dad down there. Because all of a sudden he goes, he taps me, he goes, oh, hey, there's JP. And I was like, what the fuck? He was lost. Yeah, yeah. He's just standing up on the hill. He's like, oh, hey, guys. Yeah. Hola. And I was like, what? Yeah. Like, what, man? So, it's Spanish now. Yeah. Little senorita to yeah. home. He, New mommy for Riker. He, he, he would just say something. He'd be like, oh, this? Con queso. And I was like, oh, all right, hey, man. You'd have some bomb tacos, though. Dude, bomb tacos. I believe it. Dude, and here's the thing, though, too. So, when you go south the border, you get that, like, you get that taste that you want. You know what I mean? And I'm not talking about food. <laughs> I'm talking about something else. You're like, oh, the man. Women? You know, yeah. Oh, goodness. Yeah, because <laughs> we know when you're in high school and, like, these kids... They get distracted, right? Oh, yeah. You know what my coach used to tell me all the time? He's like, you get a girlfriend, you lose your jump shot. <laughs> Same thing happens in racing. You're losing lap time. Yeah. Because you're worried so about right like. Right there. You're like, <laughs> you are. You're times. like, you're thinking like, how am I going to, I got to text this girl back after. Or I got Snapchat. Yep. Right? Yeah. Yep. How many girls you got on Snapchat, right? Ooh, there's a good uh, question. Too many. Too uh, many. He too goes, many. he goes. What about you? I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, I don't count. He's like, God damn. He's I don't know, man, like 30, 36, 37. And you guys are from like That's bigger. numbers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's your Snapchat score? Um uh, do we don't know. Oh, Let's there see. we go. There's uh, a good question. What's Let's that? What's what that Snapchat score? Uh, Let me pull it up. See what that chap said. 481,347. Shut the fuck up. You have a 481,000 Snapchat score? Oh yeah. Dude, I don't know how you're getting homework. Holy done. shit, man! <laughs> These kids are multitaskers, bro. I've had Snapchat since it like no, came out. My what? shit's not that high. It's because uh, they all send me the homework answers. That's what I'm doing, Tito. What? I'll, I'll let you guess mine. Oh, so his was 481. Yep. Look at mine. Is. Guess. Okay, guess. So your uh, Ben was 481. <laughs> no, is yours like million? Dude. 661. No, over. a million? 
Oh my uh, You two have million. two million. Your snap score is two million. Yep. You're out of your fucking mind. Let Mine's me see, 30, dude. Oh my god, dude. Mine's thirty. Two point one million. I mean, dude, you're on the verge of two point two million. Holy fuck, dog! I thought I had a lot. I have that's three thirty-two. Like, that's dude. that's a lot Rusty of snaps numbers. a day. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, two million? Got to keep him on the hotline. Oh my God! Does your phone ever rest? <laughs> no. Oh, is is he? Are you always on your phone? Mm, hey, no, I gotta save time. Got to same time for. Could Fortnite. you go one day without your phone? Yeah, as long as I have my Xbox, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if like the power went out? Could you guys? Could you last one day? I got battery backup. <laughs> got a generator? <laughs> if your dad said, "Give me your phone for the day," yeah. Could you make it? Uh, what would you do? You'd be able to talk. You'd have to talk to people. Well, it depends, <laughs> it depends on the season. It depends on the season. Like what? Is it like fall, spring, winter? Um, uh, a spring day, like yeah. April 29th. Oh, That's yeah. Easy. easy. You could do it without it? Yeah. Go outside. Like winter? Yeah. Ooh, okay. Here's one. Um, January 7th. Yeah. You could go without it? Oh, yeah, on winter break? No. It would wreck all those streaks, bro. Oh, yeah. What, what, yeah. What's your longest Snapchat streak like you've ever had? I'm I over think, a thousand. Oh, a thousand? Dude, I've had like a year. That's it. Oh, really? I think yeah, I think mine was like none, 600. None of my buddies. Hopefully like, with girls. I hope. Yep. Actually, I think. I don't keep them, I don't keep them around for that mine, long. Yeah, yeah. So mine mine was close. I had like keep 900. I think mine was Jeez. like, that was like my longest. Mine's over Man, a thousand. You guys, a thousand? You're kind of just wild. like Tito, you guys. Yeah, damn, dude. I didn't know you were a little player. You no. talk about Riz. Do you have any Riz, though? Or you just you're, you just rely oh, on hey, that racer thing? I was, I was telling you my Riz lines last night, Tito. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. We we're coming up with hey, scenarios. I know Bob's work. got some Riz now. Bob's got yeah. zero Riz. Bob's we, got zero Riz. Man, that, that dude would ditch you in a heartbeat. Dude, I believe it, man. Just like Tito. Hey, this is how bad, like. Isn't it supposed to be bros over hoes? But it never happens. We go down by Tito one time. A bunch of us, probably 15 people. And you know where he goes? Girl's house. To Chicago to see a girl. Chicago? Dude, I, okay, I was dating Shot-town. her. I was, da- I, was, I was dating this girl. We didn't meet her. Never met her. No, uh, white girl. She was... Uh, Did you get so a shot wound I was, while you were at it? So I was, I was 26. She was 21. And uh, I think she was a, a senior in college, f- play volleyball. So she was like five ten, dude. Like only five ten. Dog, yeah. I'm six one. What are you talking about, man? He's hyping it up. So it wasn't that good, bro. Bro, oh, I'll show you pictures, man. <laughs> I'll show you pictures, JP. But uh, no, dude, it, it was one of those where we were dating, and she's like, oh, "I really want you to meet my family." And I was like, "That was ah. his first problem, right?" I was like, "All right, even like, going down to that's a that's a big N O." That's a red flag right there. <laughs> so, dude, so she's guilt tripping me like the, like the whole day. And we start drinking at like what, like 9, 10, something like that? Because it was, there was like a, what it was, was it, a 90s pub crawl. Yeah. And uh, so I started drinking like 9, 10. Dog, I took off at like 2 p.m. He just disappeared. Dude, I just, I just, yeah, I got and my we car and I drove down. Apartment. It's fucking half in the bag. Don't drink and drive, boys. Do not do that. It's the best activity. Hmm. One reason I did it is because we didn't have Uber to get me down there. So that's the only reason you did it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We we ended up people. You'll do a lot of stuff for women. Yes, dude. That's the lesson. Don't do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just say, hey. Yeah, yeah. What's your relationship with God? And that's all you need. <laughs> you don't know anything about God, God, Tito. And that's why Tito is sitting here. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm trying sitting to here. Find a wife. 
still still that searching. Love, still love, searching. Love yeah. is a hard word yes, for TV. Yes. If there's somebody who's won at, at women, it's me. There's Anyways. plenty of fish in the sea, Tito. Plenty of fish in the sea. Yeah. There's a lot of whales too. Yeah, too bad I'm on a fucking pond. <laughs> <laughs> if you go to Crandon Labor Day weekend, there's a bunch of there. Dude, here's the thing. Here's something I noticed at racetracks is like all the hot girls that are there are there with their boyfriends. Uh-huh. Lena. Sucks. Dude, Lena. he goes Lena. You actually, you know what? Dude. Uh, Robert Nash said it, man. When he was driving us around, he was hammered. So what? What's the best track? Lena for women. Lena Bark River. Lena for women. No, dude, dude Bark River sucks. Robert Lena? Nash picked me. I'm, I'm, I'm half in the yeah. bag. I'm half in the bag, bro. And and I think I brought it up to him. I was like, Yo, you seen all these like women around? He goes, There's a honey pot here. I'm like, I could not believe it. I could not believe it. Lena was the spot to go, dude, man. You were intoxicated though. Damn right I was. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's Crandon. There's right. sixty thousand right, hey, hey, people there. Jeffrey's here. Let's stop talking about women. Yeah. So let's uh, yeah. let's talk about your guys' future and uh, you know some wholesome PG content. Um, oh, yeah. You know, when it comes to sponsors, guys. You know, well, do I, you do you watch what you say around? You know, certain certain people, and you know they they you know your sponsors make you feel like you have to that you can't be yourself. No. So here's the you figure out really fast as you get older. You figure out real fast that just being yourself is the be- best thing for you. And so, like, don't put this false persona. Unless you're like Brian Deegan, right? <laughs> Metal militia. Yeah, yeah, dude. But he, in, in reality, he's a family guy, right? Yeah. Like, um, I guess it's way easier to be yourself and realize that right away yeah. than to be someone you're not. And then all of a sudden you're like, hate what you're doing and just... What uh? So what would, do you guys? Would you say everything you say to your dad? Would you say it to someone else? I guess. Oh no. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> yeah. There, there's got to be. There's got to be a line yeah, there. There's and, a line. And trust me, there there'll be a time though where you're gonna come back around and you're gonna tell your dad everything. Like now, I tell my dad everything, and and I feel like like our relationship is as good as it's ever been. Like I like you know again when you're growing up and you're a kid, you know you know everything. Even when I went to college. And even after that, but once I was able to, like, I feel like I could tell him and he wasn't like, you know, didn't necessarily have to be a dad. Our relationship is the best it's ever been. So no, he just shakes his head at him. He does too, man. He, <laughs> he goes. And Tito's uncles. Dude, I dyed my, <laughs> I dyed my hair blonde and my dad's eye like, doesn't surprise me anymore. He's hey. like, Dude, he's so disappointed. I was like, Tito oh, dyed man. his hair. He looked like my lesbian gym teacher. <laughs> Spe- speaking of uh, dyed He looked hair. like he'd be a gym teacher. Uh. Robert still hasn't uh, got through in his bed with his dyed hair. Oh, yeah, that's right, man. What's up? I'm going to shave most of it and just dye the front. Hey, I, just commit, man. Just commit. Just let it go. It's got to be done mm. by the... It's got to be done by so the... You, you, got a, you got a wild widow speak, huh? I think we should huh? shave Riker's hair. <laughs> yeah, damn. Yeah, someone, oh, get, what, what, get him a haircut. Oh, see, that's not that bad. You're going to have hair for a while, Ben. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's right. I got like a three week plan. Just like buzz it, and then you wait a little bit, let it grow, and then just buzz it again. Like that's the way. I haven't paid. Yeah, for it. I, I, I think I think you got to go. When the, they have to start paying. You got to go the right route. Then it changes then. a lot. Like, hey, did you ever see my oh, mullet? No, you got to pay for your oh, haircut. No, dude, I had a mullet. You had a mullet? Yeah. Oh, that was in. I, I think while you're young, you got to let the cabbage grow, man. Yeah, you, you got to. I gotta, just do what I want. Like I don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> would you, dude, would you ever shave? Hey, so when we were in football. We were probably That's freshmen. That's the only bad part. Football, helmets, Yeah, suck. but we were oh, freshmen, yeah. and, and the seniors at that time had that bet of if they didn't win conference, everybody was shaving their head. And so we were freshmen. We got our head shaved because they didn't win. 
And so everybody shaved their head. Oh, yeah. Were you in on? Oh, no, I don't think you did. No, I was I think I, you deflected you, again. No, you, you shaved my head. Because mm. remember, I came out and my mom was so mad. Dude, my mom said, well, she said, what the fuck did you do to your hair? And I was like, oh, we, we lost a bet. Like, we were supposed to shave our head. And she's like, you're going to school like that tomorrow. And I'm like, the, yeah, well, that was duh. kind of the... Because <laughs> we, yeah. we shaved it like on a Thursday one. night. Yeah, no, dude, everyone showed. It's ugly. Never, never shaved kind of look like a cult there. Dude. <laughs> Looking back, you're like, what are all these... You, if, if you want, if you want insecurities, shave your head and see what your head looks like. Awful. Yeah, but, yeah, but it'll get through. You, see, like, like yours, you, I feel like you've grown into your head. Back then it looked, it was like, you know, You gross. just got used to me now. Yeah, maybe I got used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you just do it now. Cause then if you lose your hair, you're just like. I'm native, bro. I ain't losing no hair. You can't even grow it. I'm going to be wonderful. Tito's oh, thing. hold on. He's showing him his. Dude, isn't that, isn't that wild? What? Isn't that wild? Like oh. thousand? Yeah. Dude, I have I have three thirty two. I, I have so thirty thousand. Ben Ben was like, I'm oh, I, I got four eighty one, and I was like, damn, I was like, that's that's like tier. And he goes, when you think I got? <laughs> and then he showed he showed Ben, and Ben goes. <laughs> Dude, his eyes lit up, and I was like, "Oh man, like, like six hundred. Hey, let's like go to your uh, how much time a day is spent on Snapchat? Oh, there we go, screen time. Yeah, screen what's your guys' what's your guys' screen time? Screen time. What do you average a day? Do you want to know that? That dude. You know what's funny is we limit Caden, like so. He gets kind of mad, but he's got like a two-hour <laughs> limit a day, yeah. and it shuts it off. So like when you're over it, you can. Oh, oh, want to know how many my dad has? Uh, 944 snap score. No. These <laughs> are all stories. <laughs> my uh, my Snapchat, um, uh, I got six hours this week. Oh, this week. Okay. Yeah. Huh? And then. Oh, my God. I've got, dude. I've got. I'll go wait, let me show you Instagram. In, you know, Instagram Reels. I'm on that all the time. I got 11 yeah. hours on Instagram Reels oh this week. Oh my god, dude! But I mean, we also been traveling, so yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So you get a little bored. Yeah. See the arrows. I got six hours on Clash Royale. Just <laughs> today? Seven. No, this week. Oh, this was uh, okay. Day. So Jeffrey, how many time? How much hours a day? So uh, my daily average on my phone is uh, seven hours and 42 minutes. Oh, dude, that is a full time <laughs> job. You're on your phone more than people, as much as people work. Uh, Spotify, two hours. Okay, yeah. Instagram, four hours and 59 minutes. TikTok, ten hours and fifty-two minutes. Oh my! A day or like this week so far? Like this week. Okay. What about OnlyFans? And then, yeah. <laughs> and then Snapchat Safari. this week is at sixteen hours and nineteen minutes. Oh, you are you are kidding! You no. are kidding, Jeffrey. What do we go on again? A ask him how uh, his uh, his screen time like this week. Have him read it off again. All right. What's your screen time? I got daily average is seven hours and fifty-one minutes. Snapchat is at 16 hours and 19 minutes. So this, this week. week. 16 hours? 16 hours on Snapchat, bro. This week. Well, I know it. In all fairness, I didn't even know there was like, hey, you need to get off TikTok until you told me about that. Yeah. Okay. You know, everyone knows that, Jeffrey. No, I did not know that. I didn't what do you know mean? you could I didn't know you could be on TikTok that or TikTok that had a warning. Let me see. It, it just goes on its own. Mine, mine did it on its own. I oh, it tells you to get off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where it's like, like hey, it's he time to me, put. He was like laying down. Really? He was like, I couldn't fall asleep. And oh. way to go, Jeffrey. And I was on TikTok for a while, 
and it told you to go yeah, to bed. Him, I, I, not me. Uh, I'm not on that long. I, my, I got a I'm, life. I'm four hours and eighteen. Four minutes. hours. Average. Okay, let's see. Let's see what my screen time is. I'm down twenty two percent though. Where do you find? Oh, never mind. It's right there. Mine's at two hours and forty six minutes. Two hours fifty. Oh minutes. man, and and you know what the most today? used is TikTok. Oh, TikTok. Oh, what's That's today? What's today? TikTok what's today? is the most I got ten used. hours and fifty two minutes on TikTok. Oh, you know what's wait, funny? Wait, Maps is this week's. Tito, think of this. No, think of 16 hours of Oh, only hey, you're doing good. Hey, hey, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, how, how you, no, 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 no. I, I only snap the people I want to snap. And then at the end of the day, I go through all my snaps, snap them back. This guy, man. I have uh, four hours and 59 minutes of screen time. Like, for example, right now. That's I have, not bad. I have 108 what's, what's people your... on delivered right now. Really? All right. Oh. TikTok. 14 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck, bro. I've been on TikTok for 14 hours this week. I've been oh six. Want to know what my screen time today is? Because we've been walking around the whole time. Hey, 51 minutes. Yeah, really? That'll help your yeah. average. Yeah. Yeah, let's see. Dude, I got an hour and a half on Snapchat this week. That's it. All right, Tito. Do you watch college football? I do. What's your favorite uh, college football team in the top 10 right now? In the top 10? Yep. Ooh. Um... I don't know, man. I mean, I'm not like hoping any of them win, like because because think about it, like so I'm a, a Notre Dame, I'm fan. a Wisconsin and Notre Dame fan, Boo. so it's like I like anything Big Ten. I'm like ah, like I don't know about a big fan. I mean, what's your thought on the FSU, thing? dude? I was so pissed off that FSU didn't make it. It just kind of was so uh, upset. No, I'm happy. You know why? Why? Michigan State can go dino. I mean, Michigan can go. Dino. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, was, I hope Bama, Bama, they just yeah. Bama can come into Michigan and just absolutely destroy their world, send them back, and they will never win a college football game. I had So then the thing of it, too, is they're like, oh, like it's not about what team deserve it. It's the four best teams. It's like, oh, well, then why even play the season? Yeah. Why why go 13-0 and and win your conference? Well, next year it's going to 12 teams. Well, yeah. And I, and and I think that's how it should be. I think I, they yeah, should shorten the should season yep. and do more playoffs. I agree. I think you do, but but that's why you had so many conferences, was to play less games. Mm-hmm. Now it's like you have 14, 15 games that you're playing. Before it was, you're playing, what, you, you go 12 and 0 and that was it? That was it. Oh, Jeffrey messed it up for you or what? Yeah, he screwed up all my stuff. Yeah, try to try to push the, the elbow in so it's not so like leaning over that way. I mean, yeah, I could understand why I've sued and get in because they're on the yeah. fourth or Third but that's a, they're TV, undefeated. But, but that's the thing, though. What yeah. about Cardell Jones from Ohio State? The very first year they did the playoff, he was the third string quarterback for Ohio State, and yeah. they were the and they were the four seed. True. I mean, I'm no mathematician, but hey, I'm just happy Ohio State got rid of <laughs> Kyle McCord. I dude, I first of all, I hate Ohio State, man. I hate Ohio State. I always said if God ever made a mistake, it was Ohio State. Guess what, Tito? You are not a Ohio State fan. Yes. Dog. You've never seen his Instagram stories? Those are fake. It's all what it is. O-H-I-O. What are you doing? Why? Now I understand hey, why. Hey, Tito, guess what, though? Cool. I have one simple question. Who came into Notre Dame this year and beat Notre Dame? You know what? I would rather let Michigan beat Notre Dame every single year as long as Ohio State never won that national championship ever again. I'd be 100% fine with that. I'd be okay with Ohio State beating Notre Dame, Wisconsin every year if it meant Ohio State never winning a national championship. Hey, I'd be fine with that. I'm also really happy because my boy Marv Harrison, he's coming back. 
Dude, yeah, he's, tra- he's transferring, bro. No, he's going to Portal. So who's going to win the uh, Super Bowl? Super Bowl. Dolphins. Super Bowl predictions. He's, Dolphins, you think? Dolphins. Oh, bro, I tell you what. Lions. I'd be okay Lions with that. Fan, but I'd be okay with that. You're a Lions fan? I'm not. I'm oh. a Packers fan. I was oh, born okay. in Wisconsin, but like yeah. the Lions are like Are the Packers going to make the playoffs? I think they'll uh-huh. make the playoffs. Packers are going to make the playoffs. I'm, 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 I'm going hot take here. I think Packers make the six seed. Because seven seed gets you in, but I think they're going to go six seed. They, they might make Lo- the playoffs, but they're to play a little better. The wild card. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Packers will lose right away in the wild card, too. I, I think I think making it is cool, but I, I, I just don't I think, think they'll put together one, a game. I don't think there's one team that stands out this year. That's what's been. No. Yeah, like after the, after the just, Chiefs lost, the Eagles lost hard. To, I mean, maybe the Niners. Yeah, but I mean, but no one wants the fucking Niners. No one wants the Niners. Lost to the Cardinals. That's what I mean, man. It's I don't know. I I think the NFL is hard to predict this year more than anything. I I, I hope I hope it's the Dolphins. I really do. Tyreek Hill, dude. Tyreek Hill. Bang. Uh, all right, man. Do you have any other uh, questions for our uh, our middle school special that we got going yeah. on here? Our middle school session. Any uh, high school related? Are you terms? guys? Uh, are you, <laughs> What are you doing in Indy? Obviously, you can't do much, but uh, you going? Did you do some carts or anything like uh, that? Well, uh, right now I got a bet with one of the VP guys, Kevin. I'm about to make the easiest twenty dollars of my life tonight. Right? Are you going to the cart track? Yup. Last time, JP only brought me down here once with VP because I took the win. Oh, you want to know something? Uh, this is my first time coming with him. So yeah, well, he's smart. <laughs> Where's the uh, where's the car track at? Like out on the like Lucas Oil Stadium. Yeah, we is it the same one we went K1? to? Yeah, K one over there. Oh, I thought oh, you guys were talking about the one, one right there. Tito, you want to race? Dog, I can't can... even fit in one of those carts, man. Okay, Otherwise, I'll, I'll give dude, you one lap head start, dude. You one give lap. me you give me a seat that I can fit in. I'll oh, give Tito, I'll give you a head if start. Tito, get within. If, if Bob can fit, you can fit. Hey, you you fit in the here, in the K one? I'll make a bet with you. Do you think you can get with two seconds of my time? Yeah. I bet you, hundred bucks you can. Within like two seconds of like 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 so your, like your, yeah your best time my best actually, time yeah that's how they oh, go a hundred percent hey hey you know what Tito hundred bucks I feel like you should we go do versus it Bob me versus Bob I bet you bro Bob. we're we're talking me versus Key and I, I mean he's he's Bob will whoop your dude, ass dude this is we're, <laughs> listen oh, dude, he's a spotter listen we're we're talking pro two versus pro four that guy's a sixteen hundred buggy dog <laughs> we ain't even oh. we ain't even worried about Bob Nash so Tito. So you think you could you, two seconds? Two seconds of you? Oh, dude. Tito, I got a, I got a no, good I'm question for you. What's the racing line? What's the racing line? Yeah. For Keegan or what do you mean? Just normal asphalt racing line. What is it? White. I don't, I don't know. Exactly. Did you say white? Just hold on. Yeah. No, it's outside, yeah, inside, yeah. outside. Apex. Oh, yeah. No, oh. that hit for him. I was I, talking I, about. Yeah. Just hold on. I don't know what the terminology <laughs> is, but I know how to nah, carry on. I know how to carry momentum into a turn. He's a big you don't guy. know nothing. He's I'm a not big doing. guy. He's got to carry momentum. I am the momentum. <laughs> I think it should be a challenge. It just can't stop. Yo, listen, you don't want this smoke, dog. I tell you what, uh, there, there, I think I think there's one person going on. I think there's one person I'd probably lose to. It, it's here. That's about it. Otherwise, you know, you know, three guy. of us. I mean, you know, no if, offense. If you're really light. No I, offense, that, young bloods. That's one thing. Like those light guys are quick, uh-huh. they, especially on the carts. Mm-hmm. That's why I wish they would. Uh, it'd be funny, like if they made carts like adapted to uh, weight. Oh like, yeah. So okay, if you're light, you get this much power. If you're heavy, you get this much power. Like, yeah. That'd be cool. No, I, you know, I get it. You'd the, be too much power for you though. Yeah. All right, let, let me go first. Put it this way: if you can pass me, you win. 
Okay. Right. Wait, that's the uh, that's the objective. But pass, pass you. Yeah, yeah. Does it like, have to be clean? Dog. No. Uh. Uh-uh, because I ain't gonna be clean. Oh, 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 oh remember oh. Crandon? I, I ain't gonna be. <laughs> dude, <don't laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that I'll last turn. I'll pass you no matter dude, what. Dude, dude. His spotter was right next to me when he did that shit. Because he goes, motherfucker. I told him watch the inside, and I was like, I was like, oh damn, dude. I the worst going with is like. Jarrett Brooks and Sheldon Creed were young at this time and we we're out in California <laughs> and they're like yeah we're gonna go race at the track it wasn't no race it was a demo derby yeah. and we're like we're like you guys are gonna they got kicked out the, we were supposed to have three times <laughs> the first time on the track yeah. we're all off I'm like how did I get lumped into this group yeah and those guys are funny Creed Creed's a good driver that's uh, one thing I always said like Sheldon you know, if you look at all these NASCAR guys and all these guys that move up, there's like one thing in common. They've came from some sh- sort of sort of like dirt background. Yeah. Like learning to control car. Car control is like huge. And like even last night, like you said, you could tell who the dirt track guys were. Oh, yeah. They put them on that slick track out there. Nobody, you know, Kyle Larson, you look at him, Jimmy Johnson, all these guys came from some sort of uh, dirt background. Yep learning to car control something different and they've been successful so um not many people have just come out raced asphalt and been like super successful yeah yeah not very common uh last question i got for you guys before we uh, get boogieing is uh you know for for both you guys you know what is what's the end goal you know what, what what's the ultimate dream so far for you guys as far as like racing goes like do you do you want to advance up like into you know like pro light pro two pro four or do you want to go into like other disciplines you know like like nascar or uh you know indycar or anything else like that like what what's what's the aspirations um me personally uh probably you don't know what he's uh, doing tomorrow yeah <laughs> pro two probably either pro two or pro four red bull cup champ there we go there we go what you mean, been honestly i want to do it all but i i mean it's a little out of the out of the books right now, but I think IndyCar is the coolest. Yeah, thing ever. open yeah. wheel. But yeah. I mean, I I would I love this stuff, and I'd love to keep doing it if I did that. But it's like there's there's so much. Yeah, stuff you're, that you guys are gonna learn. It. Like yeah. it's gonna be give and take as you get older. Like Jimmy Johnson always said, yeah. "Be careful what you wish for." Right? Like he was in NASCAR, but then he had to give up short course and he exactly. had to give up some other stuff. So. Uh, it goes back to like the passionate side and, yep. and, um, yeah, you can make a million bucks, but you'll spend a million bucks. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So a lot of it, it, it'll go into it and you make, you'll make decisions as you get older and you decide what you like and hopefully you guys develop a family and, and then, uh, but wish nothing but success for you too. So thank you. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Anything uh, you guys want to say before we, uh, before we sign off? I got one more topic, Tito. Oh God. Okay. Who's your uh, bet for 450 this year? Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, for uh, Supercross? Yup. You know what? I'm, it's I'm, gonna be a good Supercross. I'm thinking with my heart and not with my head. Uh, JB, Justin Barsha. Whoa. For for the championship? <laughs> that's why I said my heart, not my head. What? But uh, heart, you, you heart, heart, not my head. You Probably don't see me. Lawrence. You don't see me picking Keegan for the Pro Two no, Championship, no. do you? Hey, no, but Eli Tomek revenge tour. He goes no. Eli Tomek. Oh, stop. Dude, you talk. You talk long. about me. Me I'm picking. Talking, I'm telling you. Eli Vinch or Eli. I, I think it's it's gonna be a good battle between you know. Well, I got I got to go with Sexton because my dad owns a KTM shop back in his yeah. Escanaba. But I think 
Okay, Jets gonna wrap it up with like twelve rounds to go. You think so? You yeah. Think oh, like, you're, are you you're picking Jets? I think Jet? it's gonna, think oh, it's he, gonna be close. Gonna, come on, he's gonna come kill. On. I, I think it's gonna one. be close. I but I think Chase, if Chase can like stop losing the front end, I think he'll be up there. I with think him. this is like the closest it's been in a long time because like when you look at like Bubba Stewart and, and yeah. these guys, like they were always chasing someone, and even. Uh, isn't uh, Malcolm coming back? He's yeah, in Mercy yeah. 250. I, mean, yeah, I love well, Malcolm. Malcolm, they've, they've got a show bike out here for him. Malcolm's right over pick. at the Malcolm's your pick? Ooh. I want to see him get a win. Oh, that, dude. oh my God. We, and, and you know what? Because he's a bigger guy. He's like the problem. biggest guy on the bike. Yeah. So hopefully they put he, a lot of whoops in well, there that, for him, so. That's the problem. He gets gassed let's, so yeah. quick. Let's go one but, more and let's do the layup. 250. Hayden Deegan. Hayden Deegan, dude. Come on. Wait, wait, That's why I said layup. Wait. Or, or we don't know who's running what. No so, Hunter. Yeah. Do you think, you don't think well, Hunter's he's 450. going up to 450. Oh, you went up to 450. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I, I Shimoda's didn't know that. at 250. Sh- Shimoda, I don't think he'll be as fast because he's not used to his Honda. Yeah, but I mean, it's like he he was showing ton of speed at the end of the year with that uh, SMX. But I mean, it's just different bike. He's I don't know if yeah. he's gonna be up there with him. Maybe by the end of the year. I think Hayden's. Yeah, Hayden's what, gonna what, check he's, out. He's competitive, so yeah. Like I said, like he's gonna uh, send it, especially, especially with like Hunter leaving and and, and last and year's rookie yeah, year, yeah. and he finished his second. It's so wild. Hunter God. just dominated the first part of the season. But all right, gentlemen, dude, thank you guys so much for uh, again taking time out of your day. You know, dads. You know, JP, Ben. Uh, you know, uh, Brian. Sorry. Uh, thank you guys so much uh, again for taking time out of your day. Uh, sitting down chatting with us kind of getting to know you know what it's like to be a, a racer you guys' age and just kind of your hopes aspirations and, and kind of what you got planned for next year you know thank you keegan uh jumping in and uh you know giving these guys is some this your guys' advice. first pri no this is my second 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 damn my I like first this show this is like one of my first shows because like, this is awesome well show. fun this is like yeah it's all racing mm-hmm. and uh we're building our own stuff so it's like you get a little bit of sponsorship stuff done and you can go and see all the new parts and i say uh we do this again at KOH. Yeah. yeah you we, want to come KOH? Yeah, yeah I, I, we should be there. I, I, we should I be there. Um, I will, I will see about the, uh, the podcast equipment because then it mm-hmm. comes in a, in a, in a container and then it's just an extra suitcase yeah. that we have to, we have to buy. So we'll have we'll, to do it inside. Wow. It's a little windy. <laughs> we, we thought of, the, maybe we'll do it for next year, Baja. Baja next yeah. Year. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. So. All I right, gentlemen. You. Thank you guys so much, man. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Yep. Thanks. Another Applebee's commercial. Yeah, yeah. And we are back from our uh, second or third Applebee's commercial. We're still here for uh, day two at the uh, PRI show in uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. In the uh, Indiana Convention Center here at the Vision Wheel booth is the Impulse Show presented by Vision Wheel. We just got done talking to a couple of high schoolers, and now we're going to move on. And we're going to talk about a youth program, and we're going to keep the ball rolling as far as like that goes. I'm joined here by uh, the spotter for uh, for Record Remington. We've got Robert Nash. <laughs> Oh man, that's uh, that's quite the introduction. You got nothing else? Nah, dude, I, I got plenty more to say. Yeah. But from from what I saw Riker saying, I don't want I don't want to get the look. 
I don't want to get the hey dog. Yeah, yeah, that's about what it was. So uh, <laughs> yeah, he should have had a headset on when he was answering your questions because he needed some help. Mm-hmm. And then also to his right, we've got the uh, intern for Pro Car. We've got Cole Dabbler. <laughs> What's up, everybody? What's God going? damn it, Tito. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be mad because you're still on intern level, right? Uh, dude, I am. Better places. Someone else stay there. messaged me yesterday, too. They're like, damn, still the intern. Because I was like, <laughs> I was like on the I was on the back of the cart and I was carrying the uh, the camera. And uh, like the guys were around me and I was just, I was like that. They're like, damn, you still look like the intern. That, like, whole, Shit. that whole time watching that video yesterday, I just saw Jeffrey just giving straight death glare. I think he was popping tires off of that, off of that scooter. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. Dude, it was, oh man. Here's the thing though. I was like, I carried his camera back. So I figured, you know, I'll, uh, I'll lend a helping hand. So and- he just had to walk. Yeah, he yeah he just did. He just had to. They, they went all the way from the stadium to their their office door is like down this way, and like I think one more over. So it, it it's quite a haul, and those cameras aren't you know the lightest. So I figured I'll, I'll lend a helping hand whenever I can. And I got a ride, got a little chauffeur ride. So good cousin, good cousin. That was yeah. see that, that that's internship. And and dude, speaking of internship, I brought him a coffee this morning. Was there? Were you making up for something? Uh, no. So I woke up and uh, I finally got some good sleep tonight. And I woke up and they're like, hey, can you like, can you bring us coffee? And they gave me their coffee order. I was like, yeah, sure, man. I'll stop by Starbucks. I'll go get it. And as I'm in line, I'm going to go read their order. I see that it says like, oh, can you bring coffee to the stadium? And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, dude, that's going to be a haul and a half. Like, I'm not trying to carry coffee, you know, across the city. And I was like, hey, is there any way that you guys can meet me? And they're like, well, you know, if, if you want to just drop them off at the office or just like leave them in the refrigerator by vision wheel, you can. I was like, well, that's, I was like, how long are you guys going to be there? Like till noon? I'm like, dude, there's no point in like an iced coffee at that point then. So I was like, ah, I'll, I'll go. So I ordered the coffee. Dude walked all the way there. I had a heavy flannel on. I was fucking sweating. I still haven't put the flannel back on. And, uh, but, but you're, you're still sweating right dude, now. Just dude, working it off. Dude, I'm glad it's cold in here. And uh, it so was, it was hot at near earlier. Yeah. Like earlier this morning when we first walked in. Yeah. It was like everything. They finally went and opened up the doors up here and turned the fans on because it was warm. And yeah. Walking in. So no, dropped off the coffee. Uh, did a did the good, good um, employee thing and made sure the boys were energized. Yeah. Dude, how, how, how is your how is your first PRI experience? Like I came here the last time I was here, I was probably 21, 22 is when I was doing dirt late model stuff. Yeah. So how is your first seeing this? Like you guys got here, what, Tuesday night, right? Yeah. Yep. Tuesday night. So now seeing all like, there is so much drag racing here. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I feel like I haven't really gotten the the, the true PRI experience. I haven't gotten a chance to walk around mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, check out a bunch of booths. So like I, I've seen some things like coming in and out in different directions. But as far as like exploring, I haven't gotten that chance. I, I There are some cool booths here. Um, again, I don't have any skin in the game as far as racing goes, but it has been, it's been fun, man. Like, like it's, it's really cool to be able to kind of have the podcast set up and be able to talk to people and just kind of get the lowdown on obviously the big news for sure, of course, but then also talk about, you know, like you said, what, what we're seeing here at PRI, you know, right. we're, we're seeing different series that show up, you know, world of outlaw, NHRA, IHRA, you know, uh, IndyCar, you know, you've got different vehicles here. And that was a hot topic that we talked about early this morning. With uh, Jim Beaver, Corey Winner, um, you know, and a couple of the other guys was that, you know, we've got one one short course truck here. 
And that's it. You know, we, we, we don't have much representation here. And I, I think it's just one of those where being here my first time, you see how important it is for the networking. You see how important it is to get eyes on it. And, you know, just a suggestion, you know, towards champ is like, hey, man, here, there's an opportunity here. Right. You know what I mean? Right. There, there are a bunch of series here. I mean, get a, get a booth. I mean, it's 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 worth. I feel my first time here. I feel it's worth the price of admission Interesting. To, it, to set something up. It is. I mean, they talk about having partners, sponsorships and everything with the series and, you know, different people. I mean, this is a perfect place to go and try to showcase what you have. And especially yeah. with those main brands on just showing and explaining what you have to offer, yeah. especially in an area like this, where it's every single, anything that has a motor, it's pretty much here. Yeah. And, uh, and I think like people come, come here and look at Keegan's car and have no idea no, what right, it does. No. You know what I mean? Guys that are drag racers or, or circle track guys are like, oh, it's, it's badass, but what does it do? Yeah. Like, like they have to, you know, almost watch it online or something to see what they can actually do. So, um, what was I going to say now? Uh, I, I had that in the uh, in the elevator um, where somebody asked what I was doing. I was like, oh, I, I help film for like short course offer. They're like, oh, what's that? I'm like, dude, we're, right. we, we're yep. at PRI and you don't know what short course is. And, and, and it's that was crazy for me. Like, I get it. If, you know, Mary Jo Beth, who's working at, you know, Fleet Farm, doesn't <laughs> know what you know short course off road racing is. Fuck me. But but if you're here at PRI, you know what I mean? You got to have a good inkling of like all the sports that are out there. Like like there's not a lot that I don't know about for for racing, but for you to not even like know, like that's wild. But it goes it goes to the same saying that everybody has been saying for years. It's the best kept secret. Yeah. And it's it proves it coming down here of yeah. what needs to be more done in a marketing atmosphere. Yeah. Like I honestly wish you guys had like like Rush or something playing here. We uh, like, we, we thought it. about we. So if this TV had Wi-Fi, we we'd be playing it. Just because it's like you walk. Okay, so say I'm a I race Indy Lights and I have no idea what this car does, and you walk past and see Keegan and those guys coming through turn one at 105, yeah. like completely sideways. They're like that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't care who you are, what you do, that shit's badass. Yeah. So right? we 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 kind of threw like a panic. Uh, panic uh uh video together where we just had like keegan edits and uh so hold on what's going see. on man yeah look at this so then yeah so like like this we've got just the uh the gopro footage from from that so we're able to kind of play this because i mean it's whatever but otherwise like we've got damn i'm out here live on a podcast and shit fucking <laughs> that's not going good you're yeah. showing me desert clips bro Oh, see, lo- see, can't even load properly. Sick. And this is why Tito brings the coffee to Jeffrey and Lyle. Yep. yep. So, um, it, it's just the representation here is just off, and it's something like like I said. I've I've, I've said earlier today. I've said plenty of times. Um, it's a great opportunity. It's a great opportunity. I I, I wish we would have been able to kind of figure out the whole. Um, video thing here I, di- I didn't know that this that this was going on here at vision wheel where they're able that they had tvs and they're showing stuff like that right so for next time next year you know if we're invited back if, if we come back and we're here at the vision wheel booth or hopefully hopefully you know champs got their own their own booth we're able to provide stuff like that yeah we, we can put together videos and we can showcase it because here's the thing is you, you think about how many drivers are already down here and you ask any one of them 
any one of them, hey, can we use your truck to put on display for our champ at uh, our champ booth at PRI? Who's going to say no? I don't think there's a single single person that would say no to it. I mean, it's free. It's not. It's free marketing for champ to do it, but it's just promoting themselves at the same time. Yeah. Why you would have to be an absolute idiot to not yeah. want to do that? It's like you put. CJ's, Keegan's, you, you do one from each or, or one right. a champion from each one. Hey, here's your payoff. Your your, your, your car is going to be put on display at PRI then. Yeah, yeah. come show up. And, yeah. I think that I think that's a great idea right there. It's like you you have a full spot. This is what we're going to do at PRI. You show the champions from this season. We showcase what short course yeah. off-road is. Yeah, and then and, and again for like champ off-road, like if if, uh, you know, Brody's their go-to guy, he's got plenty of footage that he can throw together a clip like for CJ for, for Cordy Winter and then for KGB. Like, there's there's plenty of footage that they can put together yep. and showcase, like, the champions or even showcase the class on what they're capable of. You know what I mean? And and, and if it's, like, a like like a rush thing, we can put it on a file and and, and upload it and play it. Like, right. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I still think, like, the biggest thing is that people just don't don't see it. They've never seen it before. Yeah. You know, if they, if they used to see it on TV, that would be like, oh, now I'm going to watch the series because because it's so cool and there's so much going on. Like it's short races, but the action is, is hard to beat. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, what, like I was growing up, like I grew up straight turtle. That's all I knew. That's all I grew up doing. It was like, we went to the racetrack every Saturday night, Friday night, whatever. And we're following with the late model. And then once we got out of that, and then I got started in the more officiating side of going into racing. Then I was starting to get my, like my view widened on different things. I, I'm not going to lie. When I was 20, 21 years old, I didn't know who Jenna Greaves was. Yeah. Because that wasn't something that I was raised in. Yeah. And I was only an hour and a half away from Cranon. Yeah. Like, that was just not my thing. And then I went to my first ever off-road race was going to Crandon. I was like, why have I not been told about this? Every time I heard about brush runs, all I heard is Hillbilly Haven. That's yeah. all I heard. <laughs> What's your point today? Which yeah. is, it's yeah. your point today. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. That's real life. Yeah. But it's like, all of a sudden, you... All of a sudden, the pros came out. All of a sudden, I saw a super stock truck for the first time. I was like, man, I was like, this is, fuck that oval shit. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's baller. Much, that's what it went to. And and like I said, it, like, it, it's a shame. I, I was on a whole soapbox area about how earlier, uh, about how, you know, back in the day, I feel like there were more eyes on it than there are now. And social media is, social media is king. Yep. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, views Absolutely. are everywhere. Clicks, likes, shares, dude. Yeah. All of it is, is is king, man. I was just talking before with a guy that raced for a while, and it's like, dude, I remember, like, doing stuff with LaDukes when I was a kid. Like, race wins. How many race wins did you get? How many championships did you get? No, there was no social media. No one cared. Yep. It was yeah. win races, be on the podium, sell our product. Now it's like, yeah, yeah. if you show up and race, cool. Like, how many social media followers? Like, yep. those guys, like, that. Yeah. those days have changed so much. And people, so and people knew your stats. Like, everybody, like, didn't have to go and look it up. Everybody knew what yep. your stats were because they had to go and look for it. Yeah. They had to go and actually find it. Magazine, newspaper, anything. Oh, uh, yeah. Actual oh, website. Yeah. Like, an older website back then where you had to go and find it. And everything was promoted like it is now with social media. And it's just overlooked by how many followers or how many people you have on your social social feed. You know, it's, it's like you said, it's social media is king. Social media is king. And, uh, you know, like you said, you guys, you know, talk to me uh, about, uh, you know, wanting an opportunity then to talk about your guys's, um, uh, what was it, a youth school, youth class that you, uh, Potentially, you guys wanted to introduce? So it's still kind of in the works. But so Bob and I both had a racer. He had Riker and I had Corbin Wasberg last year for 570. And we had both been working them since they were very, very young. I've been working with Corbin since he was in the go-kart days. And Bob's been around many, many racers working with LeDuc back back years ago and doing that. And he's been 
Bob is probably one of the most talented spotters that you could have or just a person on a team to go and actually change your repertoire of a driver personally. Not car, like, of course, he knows his way around the car and everything, but driver personality, driver driving style. What needs to change with the car that we can fix in the driver first before we go into these bigger situations? So it's like we we've had the experience of teaching and now it's like we go and see the biggest thing we see is in the spotter stand of a parent or person who is just it's just not there and you can see that it's just hurting kids and especially it doesn't make them want to stay in racing like we talk about trying to keep short course alive and thriving and wanting to go well the first place first place you got to start with is the kids that you want to keep into racing so that way you have a future for the sport kids getting screamed at and yelled at all fucking day they're not going to want to come back why would why would a kid ever want to go in and hop back and into a car ever yeah 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 i mean like i we you know we spotted for a couple classes and you have to go up i go up early usually and sit in there and watch the first race and man so there's some 570 parents and 170s i mean those 170 kids can't even see it they're looking between the steering wheel (laughs) right and just like i mean it's like a two o'clock in the morning drunk dad just scream and yell go 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 kid turn into him it's like Turn into Bro, them. like you, you better doing? fucking do this better and all this just yeah. swearing. So like, I just and think so the kids, I, yeah. kids get to podium and it's is crying. So because <laughs> he didn't win. And like, we're like, wow. I would just walk down and talk to Cole. I'm like, bro, did you see that? Like, did you yeah. just witness that? And it's like, it's so terrible. And, you know. So we talked about, you know, wanting to do something cool and trying to make, you know, make those relationships better and and just keep those kids that are like want to race and having fun racing. Give them a good, you know, help them out. So then, uh, what what is the uh, concept, or I guess the idea behind it? Is this is this something that you want to do, uh, like 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 a four day program, or is it like a weekly program? Do you guys have like like what's kind of the uh, the the concept of it? Like, do you want to do like workshops where then? You know, like, is it like, hey, parents go one way and then a child goes another way. So you can help at least understand or, you know, help these parents understand, like, you know, yelling and screaming at these kids is the best way to do it. There is a time and a place for it. Right. But as of right now, they're they're just learning to drive and, and they're not in that mindset of of driving to win around them. They, they're trying to hone in their skills. We, we want to put this out there first that this isn't a daycare service, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 do cur- I do currently run one, and I'm not interested in it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> but um, so the main gist of it is we want to go and do it. You know, we're, we're just starting off. We want, we're feeling the waters right now. We're not officially going to completely announce. This is still kind of a Tito's gay. personas of what we want to go and try to get to. Um but our plan is that we want to go into weekend classes, like a couple weekend classes of, um, you know, looking at the age where they can start making up their own decisions for racing. Like yeah. 170s is still a little bit too young where the driver is, it's pretty much gas and go. You know, 570s start to learn into a car now about finessing it. It's very top heavy. So you can't go into a full force, same with short course cart and mod cart. So there's potential classes that we're looking at right now um, about starting off with like you take them you know explaining the the ideas that you have behind driving when you go and do a track walk what are you looking for you're looking for ruts you're looking for dry spots you're looking for wet spots anything that can go and affect your car especially beginning of the race as the track changes over time 
And a lot of the kids, you get done with driver's meeting, first thing you want to do is they want to go and see a sight lap, but it's just... Just, just, just go kids falling off of golf carts yeah. And, yeah trying to do wheelies across the track and shit which is i mean if i if there was a track walk when i was a kid right on yeah don't get me but, wrong like I, i'm a kid like of course but now I'm it's going like, to race, see my friends and everything but now it's getting to the point of that age where you're gonna race or are we wasting money yes like if you're yeah. like if you're in a 570 dude like it's a pretty close to be like a race car you know what yeah. I mean? like it's right. it's not it's not a thousand dollars at the you know and go have fun with your family like it's you're going and traveling and taking RVs and all that shit that comes along with racing. Like it's so, yeah, you just want to see, I just hate seeing kids get burned out. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. if you have a shitty football coach. You just say, fuck it and quit. Yeah. Like, yeah. um, so where, where would you guys want to, you know, kind of conduct something like this? So, uh, I guess is, would it be just like you two or are you like looking for someone else to, to help out with you? Or do you guys have like a space or are you guys going to do it? Like, so you know. our, th- our thought right now is uh, potentially it's going to be, you know, mainly Bob and I going and, and working with the kids in classes, learning teaching lines and so on. Um, we're open to bringing any guests, you know, if Keegan, CJ, anybody like that. I mean, kids look up to these racers. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want to go and have someone there that, yeah. you know, like to amp them up, to get them pumped up, like to get them a little fire, you know, kick their ass a little bit to get them wanting to go and push their limits a little bit yeah. better. You know, it's like we can, we're, we're the people that are behind the scenes and going and helping these drivers. But at the end of the day, like drivers like that is what really goes and kind of fuels it at the same time too. So we're all open, you know, we're, we're still in the, like I said, we're still in the midst of kind of planning and everything right now. It's still a talk, but we're still, we're, we want to feel the waters. We want to see if that's something that's a good potential. If parents think it's a good idea, you know, it's anybody listen to this podcast. I mean, we, we're not against hearing your feed on what we do. I mean, if it's, if it's, if anybody thinks it's a waste of our time and that's the percentage that we get, then that's fine. We'll go on our day and we'll work with our drivers that we have and what we're doing right now. But we definitely feel there is a need for education for youth to go and learn and want to stay in the sport. Yeah. And, and you know, <clears throat> you know, uh, what, what you had said is like, hey, you know, you wanted to come on in and talk about it. And, and uh, you know, I know it's, it, it's an early concept and, and you know, right. the, the foundation hasn't necessarily been laid down. But no, I, I I think it's great. I think it's great. I think it's wonderful. I think it's awesome that, you know, you two recognize that. And you see that in the, you know, younger classes where, you know, it's just you guys care about these younger drivers. You, you care about the sport where you said you don't want these kids to be burnt out. You, right. you, you don't want, you know, uh, you, you don't want parents kind of being that parent. You know, you, like you've seen it where they're hounding their kids. You're like, ah, well, if only if they knew. And again, it comes out to education of it. So, you know, what would you guys be thinking as far as like, you know, price point goes? Is this, again, is it like a four-day thing? Is it a weekend thing? Is it, uh, you know, every Saturday for four weeks? You know, I guess that I know it's a very early on stage, but but I do love the concept of it. Yeah. So we're just talking about doing like a Saturday-Sunday deal. You know, um, potentially the same class, you know, maybe Saturday and Sunday is 570s if there's that much, if we think there's that much work, but we could do Saturday 570s, Sunday short course carts or something like that. You know what I mean? See what the, see what the demand is. You know what I mean? But I think that like there's someone to like go through the lines and stuff like that to coach a little bit. Like, I think you'll see big improvements, not even at the like upset soccer moms that are screaming like complete crazy in the stands and yelling at the kids, but like just the just to get them a little like i think those kids you'll be able to see the change like yeah. Riker sees it you know what i mean he'll do something and i'll tell him like 
you can't do that. Like you have to, you have to stay tight here. Or you have to go out there. And then he'll, I'll ask him like, did you, did you feel like what I was talking about? Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense to me now. You know, like, yeah, those guys, those young kids get in that mode of just kill. Like I have to win. I want to pass. And it's like, they blow three corners and go lose four spots doing it. So that's like, you know, a little bit of critiquing. And like I said, I'm, not saying that I'm anything special, but I've been around a long time and, and done a lot of cool stuff and, like, and seen the, it. The best example we had of showing how to, like, Bob and I had the best battle last year with our drivers at Lena. Like, Riker started off in front. Corbin was on his butt the entire time. He touched him a couple times, let him know he was there. We never got into ruffling. Riker opened the door a couple times, never had the power to go and have a full clear door yeah. to go and make the pass and everything. And the entire race was like that that was from start to the halfway point to finish we got done with that race and we were we we bob and i usually stand right next to each other yeah during during while we're spotting and everything because we have a lot of class same classes that we go and spot for so we're usually right next to each other so it's like we we're not we're in our own heads like we're not hearing what they're saying we know we're not going to block each other we like we will not teach blocking we will give them the opportunity to go and take their lines as they want and protecting but we will not go be going like, hey, he's going low. Hey, he's going high. You need to go and duck low now. Like we will tell them that they're, we will tell them that they're about too low, you know, too wide, too clear, however they want to hear it. And what we think is the best information for them to go and learn it. And so yeah. so if our potential right now, where we want to do this and everything is probably going to be at Lena. It's the best small track. It's a tight technical track. Oh, you're trying to get him out on the track. We are taking him out on the track. Oh, shit. I I, I, I was thinking like dry race board and or like a chalkboard. This isn't like a Hot Wheels cars like drafting practice. Dude, that's what I thought, man. You guys are going to meet at like a a fucking... Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, like like a... (laughs) (laughs) All right, you have to pass two cars and get free pizza. I thought you guys were going to meet in a parking lot and draw on the the fucking ground with chalk. No, No, bro, get him on the track. Damn, you're thinking... We're having full day track. We want to go and like have... Have Lena, you know, that's, like I said, that's potentially where we want to go and have it because it is a technical, it's a great UTV track. So we want to go and have them out there, teach them how to go and look at a track. Did they water it that morning? Did they go and grade it? Did they do anything with it? Having them understand what they need to be looking for in a car and what it's going to do with their car when they go and take the laps on the track. Damn. Okay. So this is is a full course day. Yeah. So you send them out, send them out. Okay. Go burn three laps. However you want any way you want yeah and then we'll then we'll go back and watch the video and be like hey you could you know like you're driving too deep here or not deep enough there like just those little things and then see and then that's like that's when they'll see like oh man i can clean this three things up i can make make up a bunch of time and feel right. comfortable and it's also teaching the vocabulary of that too yeah a lot of these kids don't know you know derives like like different words that we use in motorsports yeah. a lot of these kids don't really understand like i have a loose car there's quite a bit of kids who don't understand what loose means. Yeah. So it's like teaching the actual vocabulary of racing and having them understand what their car is going to react to. And they can actually acknowledge to whoever's working on their car, their parents, or say they do have a crew person. And it makes it just a better relationship all around and, yeah. a, better, and you know, a better team, too. No, dude, like, I think that's great, man. Like I said, in my mind, I'm like, oh, these guys are going to be on a dry erase board and, and whatnot. <laughs> but no, we should, we should have started off with that. They're like, yeah, we're going to put it on the track. <laughs> Tito, this yeah. like, like Chuck E. Cheese coming out, the fat rats coming, yeah. you know. Like, after, after practice, we get to play the alligator game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like, exactly no, dude, We're trying to be legit. Come on, Tito. <laughs> no, dude, and, and, and that's awesome. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I guess for me, even a, a, a 
financial standpoint, it's like, okay, you go rent out the track and, uh, you know, I, I guess whatever then the prices of, of teaching, you know, whatever you guys think it, yeah, you know, the, we're, the we're value not, it is. We're not looking worth. to make, oh, yeah, no, we're I, not looking I, to I, make, oh, I know. set the world on fire with yeah. doing this. That's not, we're, we're, we're doing this because we want to see the sport grow. We love the sport so yeah. much. And we're just sick of being in different positions where we can both see that it's just, it's pushing kids away and making them fade away yeah. from the sport in general. Yeah, so I have, mean, have them want to be there. I don't need a, I don't need an island, you know. But I, yeah. like I said, I've been around the sport since I was a fan, dude, behind the ropes. When the Dukes brought me in when I was 10, the scrape mud and stuff. So I want to see the sport grow, you know, and let everyone have as many options as they can to keep racing and having fun. So when is uh, when would you guys want to get this kind of up and running? Is this like a, like a next spring kind of thing, or is this going to be yeah. uh, you know during the summertime, mid season? Well, I we, guess we start early this year now because the yeah. first race is in Lena in the middle of May. So now we're kind of we're in the we're in the Midwest. So what's yeah. what's yep. the winter going to do now? So if we if the track is available and we can do it, you know, try to do it in April, um, like a late April time, and trying to do that and everything like that would be ideal kind of yeah. that, like that's that's one of our only options that's the only thing that's kind of halting to us of getting a track is just going to be weather wise because we start so early this yeah. season in the middle of the way and, and i think that'd be a i think that'd be a good deal for uh you know um dirt city as well because like hey their, their track is getting utilized mm-hmm. you know and it's not just a uh you know one race weekend thing or you know uh two race weekend thing this year or you know just they're, they're renting it out for for practice there's an opportunity for somebody to use your facility and for you to i don't want to say make money off of it but at the end of the day someone's renting it right it, it's being used so it's like why not especially if it's going towards you know teaching kids how to race you know vocabulary uh different race lines stuff like that so and who knows maybe like Lena might want to get on on with it. Like maybe yeah. they'll, they'll agree with the program, yeah. or whatever. We're like, we're not asking him for free. Like nothing well, is for free sure. in the sport for of sure. racing. Yeah, we I understand mean, I, that we're going to have to like, go and pro- pay for the track. We're not asking for that. Yeah, I feel like there's enough people and families involved in Lena that will have some of their kids, you know, at, oh, for at, sure. our, at our deal. For so, sure. Yeah, I just think it's something for the future. Uh, something that me and Cole have been talking about for a while now. And uh, yeah, thanks for letting us come. You know. Yeah, no, dude. Talk like I said, it. I'm just glad you're not like, damn, that is the stupidest shit I've ever no. heard. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, cool. Yeah, I'll see those guys later. No, dude. Like, <laughs> I, I think it got even cooler when you said you wanted to do it at the track. I was at first, even I was like, I was like, all right, man. Like, hey, there's nothing wrong with us, uh, you know, sitting kids down and, and teaching them how to do it, but to actually get out there and, and have them do it, yeah. I think is great. Going into full coaching, is full what coaching, it is. like have them have them understanding at the end of the day, like yeah. what what they were trying to understand, whether whether they fully accomplished it or not, like, you know, what they actually fully understood of the point we were trying to get across and especially to parents too. You know, we want to work with the kids, but at the same time, we want parents to understand like how the initiation, everything should be going with the kids. Some parents are great at it. Some, some parents are living through their kids of something that they couldn't do before, you know, and the, the tempers come out, the players come out, you know, all the emotions come out on what they do. And I'll, like I don't blame it on the parent. Like I don't blame the parents because I don't think they realize that at the same time too how they're acting. Yeah, yeah. You know? See, and then like you said, is it's all everything's in the moment. As soon as it's all done, go back to the camper. Everything's probably fine. Yeah, you know. Man. But it's just that heat of the moment when the kids in their in its head in their head and actually racing of understanding what did I just say? Yeah, yeah. Yep. And I and mean, at, every a, at a young age, at a young age when I was you know I was spawned for Kyle and. And I was, he was, someone was catching him and I got real animated on the radio. Like, oh, you got to go, you got to go, you got to go. 
And he, dude, he chewed my ass. Like, if you're excited, then I'm excited in the car. Like, oh shit, what's going to happen? Right. Yeah. So like when people are screaming, dude, like, you know, I try and be as calm as, as calm as possible. Everyone knows I get, you know, slightly heated up there myself. It's mostly mm-hmm. like giving Bobby and Ryan a hard time, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's not, uh, not beneficial to those kids to just get their ass chewed the whole time. No, listen, I think it's great to hear about it again from like a spotter standpoint, because even like as a fan, you know, you, you don't really hear about it. You know, you, you don't know what it's like up there. So to hear like you guys are really invested into it, back into it, it just goes to show how many different viewpoints there are in short course off-road racing mm-hmm. and how unique each viewpoint is. And it's wonderful to hear because then you can understand it more. And the more you understand every part of it, the more I think you can, I don't know, I don't want to say voice an opinion, but you know, you, you have some skin in it and you're able to talk about it. But um, you could you could have a hundred jobs in short course racing. Oh, for There's sure. So many different little aspects. That yep. Not everybody sees day to day and what they understand and the backstory of this or that. I mean, it's it's just it's such an awesome sport. And at the same time, it's just so much work. Yeah, it really yep. is. That's and that's why that's why you have to have the passion to want to do it. A lot of work, a lot of passion, a lot of dedication. Yeah, yep. dude, I got a lot of love. I've used, love. I mean, sacrifice. I've, I've lost. I've gotten fired from every job I've ever worked at because of chasing this. Like, <laughs> I'm trying, like legit, try and tell a farmer. I was like, where are you going with try, this one? Dude, right now? We're tell, trying to get people to come to no, us. No, but <laughs> try and try and tell a farmer like, hey, I need to fly to California Wednesday, and I'll be back the following Tuesday. Yeah, and he's like, why? Yeah, like, and then I'm going to repeat that process for the entire summer. Yeah. They're like, like I'm going to do it six more times. Yeah, they're like, here's an idea. Go do that full time. Go away. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. See you. <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's, no, dude, the passion. It. And that's what, I mean, that's what I have. Like, I mean, I've had so much, gotten so many good things and been blessed to be a part of some pretty amazing things uh, over my life with this, with this sport that I, man, anything I can do to give back to it, I, w- I want to. So, yeah, no, dude, I, I just want to say uh, thank you gentlemen for uh, coming on, talking about it, talking about, you know, potential, uh, uh, you know, classes for, for kids to get out there and uh, learn racing. You know, hopefully, you know, parents don't take it too personally to, you know, kind of help them as well manage and, and engage their, you know, emotions, ex- expectations, stuff like that and be able to kind of handle situations. But uh, at, at the no. end of the day, we're not we're not there. We're not there looking to parent the kid. We're not there to go and and show our enforcement on it. You know, at the end of the day, we just we want the families to stay in racing. You want the kids to want to race. And we're not we're not trying to go and change the parents' parenting style at all by any means. I mean, this is a sport. There's certain things that no one no one is going to understand, and there's so many different views to look at it. And we can be the eyes and see that all around. That you know, it's it's like your dad going and teaching you how to play baseball. Yeah. And once you learn how to play baseball, and he gives you encouragement or ideas, I'm better. That like I don't have to listen to him. <laughs> yeah. But you got this guy that you've watched play baseball before or you've seen in the sport and you kind of idolize, you're instantly listening to him. Yep. It's just it's it's just how kids' minds work. It's just seeing that different face that is not your parent, that's not your dad, that you ha- just, for whatever, you just have a lot of respect at that time for. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's different. I mean, I, JP, can, J, JP can tell Riker things all day long and he walks away and J, Riker will ask me, question me. No, he's right. Like, he's like, like, he's like yeah, he's all okay, okay. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I'm not his dad, and I certainly don't want to be. But um, you know, that little bit, of, that little bit, of, that little bit of different talk or different tone, or even yeah. like I said, different vocabulary, dude, it goes a long way. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 
Well, thanks, All right, gentlemen. Know. Yeah, dude. Thank, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for letting me live my podcast dream, bro. <laughs> pop my cherry right now. Oh my God, I'm glad this is someone special. This is so special. Don't look me in the eyes. <laughs> We're talking about kids here. Don't be talking about yeah, 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 yeah. Come to our school, yeah. slide in our DM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come to the kids' school. <laughs> yeah, come to the kids' school. Get on the bus. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tito, Tito's not driving the bus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, not me. All right, boys. Thank you so much. Thank you. And we are back here uh, at the uh, PRI show. Uh, this is the Impulse Show presented by Vision Wheel. I'm Tito Labine, and I am joined here today for my uh, last round uh, of the podcast. And our guests uh, to my left, or I guess immediately in front of me, we have the number 500 of the uh, stock truck. We've got Corey Holcher. How's it going? What's going on, brother? How you doing? Uh, just hanging out in India and having a good time. Yeah. Too good of a time last night? Is uh, we had some fun. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that Snapchat. I was yeah. like, God damn. A little rough this morning. Missing out. And then uh, to uh, to his left, to my right, we have the 833 of the Super Stock Driver. We've got my favorite Super Stock Driver, Nick Bing. How's it going? Dude, what's going on, man? Just come yeah. here to PRI, check stuff out. You know, this is, uh, this is my first time at PRI. And again, anytime there's trade shows, something I've been asking everybody... You know, throughout the day, yesterday and today, uh, is uh, you know, kind of what is what's the allure? You know, what 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 brings you guys down here uh, as far as like racers go? Are you guys just really into like racing and, and parts like that, or is this something that you guys can put forward towards your uh, towards your race race programs? I I think it's we come down because it's just a cool experience. Come and see everything and every type of motorsports, and they got everything you want to look at. So that's pretty cool. Uh, we do get stuff for our programs i guess but it's more or less just for come down have some fun and hang out everybody yeah i agree with that we came on and uh check out all the stuff that all the new cars some stuff might not pertain to us or not but you get the ideas for different divisions or drag racing or something like that something you might be able to apply to our program and talk to people of products that you use all the time and make contacts and stuff like that so so it's a big help so uh, I guess in your guys' opinion too, obviously you know coming down, is it is it worth the bang for your buck to travel all this way to Indianapolis to to make these contacts to, you know, kind of get in their ear and, and, and see you know parts, is that is that the bang for the buck or is this something that you know you're like ah like I don't necessarily have to go to it like every year? I think it's worth it. I mean, it ain't really that far. By the time you get down here, then when you are down here, there's so many people. Yeah, and then you still like. You still recognize people and people still see you and people know that you're here then you it just i think it goes a long ways that people are actually looking to invest into a program or want to support your program to see you at something like this so i think it i think it's worth it for sure yeah i agree with that you know not, there's not a ton a ton of stuff that applies to us that could be for different divisions and stuff like that but there's enough that it makes it worth your while to come down and check stuff out and just see the new products of all the different companies and stuff like that to get ahead of the game and go from there. And, uh, you know, to the, uh, to everybody, you know, that's out there listeners, you know, I'm going to ask this question again and, and I don't mean to keep hammering home or, you know, kind of beating a dead horse, but you know, again, we've got different guests and, and I just asked them about, 
PRI and if it's worth it. In your guys' opinion, you know, you, you see series out here, you know, World of Outlaws, NHRA, IHRA, you know, IndyCar. Do, do you think it would be beneficial for, uh, you know, like a short course series? Let's say, let's say hypothetically, you know, again, it was Champ or if it's MAO. Do you think it, it's beneficial for them to, to make their way down here to get a booth and kind of showcase our series? A hundred percent. I think for sure. I mean, like we are and looking at everybody else, it'd be the same thing for all those drag car guys and circle track guys look at that be something they're not into but like catch the eye and i think the off-road world is pretty small but this would definitely be a good spot to make it a little bit bigger yeah i 100 agree because there's a lot of people here a lot of people from different venues different stuff that maybe heard of us but they don't really know it to just get us in front of them to learn more about it they might be more apt to like sponsor a track or sponsor the series or sponsor a, a driver of some sort there's there's a lot of stuff here so i would think it would be beneficial you know and and because something that we had talked about all day today is that you know we've got we've got one one off-road short course truck here and you know how many dragsters do you see you know how many drift cars do you see how many enter blank cars vehicles do you see and, you know, that was something I didn't even realize until, you know, you start talking to other people, you start talking about PRI and everything else around it. So I, I think in that same light, I'm, I'm grateful to be able to talk to guys, you know, like you drivers, you know, other people with different mindsets, because I mean, you, you know, I come down and I didn't even think about that. I don't even think about having, you know, champ as again, it's my first time you know about champ having a booth or, or you know showcasing more but even even if it was like hey if you're the if you're the points champion you know would you say no if they're like we want we want the points champion vehicles down at pri to for display uh, i think that'd be a great opportunity i mean you know it's kind of like you know, almost like a like an incentive or like a reward yeah, you know for sure i mean yeah that would be that'd be awesome a lot of people you know yeah get to see it and I, don't know, I think it'd be a good idea. It'd showcase your sponsors big time down here. If you, it's way more eyes of people that wouldn't normally see it. Like they wouldn't go to the racetrack or wouldn't watch it on a live stream or something, but they would see it here. It's like, oh, this guy's sponsored by so and so sponsor. Yeah, they would never see it ever before. So that's a, that would be a huge thing to everybody. yeah, huge incentive. Yeah, and the, and you know, and and to be fair, something I've said too is like, you know, I don't know, I don't know the cost of everything, and and as as we know that. Uh, you know, champs vary like, hey, you know, we, we've got a we've got a budget. We've got an idea. Here's what we're going to be spending in order to, you know, to make it from from year to year. So, again, easier said than done. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, who's ever out there, who's ever, you know, a- approving everything. Um, I, I think this is a place to go. I think this is a place to be you at least got to make an effort. And uh, I, I think if you're not here, man, you're missing out. And, you know, I, I see why, you know, people come down here and because and, there's a lot to benefit from it. Um, speaking of champ, let's go ahead and uh, talk about that uh, schedule that they released. Um, initially, I guess for you guys, for your mindset, especially getting a you know a sportsman mindset, I was really only able to talk to Taylor Roloff and uh, you know the other two, like you know Riker and, and Ben Heading. You know they're they're, they're young gentlemen, um, and and you know essentially they're you know pops. Their their dads kind of make kind of make the choices on things. But as far as you guys go with the um, the schedule and with champ how we went from six races to eight you know what what was your guys' mindset then i guess as far as sportsmen go you know with 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 the series and everything else like that i mean i'm all right with it uh we were kind of excited to maybe 
start the new series or I wouldn't think we would have been committed in the whole new series, but maybe we could have did a little bit of a little bit of champ and a little bit of that MAO or Yeah. But uh I couldn't see teams trying if they both would have been running, I couldn't see teams going out there and trying to run points for two two completely different series. But now that we're back here, we're back to just the champ and we have a set schedule now that we can actually plan around. I like it. I mean, I think we only have two more weekends. I think that last weekend isn't even a, a points for sportsmen, so we don't even have to go to that. But it's all right. A couple more rounds of racing, more points racing. I think it'll be good. Yeah, when I came out, actually, I was trying to dream up an idea to run both of them, but I didn't know if the pocket would book would have yeah agree with it yeah but i was trying to go back and forth and see what we could do or maybe picking and choosing some of each or something and go from there but obviously the decision was made for me so i didn't have to pick and choose what i'm going to so obviously we're going to run a full thing of champ uh, last year we ran that mayhem race it in spring so that's no different than what it was last year for us and in that last one like Corey had said it's not points for us i know they're inviting sportsmen i guess we'll see who goes and I know they want a minimum car count of <clears throat> trucks to go down there like they did last year at Oklahoma which we ended up not having enough so we'll see if there's enough that go I would probably be interested in going to South Dakota but I guess we'll just wait and see but I'm excited for the year and uh, kind of get after it yeah <clears throat> excuse me as far as uh, you know things go too is is you know I've, I've given I've given my kudos my props my uh, my hats off to champ for being able to you know navigate these waters as far as you know, uh, another series potentially popping up, that falling through, and them to, you know, take what had happened and turn it around within two weeks, get a deal done with Crandon, get schedule set, and, and have, you know, stability again in, in, in short course. And even though, you know, some things, obviously other drivers have made it clear that they're not happy about, um, that they were still able to at least have stability and, and, and give us race weekends. And I, I guess what are your guys' viewpoints on, on as far as like, you know, champ being able to kind of stabilize things and being able to give us races? I mean, yeah, it's definitely a good thing. Definitely a good thing to have a place to race. And it was good that they, they didn't back down at all. You know, when the whole thing came out, they, they stuck right there through the whole thing and they kept, you know, they were good on social media. Keep putting it out there. Like we ain't leaving. Yep. We're still here. Yeah. And uh, it all worked out, and now we're we're back, we're back to champ. Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm glad it all came about real fast and got fixed real quick. So it's not like a late minute thing, like in March or something like that. So I'm glad everything came to and got it all figured out. And like Corey had said with champ, you know, sticking with it, they weren't going anywhere. I appreciate that. They always said they have sportsmen. Summer's a race, so and I appreciate that. And we always need summer's a race, so. Happy that it's all, all sorted out, all good to go, kind of back to the norm and ready to go. What was your guys' uh, thoughts and opinions then? Uh, like you know, we mentioned it uh, just a, a little little bit ago. Mao AOE, you know, the new series and then everything else like that with the you know promises of this, promises of that. You know, initially, what was your guys' kind of reaction to it? You know, I, I'll admit, you know, we were you know entertained by the idea for sure. Because it's like you, you know, you want you want more for the sport. So it's like if somebody is willing to do it, like okay, like you, you gotta you gotta want or at least hope 
in some capacity when you, when you hear something like that. So as far as you guys go, what, what were you guys thinking when, when that whole announcement and, and everything kind of came out that they weren't even going to go forward with the series? Yeah, that was kind of, well, the way it made it sound, you know, it sounded good for the sportsmen. You know, you, we're going to go with what's best for us. And they're talking all, all this more money, more pay, and they're, they're going to treat the sportsmen bad, better, good, or whatever. And then they just back out completely. It's like, well, that ain't very good. I mean, I don't know. It just, I had a feeling. I mean, when it was, they seemed like they took off a big bite and there were yeah. a lot of promises that came out of nowhere. But I don't even know that lasted a month when it was completely gone. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, when I heard the whole MAO stuff coming out, it's like, holy cow, this is a huge help for for the sportsmen and everything else they were proposing to do and but I kind of had a thing in the back of my head you know just we've seen this before so just don't get too excited about it don't get too worked about it just let it play out and if it's it almost seemed too good to be true so it kind of kind of held true to that I guess you would say but yeah I don't know I was hoping it would work but it would seem too good to be true and that's ended up happening so oh well but it is what it is and so hopefully we can just move forward with champ and everything works out better and kind of go from there yeah and 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 again like what well, something we've said today is uh like uh you know rumorville was that uh you know it could potentially be you know a health problem with him or you know another thing we'd heard was potentially like marital issues and i i guess as far as how everything's been handled like like you guys are again naturally uh laid back dudes and uh with 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 what's out there as far as like rumorville goes we don't have answers you know like what what would be something i i guess like are you were you guys like upset or like pissed off or anything else like that were you guys just kind of one of those like hey you know it is what it is kind of things or was it just one of those where you're like ah dude that was such a shitty shitty thing for him to do and, and to be able to do something like and, and i don't want to say get away with it because it just it feels that way but i don't know i think it was like i feel like people were disappointed when it came out but then the other hand i feel like people are like kind of like nick said before like oh okay there goes my deciding what i was trying to do now it's done you know now i'm i know what i'm doing I'm yeah back to champ and it's just all right it isn't like they brought us out for one weekend and had our hopes up and like ran once one weekend race and then then backed out and ran away i mean they ran away right away and backed out and so they made up our mind right away which is i think was kind of nice you know at least it was yeah. now not the week before the first race of that series and then they're like oh yeah we're not gonna have this yeah i wasn't i mean it shocked me <laughs> the news i'm sure it's just like everybody else of it how soon it had ended but uh, I wasn't like uh, you know heartbroken about it but it just is what it is ain't much i can do about it and, yeah, not, help made my decision on where I'm racing and what I'm doing and everything else. And with my program and my sponsors, now I can, you know, get them a schedule of where we're definitely going. Not like, okay, I'm not sure where it's all going and all this, you know, that stuff. But yeah, we'll just, it is what it is. We'll just kind of move forward. We know what we're doing. And you know what's, uh, what, what I think is absolutely fascinating, and, and, I, and I hope you listeners out there uh, have been able to kind of gauge this, is that I don't know if it's just, because like I know how you guys are and like I've seen like I've seen you guys you know what I mean like I've seen you guys and uh but I'm wondering if this is a sportsman and pro thing because you know Roloff wasn't I guess too invested in it either 
And I'm wondering then, like, what I'm noticing is that sportsmen are like, hey, man, like, we're here because we fucking love to do it. You know, and the pro guys were like, they're there on a different level as far as, you know, like, sponsorships or trying to be at a higher level. And I'm not saying that you guys aren't on that level, but you guys have a different mentality, more of like a, you know, kind of down to earth, like, hey, man, I'm here to fucking race and, and, and have fun and do what I love to do. So this is this is something that I'm seeing and that I'm hearing. And, uh, man, I, I'm envious that you guys are taking like that news with such a, I don't know, I don't even know what the word is. But you're taking it with with ease because for me I was I was kind of pissed, man. Because like I I do I do love the sport, and I was upset, and I and I let it be known earlier today. But yeah, it's just it's crazy to see you guys like, hey man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's kind of hard demeanor. Just yeah, lay back, see what happens, kind of a deal. Yeah, if we can go anywhere and wherever we race, and as long as we can bring our you know our family and friends and have our camp set up and hang out and have a good time we'll be happy <laughs> yeah so for next year um you know obviously just before we uh we turned the mics on um it was supposed to be you know cory holcher nick bing and ben holcher and uh you said ben ben chickened out or was a war where's he at right now is he like posted up at the snack bar or you know like is he yeah, he's prob- probably found something to eat by now, I would think. He's ready. Had snack shack. Yeah. <laughs> no, he said he's too scared, doesn't like to talk. And I said, well, all right. Well, we're, let, let's talk all things Ben Holcher. Okay, so <laughs> Andy Go, Wisconsin, you know, he ran out of town. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> man, you know, that was that was a cold day, too, man, when when he did that. That that was, uh, that was our, I was out there in t T-shirt. It was like 49 degrees. Like, what am I doing out here? And then I saw... Old, old Benny Holcher going for a ride and warmed me right up. <laughs> you know, unfortunately for him, it didn't. And, uh, you know, that put him out for Crandon. And, Corey, you got that opportunity then to uh, to step into that super super stock truck. Yeah, that, you was, know? that was a good time. Gave him that taste. Yeah. Gave him that taste, man. So what was that like? Like I said, you went from stock truck to super stock. Is there, like, a really big difference uh, as far as, like, talent goes and as far as, like, you know the 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 setup and, and power and everything else like that. It's uh, I think it it isn't as bad as you would think. I mean, I was going into it and I was expecting, oh, this is going to be completely different. But it was, but it wasn't. Uh, like the truck definitely has more power. The biggest thing about those trucks is you can uh, you can land a jump and not feel it all the way through your body. <laughs> but it's, uh, it, was, it was fun. I mean. The good thing that was going for us there was the same same chassis or same truck suspension styles is just a little bit better, I guess. So it was. I knew how I was going to handle. I knew how I was going to react. But it would. I guess I didn't. I didn't. I had a good idea, and we definitely got two rounds of practice, so it helped us. And it was uh, it was all good from there. He goes all good, motherfucker. You won. What are you talking about? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, we got we got lucky there. Got the let out came out first and let it flag the flag. So you you and you just let him run away, Nick. Yeah, Nicky B. You you just watched him run, man. Why you do that? I was trying, man. Just were have, you? I didn't have nothing for him. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but yeah, he, he's a wheel man. He could drive. Yeah, I don't know. You think it's one of those where you know Ben's truck went for a roll? They're like, oh, we gotta. 
we gotta we gotta fix it. And uh, you know, did did it make did it make weight? Was ride height, oh, yeah, tire width? You sure? That was that was probably the best thing for the truck. Not I'm gonna say it was the best thing for the truck, but <laughs> after after Amigo, I mean, we had it in the shop, we had it on the lift, and we went through everything. Yeah, you know, so that truck was was brand damn near brand new. Yeah, when it hit Crandon, so that helped a lot, I believe. And then uh, you know, Ben got back in the truck at ERX. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, got her back up on the lift. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We did that a lot this year for him. Yeah, well, man, this is why, you know what? We're, we're going to have to, we're going to have to, you're going to have to fast forward to this and, and, and show him this bit because, I mean, you know, Ben went 0 for 2 on uh, on those weekends as far as, uh, you know, a, a good finish. But you know he was he was there. I mean uh, the 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 guy you know is talented as well. And and uh, you know Corey, with you getting your opportunity, then you know you won your uh, you know you won your class, your points champion. And uh, again, just before we turn on the mics, man, you said you ain't got you ain't got a ride. You sold it. Yeah, she's gone. Who'd you sell it to? Uh, some kid up kid up in Marinette. Is he any good? What's his name? Uh, Weston. Yeah. I, I don't know. See, doesn't even sound like a champion. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, he's just like. He's uh he's in for in for a treat I believe yeah he's new to it so he's gonna get a reality check of what it's all about and how it goes but I think it'd do good. You know you should have did before you like sold the truck. You should have wrote like just different wild sayings like inside <laughs> yeah. like yeah this is like my motivation yeah like you got like like up on the thing it says like you suck <laughs> and then like remember what he said about your mom and like you just write wild <laughs> shit on the inside of the car. And so then when he gets, he's like, oh, my God, like, why is this written on there? Ah, it's, it's, you need that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Read it and believe it. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to go fast. Yeah. So what is your. Um, uh, fuck, man, this is this has been a problem all day. OK, we're, we're going to get back into into your truck thing. But and I know, you know, you don't have to comment on it, Mr. B. Dude, there's been some honeys around. Dude, there is. You know, some hammers walking around. Got a couple dump trucks walking around. I have been, I've, I've had a hard time today, dude. I think every podcast today, I've, I've, I've seen some some cheeks coming around, dog. You notice this at all, Corey? I think I think I have. You know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I should really answer this. Uh, oh, why, why? You got a little lady or what? I do, yeah. Oh, my goodness. So she ain't gonna listen to this, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mister Mister B. Hypothetically, oh, if if you were in a you know Native American thirty three year old body, <laughs> for for just like today, like do you think you'd be noticing all the all the hot tail going around? I'm sure. Yeah, you'd, you'd be noticing. You know, man, just see dude there's some cdls that need to be out yeah. there in order to in, you know in order to be able to wield that thing that's all i'm saying i i get i'm sorry i'm getting distracted dog but man <laughs> they, this, this is the place to be I, I get why people show up here it's a good time <laughs> <laughs> so for next year then uh cory holcher what what do you what do you plan on doing man do, are, do you plan on using those funds for a new stock truck? Are you going to step up to super stock? Are you going to go beyond that? Are you trying to do something like in pro spec? Are you like thinking, I don't know, like light buggy. super buggy? Yeah. Yeah. Light, yeah. Light buggy. I, I don't know. Uh, I want like 
Nick said when I got my feet wet and got a taste of it running super stock and it was fun and I I like that class and I want to be in that class I think we can do decent uh I don't know that's the goal I guess is to run super stock what I'm gonna do uh we have some stuff going we have some ideas going on right now and some plans but nothing set in stone uh probably not this year I wouldn't think but uh hopefully the following year maybe this year you know we don't really know it's yeah we're kind of up in the air uh I don't know it'll be it'll be interesting I want to get out there uh, it's gonna be hard to be at the track if I'm not driving but I've done it before and there's enough people guys I know I can help out and I don't know the best thing would be to get somebody buy me a truck and I can just drive it for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be the way to go. <laughs> buy me a truck owner. Give me give me a ride. Yeah, yeah. I guess the, the, the question too for everyone, I don't know if anyone else has this question, but I think for me as a fan, where do you even get a super stock truck? You know what I mean? Like like Keegan's truck, you know, you you build it, you build the chassis, whatever, but a super stock truck, like where, like where do you go? Do you just like go to your local fucking dealership and you're like, hey man, I need a Ford F-150. I need a, you know, 1983, whatever Nick Bing's got. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like how how do you get a super stock truck? Either find one that's for sale or you go to the junkyard, build one and start start going to it, strip it down, build it yourself. That's pretty much it. There ain't a whole lot of options out there for trucks. I mean, pretty limited. Like Pro 2s, there's a lot of them out there, you know, throughout the country. Super stocks, there's what maybe 30 in the country right. maybe yeah. if you all the ones that have been twisted up and maybe parked in somebody's backyard or something but yeah there ain't a whole lot out there and then for ones for sale i mean there's a couple out there but i know Corey doesn't like a, a certain brand he likes but yeah big dodge guy yeah no no, <laughs> no we definitely got to run the run the blue oval so oh, there we go see I'm, I'm a big ford guy too like i, I am What's wild though is like I like the look of like that uh, Chevy Chevy Silverado the the Z seventy one, like it kind of it wasn't like square and boxy but it had kind of like a like a meaner front grill that I th- I thought looked great and for a, a hot minute there the uh, the blue oval just seemed really like boxy and like kind of like man like like my aunt would drive this thing you know kind of like the look of it yeah you know but but i still am like a big ford guy you know what i mean f-150 i think of rob mack rob mccachran for sure ford f-150 bf goodrich you know red white and blue kind of thing dude that was my jam dude that was that was that's my dream truck color right there yeah. is 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 the the ford so i mean i tell you what Corey holcher you, you got to be able to find something out there because i mean I, and it's it's and again it's always easier said than done you're a talented guy. You've proved it. And I think you need to be, you know, in that stu- super stock class because, I mean, as we saw, it's already stacked enough as it is, as, especially if you're integrated into this world of racing. I mean, it was it was kind of anybody's game. And then you've proven, you know, when, when, you, when you get a truck, you can you can make it happen. So, I mean, dude, get your ass out there, bro. What are you doing? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, we want. We want. We want to be out there. So, we, I know. Time will tell. All right. I'll, I'm, I'll try to think of some incentive to uh, to be able to get you out there. Maybe I'll get you like a free lap dance or something. All right. <laughs> Maybe we can make something happen. <laughs> uh, all right. So on to you. Um, oh, what's up, Leland? How you doing, brother? Damn. Look at you. Look at this medium here. Look at that. <laughs> Guys, jacked. Guys, jacked. Uh, Nikki B. What's going brother. On? 
What kind of year did you have last year? About the worst year I have ever had. Dude, you, should we get some whiskey out here so we can talk about this? Oh. This might be a this might be a small therapy session, man. That was terrible. Dude, because Andy Go, I, well, first of all, I think at uh, at Mayhem, well, you you had a good weekend that weekend, right? Yeah, I right? think I got a one and two at Mayhem. Yeah, you, you had a great weekend, and I was like, hey, man, didn't, didn't miss a beat. Right on point. You no, know, that's that that's old boy. That's what that's the that's the eight thirty three I know. And then we get to Andy Go, and uh, you know had a had a rough rough flat tire. I was like, all right, dude, whatever. Like, dude gets in the in the uh, in the pit. I can't remember who was leading. But I was like, and I started thinking, I was like, oh, he went in there and I'm playing in my mind. I was using my x-ray and I was like, all right, they're getting the truck on the jack. Guy goes in front of me and I was like, all right, tires off. And he's working his way through the infield. I was like, all right, tires on. And then he was coming through. I was like, he should, I was like, ah, maybe not, man. I was like, maybe not. I'm like, maybe I'm thinking too fast in my head. The, the truck comes around. All of a sudden, I see 833 come out. I'm like, yo, they did that fast, man. That was a tire change. Yeah. Who was I, in on that? Was that was he in on that or no? I don't know if he was in it, but I know uh, my two guys that helped me out on the truck a lot, Brent and Alex, they, they hammered that out. They said they, they don't think they could have done it any faster. Everything went perfect. <laughs> I know there were some of the Holter Motorsports crew and some of the TNT crew that helped, you know, maybe throw the tire out of the way or whatever, hand a new one to them. But, yeah. They're on point there. They did a hell of a job, uh, dude. I've never seen that dude at Andigo. It's not like it's yeah. a, it's not like it's a big long track. It's not no. like it's a Bark River or you know Crand or anything else like that. We're we're talking like what a 50, 50 second lap time, yeah, maybe. They're, they're on point, they, dude. They added wow. So then I was like, all right, man. I was like, I was like, Nick B's got the the best pit crew. Like, who know who knows what's gonna happen? And then it didn't happen. No, no. I was coming through and had some contact and then I got black flagged and the hood was <laughs> flopping in my eyes. And just, that was the start of the badness for the year. Yeah. And then, so then we had said that we were going to do SST. So I, I mentioned this earlier. I think, I think we're going to debut or premiere it at uh, the Moore Banquet. Perfect. I, I think. Like, at least that's the plan. That was what Jeffrey and Lyle were saying is is I, I, I believe that's where we're gonna do it. I think we're gonna be there. I'm not sure, but but I believe that's what we're that's what we're aiming for. It's kind of like that. Perfect. That's a perfect spot. Because I, I've never been to the Moore Banquet. I, I was like, hey, I figured I was like, if I was invited, I'd go, but yeah, you're invited. Just, just <laughs> <laughs> so and then someone else was like, Yeah, I, I feel like it and maybe it's Amanda. I was like, I think it'd be a great opportunity, like if when people are eating or whatever when it's kind of a dull moment we're kind of throw that on and, and you're able to put that on but um so then we decided to do uh you know a one-off episode of rush for you know super stock truck sst they're covering a little bit at crandon and then uh and then we got into erx and you know we we, we raised that money and dude it was it was a good time man it was fun uh you know scott blanger fucking guy man came out of nowhere like it wasn't even on my radar like i, I admitted to him i was like dude you weren't even on my radar, dog. I was like, these were the five guys I thought were, you know, contenders. And uh, and then the drama started after the cameras turned off. At, like, we were like, hey, man, like, we're super stock. These guys, these guys play hard. These guys battle hard. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm sure you've been up there. You, you've seen super stock throughout the years. And it's like, it's never a, a hand-holding contest. Mm-hmm. And Gloves are off, for sure. Well, when we started filming, we're like, all right, like, hey, like, dude, don't get me wrong. It's still good racing. Still cool to see, you know, and, and get the stakes of it. And then the camera shut off. And I'm looking for GoPros. And I'm like, you know what? Our, our three guys aren't back yet. 
I mean, I was, I was like, Beauchamp ain't back yet. Uh, you know, uh, Machosa came back yet. I was like, Bing ain't back yet. Got the one off of uh, Holiday. Got the other one off of uh, Holt Ben. I'm like, where the fuck are these? I could hear the race going on, like a different race going on. And I was like, all right, something's up. And then I think you got back, Nikki. Yep. Yeah, I think you I got back. back. <laughs> and then, dude, his wife. <laughs> uh, dude. Oh, man. I never heard such colorful language. I was like, oh, what's going on, man? I'm not going to say what she said because, you know, it's. <laughs> But she was letting it fly, and I was like, damn. I was like, I ain't even got my camera on me. And it would have been great to, to know. But so, no, uh, uh, you know, Nick got a uh, uh, text, and uh, your, what was it, your, your was it AR or, or your high armbar? Beam. Your, your high beam, they were, you know, was protested, you know, by uh, by Machosik and, and Beauchamp. And um, I think I had, I had said something to you at, at Bark River or Lena or, or something like that, you know, and, and I just I never got the opportunity to actually like kind of talk to you about it. But, man, what ended up being the, the issue? Like, like, was it something that you thought it was OK or, or what was kind of the deal there? Was it was it a just an overlook? Well, I don't know. It was kind of a I don't know how the, it was like a repair on a truck that they thought it was an enhancement of the truck and. That's where it all kind of, you know, they didn't decide anything at ERX. They put some tags on it. So it was the same ones in the truck. They said they're going to check it at Dirt City. Brought it to Dirt City. I was there early. Wanted it to get all figured out before we started racing. Get this done and over with. You make your decision. What do we got going on? And it was decided one way. And so I'm like, okay, good. We're done. Well, then we didn't practice. And then we had a special meeting with the whole class on Friday night. Then it got switched the other way, and then they couldn't decide. It was uh, it was a not good, so it just kind of went back and forth, back and forth, and they didn't decide anything until I think it was Sunday at Dirt City, but they didn't have stuff to prove. It was different. They didn't have nothing to go on because obviously, who brings a 1985 <laughs> F-150 I beam with them all over? You know, oh, so, I, so it was a mess. And then I tried to go to Bark River. And, you know, I had found one because they're not easy to find. So yeah, you know, so people you're, did you're looking on like back pages oh, and yeah. fucking back corner of the junkyard, and, you know, <laughs> Craigslist, yeah, eBay. Yeah, yeah, so we brought them that to prove that it was right, and they said no, too bad. We made up our mind, and that's what it was. So it was just a mess of the whole gear, but whatever. So why why do you think they're so like wishy washy about stuff like that? As far as like not being able to make a choice, and I mean, I'm and I'm not like trying to like point blame at anybody for not being able to make a decision but i mean at some point man you got to realize like it you got to put yourself in their shoes Mm -hmm. that if you're going to make this choice or you know like hey you're going to rule it like whether it was yes or no like let's say it's like a hey um not legal but we made the choice on sunday it's like you got to know he's not going to be able to get it in today next race let's get that changed over yeah you know what i mean that 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 i understand but to kind of be I mean, we this went from ERX all the way to fucking Bark River. Right, and yeah. It's like, dude, it's a, dude, like, shit or get off the pot. You know what I mean? Rip the band-aid off. Say yes or no. And and, and maybe there's more to it that I don't that I don't know as far as decision making. I'm not a big like, you know, 1985 
fucking, you know, yeah. excuse me, front end guy. Right. It's like, I think you can see, you make a choice. Right. I know they were even calling people, well, you had on a podcast, they called Kyle Duke asking her, looking for Kurt about questions yeah. about the I-beams <laughs> of it in tech at the URX. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know what was going on. It's just, I just wanted to make a choice. And then, I don't know, I didn't like the choice that they made, obviously. Cause yeah. They couldn't prove it because they didn't have the parts to put up against it to see if it's changed or not. And uh, whatever. It's done and over with. I'm moving on. It is what it is. And uh, so, obviously, Bark River then. Um, I mean, fucking Corey had a, had a weekend. But you know who else had a weekend? Nicky B, oh, yeah. dog. That was bad too. <laughs> dog, I, 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 listen. I, I may not be proud of this. I saw you on <laughs> that first turn. You need to quit picking me. And then the, 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 I, the, that's where I stopped. That's where I stopped. Then I was like, you know, I threw my hands up. I turned around. I was like, I'm done. So I'm done picking him. I ain't done believing, but I'm done. I'm done picking him. That wasn't the first time it happened either. That's the shitty part. It was of it. not. It was not the first time, dude. We were just talking about that on the yeah. way down. I, I was like, it. oh my god! Like your whole cab was just like a, this dirt, and I was like, oh, dude. In the lead, give it away. In the lead, give it away yeah. by yourself. By so myself. we, uh, <laughs> and then we couldn't believe either. I think it was on Sunday. Fucking, uh, I can't remember who Blanger was battling with. But he went wide, and maybe maybe it was was it Machosik or was it Beauchamp? Braden. Braden. Oh yeah, because then I made the uh, mm. the uh, the Monday morning reflections where Beauchamp's no longer exclusive to Trey, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then he got into Blanger, and Blanger went way wide. Motherfucker took our sign down. Yeah. <laughs> the only one that got ripped down. I'm like, hey, ain't no way, ain't no way that happened. Right. And uh, yeah, so dude, yeah, my bad luck happened on on Sunday of that race too. I got crossed up in front of a guy not no fault to him but I got hit hard it hit so hard it twisted the mountain uh, for the radiator bound up the fans and I actually had an electrical fire on Sunday so I had to pull off for that oh, just added to the year you know, yeah. you know the deal oh, oh shit what was I which, which race was I talking about was this Park River nope it was ERX where uh, your father-in-law was what done for the year? Oh, it's uh, uh my father-in-law helps him out. TJ Struck. Yeah, he, he got clobbered by uh, Trey because <laughs> <laughs> I got blew a head gasket on the truck on Saturday or Friday at ERX because we race Friday Saturday. So he got clobbered, knocked the whole rear end out, and then uh, he gave me his motor to put in the truck. So that was a long night of that too. So and then the whole pro, and we ended up second. You know. Got out, whatever. Practice struck in the morning, everything's good. Raced it, ended up second. Then it got protested, and yeah, pretty much all that worked for nothing. <laughs> Fuck, man. So when you get protested like that, does that affect your results uh, at ERX? Like, let's say they deemed it, like, okay, like illegal. Even though you've raced Lena, do you then get docked for that? Like, from the start of the protest? Or it's like, like, how does that work, I guess? I guess it's under the tech officials discretion i guess is how yeah. they, they put it i just got dot i got dq'd for the second day at erx because that's when i got protested obviously they didn't make their decision until sunday i think it was at dirt city so i was able to race saturday dirt city and sunday dirt city with the same shit i had the whole time but yeah. i only got dq'd for for my second <laughs> on, <laughs> at erx so whatever damn who makes who makes that decision 
Oh, uh, I think it's a conglomeration of like the tech officials, like the pro and sportsman guys. Oh, so Alex Fortune, fucking guy, man. No, I'm just kidding. I always I, I, I blame him for everything. <laughs> Anything tech related, I always blame Alex. Yeah. That that's just my go-to, man. Just fucking blame Alex. Yeah. This is unreal, man. And you know, he's gonna listen to this too. He's like, oh, fucking no, deal with trucks. Who fucking yeah. deal with UTV? Right. <laughs> all I'm gonna hear now. That was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I and again, that's that's crazy. Again, I'm I'm not the one that's that's in it doing that. So um no, I, I can't say too much on it other than just like, dude, let's I, I, make it make sense. I guess kind of consistency is key. So, yeah. yeah, it just it sucked. You know, we put our put a lot of work in it, me, my wife and my crew guys. And that's why she was so upset about it, because she she's in there along in that garage with me just as much as everybody yeah. else. So it, it, it means a lot to us to do that. So that's why she was so upset about it. And, Oh well, we just keep keep going on. Then we go to Cran, and we have crappy luck there too. So, <laughs> dude, I don't know. And then and then was it Sunday? Sunday, right? Or was well, it Saturday? Because we raced was it Saturday, Friday, and Saturday. I don't remember what when happened. Did, when did I see you? And because we were looking for Jeffrey's truck. That was Sunday. Sunday, because I was gonna come have a beer with you, and then we didn't find his truck until like another fifteen minutes, and then we had other stuff. But hey, yeah, I said I'm sorry. <laughs> no worries. That's my bad. I'll let it slide. I'll have to go time. get one. We could have one here right now. You, oh, you got, you got shit here or what? No, go oh. get a beer. We can, we can. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like so we're, we're going to a cigar bar tonight. So <laughs> we're going to go see, uh, we're going to see how that goes. You guys, you guys been to a cigar bar? No. Here's the thing, man. Is like, there are some cigars that'll, that'll fuck with you. That'll like get you a good head high. But it's one of those where you're like smoking and you're like, all right, like I'm, I'm good. Like I'm, I'm ready for bed. You know, you, you get a nice old fashioned, get some whiskey, maybe some brandy, depending upon like your 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 taste and palate. You get one of those, you're like, hey man, I'm good for the rest of the night. So if you go to a cigar bar, that's it. That's done. That's the night. So what I like to do is get a nice little uh, vanilla cigar, little thirteen dollar one, maybe about this this big, and full of flavor, full of flavor. I've never had a cigar. So. You've never had a cigar? Me Dog. either. Dog. Dude, we, uh, we go to Prohibition all the time in Green Bay, and uh, that was kind of where I started to, like, not yeah. get into it, but I understand the allure of, like, a cigar bar. Right. So, I mean, if you boys are if you boys are down, man, cigar bar tonight. I'm too scared. <laughs> <laughs> so, for, for next year, then, so we've got an undecided Corey Holcher, and we've got uh, Nikki B., uh, the thing, the question I have for you, Nick, is um, with everything that happened this year, going into next year, how do you handle, you know, something like that where it was that issue was so at the forefront, it was prevalent, you know what I mean? Because before, before ERX, man, like everyone seemed to be pretty, pretty good about each other, and then after that, it was like guys weren't good anymore, and it's like going into this year, is it just a hey? clean slate it was what it was last year it's a new year kind of thing or is it one of those that's in the back of your mind like man oh yeah it's in the back of my mind it but you know you move forward on stuff but you know, it's always in there it won't it won't come back and we had some other issues after the after the series thing we went to that Chilton stock RA stuff and more shit happened there so but yeah we'll we'll carry on and we'll go racing and see what happens you know it'll always be there but yeah you kind of yeah. gotta put it back back behind you and move forward 
Come out swinging. Yeah. Come out swinging. See, I like that. That's what I want to do. I like I that. Be back on top. Show them where Nick Bing usually I'm is. Gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna pick everyone but you. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I was like, I was like, all right, who who should I pass the curse on to? Because yeah. it seems to not seems to not work out. I'm gonna. Who should I? I'll just, I'll just pick Ben every time. No, because Ben got hurt. I'm not gonna pick Ben. Hmm. Who's a bad guy in? I don't want to say. I'm Tra- not going to answer that. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to say Trey because Trey was at least nice to me, even though we were fucking around with him. Mm, I don't know. We'll figure. We'll we'll pass curse off onto somebody. I'll just pick a random guy. Ooh, there we go. There we go. Draw, there go. draw from draw, hat. Draw without, from hat. Without yeah. Nick and Ben's name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How much shit would that be though if I did add your name? I was off. Oh, <laughs> First one, like I got to go with this. So no. Uh, all right, man. So for next year, then. Is Ben gonna be in the uh, in back in uh, Superstock or what's what's the deal here? He do you know? Uh, we don't we don't. We said we got stuff going on. We we got ideas and plans. We just don't know what's gonna happen yet, and we're all up in the air. Uh, yeah, that's all I can really. That's all I really got. Yeah. Come on, come on, Corey, <laughs> we'll feed me that shit. <laughs> so I, we don't have, we don't have a plan. I mean, we we have some ideas, like I said, but we don't know what's gonna happen. Oh, yet. We, oh, oh, we thinking we thinking like. Pro spec or no, no, just super stock. But uh, who's driving what truck? We don't, we don't really know. What's going Ooh, on. what if you guys flop? What if, what if he goes down to stock and you go to super? Well, the stock truck's gone. You know, what if he buys it back and that Weston guy can go pound sand? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't know. I've, Ben's got, you know, he's. I've got a fresh business that he started the last couple of years, and he wants to keep that going. Oh, so. goodness, man. Give it up, man. <laughs> like, that's not going to make you happy. What's going to make you happy? Superstock wins. Yeah. That's yeah. all I'm racing. No, I'm, I'm on board with whatever Ben wants to do, you know. I wouldn't be racing right now. I don't think it wasn't for him and Amber letting me use their place. And Yeah. So whatever he decides, you know, I'll back him up 100%. If he wants to keep racing, I'll help him out and figure it out down the line. But we'll be good. We'll figure it out. Dude, I mean, just, you know, from last year, and, and, and I hope other people out there, too, like, recognize that when there's a talented driver out there, like, obviously, we want you around because that creates competition. It creates great racing. You know what I mean? Like, that, the like Cranion race, it was like, you had some guys in your corner for sure, you know, yeah. probably new fans that were like, dude, this guy comes out and, and then does a great job. So, I never... I- I've never been more scared in my life. <laughs> like, yeah. I get nervous, but uh, that was bad. Yeah. I mean, that was, I never pulled my dad to the side, like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. 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 I don't like this right <laughs> feeling right now. What if I just didn't go? Right. Yeah. And then we, uh, we got in the starting line and Ben strapped me in and we get sitting there and I'm like, I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> I'm like, am I going for this? Yeah. Or am I just going out and just trying Trying to get your points. Yeah. It's like, it's like, drive it's like it's yours. Just send it. Yeah, so. dude. And, and and that's the thing, too, about on the starting line. Like, people have different mindsets. Like, you know, when we're out there, we're doing lifestyle shots, you know, taking footage of, like, you know, you guys in the truck just before you go out. Yep. Some people are all all game face. And other people are, hey, man, like, yep. oh, whatever. Like, yep. what do I got to do in three minutes? Yeah. Like, yep. oh, you yeah, know. So, it is, it is crazy to see the difference. Yeah, I like, I'm. I like to get strapped in back or at least get in the truck, get sitting in the truck back in the pits and get belted in there and then relax sitting in the truck at staging. Not when I get to staging, I want to be in the truck. You know, people get there and get out and then finish putting their suit on and walk yeah, around the truck. And that's, that's me. I can't, I can't do that. I gotta be, 
if you're on my crew and you want to talk to me and try to, you know, you're good, and people come up and try to try to bullshit her before the race, I, I just try not to. You know, I just I try to stay focused and just worry about the not thinking about what we're gonna go do. Yeah, but uh, I don't know it's pretty laid back. I guess I I just like sitting in the truck and waiting out in there. We uh, us media guys, we 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 like guys like you. That are in the truck, we can get our shots, you know, everything that we need. But then we got guys not like Nikki B that aren't jumping in until last minute. Yeah, I got yelled at a few times by his crew guys. Get in the truck, There's five minutes to go. We got you're not even in the truck yet. So yeah, I yeah. got a little bit better, but yeah. I, I think that comes with the uh, you know that old veteran experience too. You know, when you've been doing it so long, you're like, oh god. Yeah, after after, <laughs> after I ran Ben's truck, every time I went to the line in the stock truck, I was just kind of like, "All right, yeah." <laughs> he got he got the vet face yeah, where he's right. like, oh, "All right, man." Like I guess, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it was still fun though. Still good learning experience, good seat time. So, uh, uh, question I have, uh, kind of one of the last questions I guess we we uh, I'm gonna ask before we uh, before we wrap up, I think is pertaining to the super stock class. You know. Um, like you said, there, there's not too many of those out there. Like, how do you even get another super stock truck? You know, is there a way that you can push super stock forward where you're not trying to look for like certain specific trucks? Like, I understand that's the whole concept of it, but is there a way where you can make super stock that somebody can get into it without, you know, scrounging around at, at, at scrapyards? It depends how big the pocketbook is, yeah. really. I mean, yeah. You can go buy a brand new truck off the line and whatever and try to do it, but I don't know. They're starting to get newer trucks out there. I mean, I don't know. Doors. Mitch newer. Doors, new, his truck is a newer F-150, you know. Sam Jocks' old truck is, is a newer chassis. So, like, yeah, those trucks are probably a little bit easier to find, but, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's getting, that's quite a few years ago already. They're probably getting to be... Right. A good amount of them piled up somewhere, but everybody's yeah. used to what you know. They know what works in these older trucks. So, to I would like to build a new truck some year. Obviously, I would I would want to build something newer, but there's a lot of uh, research and development to try to make it work. Like <laughs> if I put, go to an A-frame truck and I rip the front tire off the first race, I'm going to be pissed because my my old I beam that thing would you know that thing could take a beat and go through yeah. the war and be still on there. You know, so it'd take a lot of a lot of trial and error or research and development a lot of picking brains and trying shit to make it make it as strong as these old trucks are so yeah i think that's a big thing whether all the older trucks are still there yeah yeah and, and, and because like you said is you know, your truck's 1985 at some point it gets to you know a, a time where it's hard to find parts hard to find anything in order to make it go and it's like we, we don't want you guys to go away we want you guys there and i think that's that's kind of the question that i have is like how can we keep people there how can it still be somewhat cost effective but you keep the integrity of the sport of what it is i mean that's yeah you don't want to get rid of the guys that are there because that's what you got there you don't want to say oh everybody got to build a new truck well you'll lose three quarters of the guys yeah. you know so if you had to update a chassis but i don't know i guess i don't know the answer for that i don't know if it would ever like get to the point where we said it's hard to get i-beams for i-beam trucks that we ran and uh I don't know if you'd ever get to the point where because there's a lot of aftermarket stuff out there. Yeah. No, if you could run an aftermarket some of the I beams, you know, still can keep your stock lengths and everything, not like a longer travel, but aftermarket. I mean, that would get it to be a lot easier. You know, I I don't think they'll ever do that though. But I don't think so. They didn't want to 
keep a lot of the stock aspect to it so nothing gets wild and crazy so we have a pro 2 with frame rails on it again kind of a deal so <laughs> dude do you guys remember the uh the sportsman 2 oh yeah dude that, that pretty much ended up being like what sportsman or what pro 2 is now that's where know? my goal was to be was to do that that, that dude, was my end goal i'm not even gonna lie dude I love Sporty 2, man. So that was that was banging. For me, it was like super stock, Sporty 2, and then probably like Pro 4, Pro 2, kind of, you know, in the same category as far as like what things yeah. go. But dude, I'm dude, like. Then they forced them to run into Pro 2. Pro yeah, two yeah. You like, everything. I enjoyed watching like Dambado, Wanasega. Yeah. Dude, like that was, those were fun to watch. Yeah, those are good battles. But, uh, dude. Gentlemen, thank you guys so much for, for, you know, stopping by, at least even agreeing to be on the podcast. You know, they're I always want to sit down and, and talk to like, you know, sportsman guys. And, and um, it was a good opportunity for, you know, this weekend to have, you know, like normally it's like me, Jeffrey and Lyle. And then we've got the one guest and, and you know, we're able to, to talk and laugh and, and banter and stuff. But for what this was, I thought this was great being able to kind of sit down and, and be around people that they're comfortable with, mm-hmm. be able to talk. Because I mean, I had said this earlier too, like, like imagine if it was like Corey Holcher, uh, you know, like Jim Beaver and then, you know, Ricky G it's like, all right, there's not, the, you guys are in the industry, but there's not a right, you know right. conversation piece that can happen. You know what I mean? You guys are able right. to, you know, you know relate and, and do that. So, you know, thank you guys so much for, for coming down. And, uh, you know, I just want to say, you know, thank you, Ben Holcher. <laughs> thank you Nick Bing thank you Corey Holter yeah. you know you guys have been wonderful and uh, thanks. dude thanks for having I, us I, I wish nothing yeah. but the best for you guys you know this coming year and uh, if if we don't have to work Lena that first race in Lena that first race weekend I'm coming back nice you better be there getting, no matter uh, what getting Lena drunk yeah. calling it already might, might vlog it yeah. people yeah. seem to like it yeah so I'm not picking <laughs> you know, you're right Boys, thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for your love. This is how legends are made.